I'll get you guys links to the actual stream in a second. I never get that on YouTube. Is there an actual place I'm supposed to copy the link from on the actual, like, streaming tab? Um, well, I, I only do it through Google Hangouts, so I'm not sure. Hmm. I'm not sure how this process works. Well, I will, it'll, it'll only take a moment, but uh, we are indeed live. I'm sure there could be all chatting in in a moment. Uh, literally just talk about anything. Oh, you know what? There were, there were a few things as of the last EFAP, but obviously only me and Rag is going to be able to comment on this. Oh, wait. Since I'm uh -huh. not seeing anyone chatting, it might actually be set on uh, private or some shit. That, that's happened before. Where are you? Oh, it was public. Hmm. Oh, there's somebody. There we go. It's it's a Saturday, so logically speaking, this should actually be preferable for a lot of people who are just like outraged regularly that we we do it at like one a.m. on even American time and stuff. But hey, that should yeah. But out. Jesus Christ, it's Saturday morning. Oh, that's true. Me getting up, I mean, it's like <laughs> holy shit. I had to jolt myself with a shot of bourbon just to like open my fucking eyes. Oh my God, is it Saturday? It's it is Saturday. I it thought is. it was Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Rags at like really bad time because <laughs> we're just like oh, every day is the same. Another day left. So pitfalls um, from working from home. Mm. So yeah, the last EFAP, a uh, couple people were like, we said something along the lines of, um, uh, we were criticizing him for saying there was a choice when that happens a lot in superhero movies, and that we referenced the Dark Knight, and someone was like. The Dark Knight doesn't have any choices that are the same as the one in Spider-Man. And I was just going to clarify, it's like, literally just choices in general. It doesn't have to be the exact same one. Just having a superhero have to choose between saving X or Y, you know, it's like, that's... And, and his point was that if we saw that show up, that it would be something people would be like, what the hell? And I was like, no, that's, that's that happens a lot of them. And I think, I don't think there is a superhero movie where they don't make a choice. It may not be, like, between life and death or something, but... It's almost like a part of the story, that they choose to become a hero or whatever. Um... But yeah, and uh, there were a couple people who were saying that they want us to pause less and watch things in advance, and I was just going to say, like, to clarify, it's, uh, that's not what this is. Uh, the podcast is supposed to be, like, reactionarily, re reactionary, and, um, every frame of pause, you know, we just can't resist <laughs> every frame. <laughs> um, uh, but, we do, but we do try and correct the record if we make mistakes, that's obviously the, um, if you could call that a caveat, but, um... We are always willing to take criticism, though, if anybody's got suggestions on, like, what we could do to improve that remains with that format. That would be super cool. We've already got Rhino Milk memes coming in. That's fantastic. Um, mm. But yes, uh, a warm welcome to Dictor Von Doomcock, who's here today. Uh, hello, sir. How do you do? Hail Mahler, and hail <laughs> to Mahler's team here. Hail to everyone out there in YouTube land. This is Dictor Van Doomcock broadcasting from the center of the earth and saying... Hey guys, it's Saturday morning. It is. It's it's horrible that we have to stream at a time so early. But uh, yeah, you've um you've got a wonderful channel where you review uh, lots of lots of different movies and um I, I think you've been you've been taking Star Trek to task uh, as of recently, right? Yeah, oh yes. Yeah, <laughs> Star Trek and Star Wars are suffering from the same malaise of canon corruption and people who hate the franchise being in charge of the franchise, which really doesn't generally work out well for the franchise. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, I've got no connection to Star Trek, even a little bit. I've only ever seen the J.J. Abrams ones, which I was just like, well, that was meh, so. <laughs> you should watch uh, The Last Generation is a good way to start. Yeah, well, to be honest, dude, if I wanted to tackle Star Trek, I'd probably be like, let's go 
from the beginning and go for the whole thing. Let's get right into it. Because I've got loads of friends who, like, swear by the next generation being one of the best TV shows in existence. So I'm like, hmm, maybe should uh, try it out. But I think the original series is the best. I think next generation. I think they basically go in descending order of, of greatness. Hmm. But uh, they are all vastly better than, uh, you know, STD what I call it, Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> it's a disease of the mind like syphilis. It gets in there and rots your motor functions, your cognition, and uh, eventually you die from it. So, yeah, that's that's my opinion of Star Trek Discovery. Well, that's, it sounds Damn. positive. Um, and yeah, so next on the left then is Smud Boy returning for a second EFAP. Um, how are you doing today, sir? Oh, thank you very much. I'm doing well. Excellent. Um, you, you, you are a big fan of The Last Jedi and you're here to defend it, correct? Obviously, yes. I'm here to <laughs> refute every single point all of you wonderful gentlemen have in a very courteous manner, of course. Excellent. And then next to the left, right at the end, is Das Bullshit, who's been in the, the chat a couple of times for these things. And he's, he's finally evolved as a critic and managed to make it onto the actual cast now. I have. I have ascended. I am now... Uh, everybody knows me as a Gmod guy, but I have ascended. I have evolved as a Gmod guy mm. into a critic. And then evolved from there. <laughs> and I haven't seen any complaints about sound, which means that we might actually have nailed it this time without having to change anything. So that's yeah. For amazing. a while, it was really quiet, wasn't it? Oh, it, it it went from too quiet to too loud to too. It's just, and I think without saying, I don't want to jinx it. It's just, it's fine. Someone's gonna say, hey, it could be better if you made someone something else, and then I change it, and then it all goes to hell. So we're just gonna carry on as if nothing's happened. Um, but yeah, first thing. I think it'll be interesting to show you guys. Uh, I'll post it in the in the thing so you guys can see it, but I'll be putting it on screen now so in case you are like confused at what I'm showing everybody. But uh the person we're covering is called Major Major Lee, I think. And uh he's been requested quite a bit this video. People want to see what uh we have to say about it. And of course, we're just like, yeah, yeah, we'll give it a shot, we'll give it a shot. And um, I did a tweet a, a couple of weeks ago, I think, I can't actually remember, where um, I was celebrating hitting 100,000 subscribers. And then somebody quote tweeted me and uh, said, in other words, I had virtually no purpose on YouTube until I made a six hour long review where I bitch about a 2.5 hour movie. Now I have purpose. Good for you, really. And I was like... Who is this guy? And I checked out his YouTube and I was like, oh, he's the guy that made the Last Jedi video. And I was like, wow, he really doesn't like me. And I just said that, like, I've had purpose from the beginning. You can just check my channel. The, the, the earliest stuff I've got is just me saying that media is good or bad based on different decisions and stuff like that. And that Star Wars was just another thing in line where I was like, right, time to shoot you down because of how terrible this has gotten. It's and um, force at work, man. Yeah, and, and, and he's very friendly. Um, I, I explained that, and he said, That's so nice that you're proud of your videos. I, too, am happy you were able to spread your bloated, unoriginal take on the criminally underrated film. <laughs> I would oh. flush that pride down the toilet if I were you. So very friendly, and he really likes very me. Very cordial. Um, and it's not that, you know, that's fine. Uh, absolutely, me and Rags will stand by it to the end of time that he's going to be welcome to come on. He could even call me the worst insults in the world, and we would still allow him on. Oh, and yeah, just for clarification, for people who are still not following, Dishonored Wolf is still not, not back on EFAB yet, but he will be, he will be. Don't be concerned forever, he'll come back. But, I mean, it's probably best that he's not here right now, considering it'll be six people, and that would be insane. Um, so that's enough build-up. We're going to be tackling his video and checking out the best defense for The Last Jedi on YouTube. Are you all very excited? 
I'm oh, thrilled. I'm thrilled. He seems very sure of himself. <laughs> oh, he's he's got he's got some bad things coming, my friends. He's got some bad things coming. I, I I could get through, I don't know, maybe actually about seven or eight minutes of this thing before my head was about to explode right off my body. So uh, yeah, you just can't take the logic fun. bombs. You just you just hating. You just. You... Uh, I, I've got something to say about his his technique uh, in just a little bit, but I don't want to speak out of turn. All right. Well, uh, yeah, so anyone can pause whenever they want. Here we go. Warning. The following presentation contains cold, hard truths that might change the way you think. Viewer discretion won't do you any good now. TL. Is it too quiet for everyone? <laughs> um, I'm using my the browser thing. <laughs> I love yeah, you paused I'm already. I'm, I'm using the browser booster thing. Yeah, yeah. If you guys. Can it, hopefully it's not going to It'll be loud enough for the stream, but hopefully it is for you guys as well. Okay. Warning. The following presentation contains cold, hard truths that might change the way you think. Viewer discretion won't do you any good now. I like the LL. TLJ. Mmm. You taste that? Tastes like close-minded, whiny fanboy tears. If you <laughs> What a great mm, start. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, he's really priming us to have our mind changed. <laughs> Like, that's what I mean. The that's intro so is like, you're gonna get some cold hard facts, prepared to have your mind changed. It's like, you're an asshole. You're like, oh, well, oh. that was... <laughs> Fuck you, you're stupid! So what do you think? Yeah, I think I mean... they're cold hard facts because they're half-baked. It's a, it's a controversial <laughs> way to open, but I think he's, you know, he's got a shot here. That tastes like close-minded, whiny fanboy tears. If you have a problem with this scene, well, you must have forgotten that Luke grew up as a farmer. He's always liked blue milk, and farmers love drinking directly from the cow's tit. It's part of the job, isn't it? I guess no. you- I mean, first Wait, of all, it's, it's green milk, so actually, it's not the same yeah. color. Like, how dare you? Yeah, it's, it's milk from a different animal? <laughs> I don't even know what you <laughs> call that animal. It's, milk uh... from different animals <laughs> tastes different. Yeah. How, how does he know he likes it so much? Just because he works at a farm and drinks what's there doesn't mean he <laughs> likes it that much. Yeah. Does he like water if he drinks that enough? It's such a bizarre. Okay, I've got thing. something to say here, guys. I've got something to say. Uh, already, this fucking review is shit. Okay, uh, <laughs> you complete. Wrap it up. Idiotic, idiotic leaps of logic and complete obfuscation spoken rapidly and with conviction. This bullshit about Ooh, Luke Bob. being a farmer who liked blue milk, <laughs> so it's perfectly acceptable he chokes down nasty green milk from a fucking manatee, is bullshit because Luke was a moisture farmer. Moisture evaporators were his cattle, and he bought the fucking actual milk down at the Moz Eisley Walmart. Exactly. That's true. Yeah, he I def that's he definitely didn't get the it straight from the tap on Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> no cows. Hey guys, for those of you who don't know, once it comes out of the titty, it doesn't taste like it does when you get it at the supermarket. That's very true. <laughs> and besides, I, I'm, my curious question is, how many people were complaining that it is? It, it doesn't make sense that a farmer would drink a milk from the teat? Was that, was that commonly said? Was that something that a lot of people were throwing out in videos? No, they just said it was really weird. I think it was yeah. the weird aspect, yeah. It was like, it was... we're spending screen time on this, I guess. I know, it's like Luke says, you know, fuck off, I don't want to do the line of duty thing, I'm just going to go milk this cow now. It's like, and he doesn't even, like, collect jars or anything like that. He just goes over, grabs one bottle, drinks it up, and he's out. And, and Star Wars, so that thing could not be an animal, it could be an alien that's being molested. <laughs> that's true, it could be disturbing. You, you remember the way it looked at Ray? Yeah. Yes! I have, like, help! While it was getting, while it was getting drained by Luke. I, Help you know, me. speaking genuinely, when I saw that for the first time, I was confused at what message they were conveying. I was like, what are you saying with this? 
Is that was that well, was that like? Is this supposed to be funny? Well, it's <laughs> part of the anti-capitalist message because they're ex <laughs> they're exploiting the natural resources of um the the beautiful bounty of nature in order to uh, sustain ourselves selfishly. He probably didn't even ask consent. He didn't need, seem to need it. He was just yeah. He was, I mean, it, he was if he was asking for it. it. Come on, the sea cow was, it was asking very, for it. It was very patriarchal of him to just assume. Show me on the doll where the Jedi touched you. <laughs> right here on my leg nipple. So yeah, weird, weird opening. I don't know counter argument, but hey, let's see, let's see where he goes next. Farmers love drinking directly from the cow's tit. It's part of the job, isn't it? I guess you can't deny that this is a love it or hate it kind of film. Things. I know yeah, a lot of people it. who think basically nothing of the film. <laughs> like people yeah. like man. I know a lot of people who think it's a film. <laughs> I, I know a lot of farmers that don't do that, so I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Damn. Yeah, I, I don't remember them ever like loving to drink. I've I've never heard of that. Sorry. Yeah, uh, the right opinion by the fucking, way. Use a, yeah, I never saw fucking Eddie Arnold sucking on a cow's tit on Green Acres. That's like your opinion, though. You didn't check out the deleted scenes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> didn't but, uh, read the grimoire cards. But yeah, the right opinion said that he he both does not really like and does not really hate this film. He thought it was just meh. So. Sorry about the love-hate thing, but yes, you know, typically, typically. Loved in The Force Awakens, you might hate what was done to them in The Last Jedi. And things that you hated in The Force Awakens, you might love what was done to them in The Last Jedi. People clearly did not appreciate the fact that this was one of the greatest scenes in all of Star Wars history. Because they were too attached to their absolute dog-shit theories about who this character was. People certainly did not appreciate the excellent- Wait, was that a- uh, I'm I'm trying to f picture where arguments begin and end. So he was saying that he's just saying that it was the greatest thing to ever happen to Snoke was getting killed. He says it's he's a, arguably one of the best scenes in Star Wars we didn't like because we expected something from Snoke. Oh no, our theories, our precious theories rags. Remember when we came into the the, the fucking cinema with our theories and all in our books? We were just like, no. I had to sneak them past the guy up front because <laughs> you're not supposed to bring volumes My into theories. the theater. It sounds like though he he's bringing up the scene where like Ray finally finds out who she is. It sounds like that's where he's going with this. Oh, that one, yeah. But, but he's, he's also talking he's about Snoke, wasn't he? Clips, I think. The, um... That is that is a horrible argument. He's saying nothing is such a the is the best scene in the entire franchise. Well, it I mean, makes uh, no sense. We're stuck anyway because he just said it's great. That was it. It's like okay. Just let me know if you actually want to make an argument. Star Wars history. Because they were too attached to their absolute dog shit theories about who this character was. People certainly did not appreciate the excellent twist that Ray's parents are actually nobodies because they were too <laughs> obsessed with I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good. Uh, let me let me just get this out here, okay? Uh, according to this fast talking used car salesman, it's a wonderful thing that fucking Ray's parents were nobodies. And he mocks all the fans for thinking that her parents must have been special, a Skywalker, a Palpatine, whatever. He says that would have been the most obvious choice in the world and that her parents were nobody special. And that's bullshit. None of us innately wanted or needed Ray's parents to be Palpatines or Skywalkers. We were just desperately trying to plug the fucking plot hole that this bland British bitch can use the force like a master without a day of training in her life. 
I mean, we're grasping at straws, trying to dispel the, the, the cognitive dissonance that utterly ruins our suspension of belief when Ray is able to beat the shit out of Kylo Ren, who is so expert in the force he can actually stop a bolt of blaster energy in mid-fucking air, all without ever using a lightsaber before and without a little green man riding her ass through the swamps of Dagobah. I'll have you know she downloaded her powers from Kylo Ren, okay? It's in the canon. It makes complete sense. It was in Force Skype. <laughs> uh-huh. So it's like the movie the movie built it up. It's like it was kind of the movie that was saying, like, oh, look at this. Ray's parents are pretty special. I bet you're gonna really want to see what it is. It's like oh nope, it's nobody. But um, well, it's kind of what happens when you have expectations from a previous installment of a series. Oh, we're expecting something to happen. Yes. Here's my imagination. It doesn't matter if it's true or false. I'm just speculating. And then when we get Zippo. Uh, yeah, and he's just said it's good, angry. by the way. He hasn't said anything. He's just like, this is great. Okay. Uh, well, I I'm... think it would be one thing too if, like, if if Ray didn't actually bring her parents up at all. I'm gonna mute my phone. Sorry about that. Um, Ray never, if never, if Ray never brought her parents up, like, at all, and like she didn't really care. I think people would probably be just a little more forgiving that her parents were nobody, but they built it up. So. They did, but I mean, we are really desperately casting around for some explanation as to why she suddenly got the, the bestest Jedi ever. She basically can use these powers like it took Luke uh, three movies to get to, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. and that's ridiculous. And and she's she's beating someone who was trained by Snoke and Luke. It's like, hmm, seems like that person might have the upper hand to me, but you're sure. So, why do you guys hate women? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? All right, let's see what else he's got. I'm waiting for an argument. We still haven't really got one. Outside of the farmer's milk, we haven't really got an argument. A twist that Ray's parents are actually nobodies because they were too obsessed with even dumber theories about who she was. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Each and every one of those Ray theories, if they actually happened in the film, they'd have the dramatic weight of a feather. You've read everyone. They're not good. Everyone. He read them all. <laughs> Read, all of the theories are worse than the reality that she's a nobody from nowhere and her parents are no one and we really have to let you know that. Look, Ryan Johnson chose the best results. Like, every single possibility, he had the best one. All I can say is subversive. I mean, yeah, you, you guys just yeah. didn't see it coming, that's why. Well, you, that's why you hate it. I didn't see Another it. empty mystery box. That's the specialty of Jar Jar Abrams. And uh, he had one left over, I guess, Ryan Johnson did. And he gave it to us and it was empty. Great. I wonder if JJ always intended that one to be empty or if, if Ryan took the prize out of it. <laughs> he was like, no, it's empty. There's only one thing that's ever, there's only two things ever in a mystery box. Empty air or a dried turd. So you can tell by rattling it what's inside. I would have taken the dry turd over the nothing. I really, I would have, I would have been like, well, that... <laughs> That's a that's a dry yeah. kid, but at least <laughs> well, that's what we tried to give them. That's what we tried to give them with our fan theories that are worse than the empty air. So fuck you, dude. Yeah, fuck you in your video. Dramatic weight of a feather. They're not good. If you don't see how this is much more relatable and a better dramatic reveal than just being somebody famous's daughter, then you really do not appreciate good storytelling. Well, why don't you help us out, dude? Explain yeah. why. You just keep saying it's good. It's <laughs> like... Yeah, tell me how. I'm I would assuming, love to know how. I'm hoping he's got more than... <laughs> Please don't tell me this is the whole video. And if you guys were able to come up with said theories, that's the definition of the word predictable. You just predicted what? it. What? Okay, okay, what? okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I have the ability to have an imagination, 
therefore they shouldn't be done because it's going to be predictable. <laughs> yeah, because somebody out there on the internet came up with an idea, and that idea happened to be the idea that they went with. That means that it's predictable, yeah, it was predictable to yeah. everybody. Every single person would be like, oh, that's predictable. That's like saying random person on when, the, uh, when, the when Red Letter Media predicted the events of what happens in Solo. Yeah. And, I mean, it doesn't take a genius to figure that out, what's, what they're going to do with Solo. But because we predicted that, or because they predicted that, therefore, Solo is a bad movie. <laughs> Just like, what if what if Ray's parents turned out to be Oompa Gluto from, from some planet, and then they're like, nobody thought that, right? And there's some guy on Twitter who was like, I thought it was going to be Oompa Gluto. And then they're like, shit, predictable. Like, we got to try something yeah, better, basically guys. foiling expectations. Yeah, basically foiling expectations means that Ryan Johnson couldn't come up with anything that the fans hadn't already guessed. So he says, it's nobody, done. It's like, nobody, it's nobody said that, right? It's like one guy was like, I said that. It's <laughs> like, shit. Him. Oh, man, now it's a shitty idea. Somebody come up with something else. Well, th this assumes that if someone came up with the idea, it couldn't have been a good one. Hmm. Like, the only good idea that could have been was one that's so fucking retarded that nobody <laughs> would have ever assumed that it would uh, be the one. He just <laughs> said it was great, and if you don't understand it, you don't understand storytelling, Rags. So, who am I going to believe? Don't you? Be with you. And if you guys were able to come up with said theories, that's the definition of the word predictable. You just predicted it. And that twist would have been exactly like Empire, only not good at all. Instead- <laughs> Whoa, what? <laughs> it would have been exactly like Empire, but not good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. <laughs> the logic here. My brain yeah. can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's amazing. You just- you see what this is, right? Like, I'm not saying it's the whole video because we haven't gotten through it yet, but the amount of people who would come to this just to be told you were right. The movie is good because it's not bad. And they're like, oh, yes. He's right. <laughs> he was right the whole time. I knew it all along. I knew I wasn't crazy. That's what this is going to be for the next 40 minutes. <laughs> We like Empire, only not good at all. Instead, we get this whole new theme that yes, she's a nobody. It's a theme. Anybody can have <laughs> that a horse now. <laughs> oh God, is he gonna be the stereotype for my video where I'm just like they just say the themes? <laughs> the theme that she's sucking is a theme. Oh yes. I mean, it, it, failure is the greatest teacher. People always reference this like, yeah, it was a really not really applicable to the movie because it just failed and nobody learned anything. So it's like, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> It's the grim realities of life. This is realism, people. Mm. Force now. Luke says it himself. To say that if the Jedi die, the light dies is vanity. Can you feel that? And to say that Ryan trashed what JJ set up is so not true. Go back and watch The Force Awakens, and they could very what? well be setting they up that could? she's <laughs> Wait, wait. Did he just say... Let's, let's hear he that one more time. Could. Because that was dumb. Go back and watch The Force Awakens, and they could very well be setting up that she's a nobody. The film has plenty of that theme in it as well. That's not the- that's the straw man! Uh. They're saying that they've ruined the setup by making her have nobody, and he's saying yes, but it's possible. Wait, he, he wait a second. If, explain it. If he just this says guy, they could be doing it. If this guy says that they were setting up that she's a nobody, then that makes it predictable that she's a nobody, which means it's yeah, bad. Yeah, nice catch. Um, not only that, though, but just, just the idea that he's just... That's not what people are saying. Nobody said they hated it this because it didn't follow The Force Awakens. They they could be a, a setting it up. It's like, what do you mean they could be? Either they are or they aren't. The movie is done. Did you watch the movie? What happened in the movie? Did the movie say she, she, she feels like she's by herself and she has no family? Well, no, they didn't do that. They, they clearly set up that something's going on. She's on that planet for a reason. She's waiting for her parents. 
Yeah, like if you no ask me who were raised parents based on the information from TFA, I'd be like, literally could be anybody on the planet. They could yeah. they could be BB-8. I don't know. There's not really any information on that one. <laughs> but they could be. They, they could be aliens. Like, what? what is this guy trying to say? This is insane. Hey, that would be the a film has pl plenty of that theme in it as well. One thing JJ definitely did was leave a lot of stuff open-ended, but maybe too open-ended because it led to way too much speculation. Now there is only one person that okay. I have from from the wait a second I don't, wisdom that is Polygon. Well, I don't understand how that even supports or takes away from any point he's making. JJ did left just it say, too open. <laughs> did he just say previously that predictions are bad, and then if they're too predictable, that it's it's going to be like the Empire only worse? But now he's saying. Oh, now it should be. It was too oh, open, be... too unpredictable. It's, it's like what? <laughs> Let's. I want to see that. Did was leave a lot of stuff open ended, but maybe too open ended because it led to way too much speculation. Now, how could you speculate if it's predictable? Like, like you wouldn't be able. To, how could you speculate to an open level if it's too predictable? Didn't he just speculate that it could very well be set up this way? Yeah, the, this he, is the... he speculated that it very well could be the thing that he said was not predictable. Like, <laughs> he, he is talking on both sides of his mouth. I can't believe how nonsensical this is. I'm not following this he at all, but <laughs> just hoping for a he point. He does it very quickly, and he doesn't have any gaps in there that you can think between. That's this basically his sales yeah, method. He's like, he's like movie Bob and Which is... fill in the blank other people. Just keep talking. Don't stop. Keep talking. Go, go, go. That's why our format... Clips rips these things apart because we listen to everything they say we're like hmm now there is only one person that i know of whose prediction about ray actually came true call me crazy but wouldn't it be cooler if she oh good lord <laughs> oh no <laughs> just, just, so, great. so it's predictable and it's bad you no, it's, fucking idiot no, 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 it's not if he predicted it, it's because it's great writing because he's a great <laughs> writing person i guess but if oh, someone but else if predicts it it's predictable predict it, then it's shit that's well, embarrassing, dude. Or, all right. Let me just suck my guy, own dick. <laughs> yeah, one guy predicted it, and that it, that's because it was so bad. I, I, that's yeah. I find that amazing that he actually threw this in. He's like, just just let you guys know that the only guy that really did it was me. <laughs> like, okay, good for you, man. Proud of you. Actually, came true. Call me crazy, but wouldn't it be cooler if she wasn't related to anyone? I think the idea that Ray is a nobody and that anyone can learn the Force is a great concept. Nobody has a problem with anyone learning the Force. Yes. She doesn't learn anything. It's mm -hmm. not the point. We want an explanation for where her power came from, and the only thing they got left because of the way they did it was saying, oh yeah, she's like Palpatine's daughter, I guess. And you're like, oh, well, at yep, least we Palpatine was powerful. We have an entire body of knowledge of the lore saying you cannot just learn the Force. There are entire schools where Jedi go and find children who are sensitive, and then they develop their skills. It's not yeah. just, I'm born. That defeats that's the thing... Even... Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, well, that's, if that's a thing they're going for, then, like, why can't she just be born of somebody who hasn't been known to be great with the Force and she learns it anyway? It's like, why, why can't they go that route and still, you know, stick with that theme if they really wanted to, you know? Well, this is a, a main part of her character, her, her finding her parents, and she really wanted to wait on Jakku for her parents to come find her, and then she realizes it's not going to happen, and then what do you do with that? Nothing! You just, <laughs> you just throw it out the door! <laughs> Interject here for just a second. Yeah. Would that be okay? This is everywhere, and it always has been, and it always will be there for anyone. But the thing that made the Jedi great and the Sith terrible 
was that it took training to access. I mean, training along with aptitude, being attuned to the force. And what this guy is effectively celebrating with such monotonous elan is the utter democratization of mediocrity. So it's no wonder he loves The Last Jedi. It's a veritable fucking celebration of ordinariness. You know, he's excited because now everyone and anyone can use the force. Oh, goody. That's wonderful, because in a world where everyone is special, no one is fucking special. And that's the thing. If she actually went to the dark side as a result of tapping into it, like, without any control or understanding, at least we could be like, oh, okay. Okay. But no, she's like one of the greatest characters yeah. in the series in she's terms not, of altruism. She's like the nicest she's not person. She's special. She is the most special. There is no one greater than her. Like, was Darth Vader can't even touch her in terms of his skill or her skill. Like he needs to understand that there's a difference between everybody can use the Force and everybody just can use it to this aptitude at, through no hard work. To say that anybody, if they work hard enough and they focus hard enough and they train hard enough, can become great is different than saying, oh yeah, anyone can do it. And I don't even think that's the case. Super. I don't no think way. that's the case because yeah, all we do is we see Ray just being amazing. No one else in the story can just do that. It's yeah, just yeah, her. That, that's what I'm saying. What he's saying is that it's great that we know that everyone can use the Force, <laughs> but that's a far cry from Ray is God. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see what would happen if she had bumped into Vader in Cloud City. I wonder if she would just, just slashed the shit out of him and thrown him <laughs> off the fucking place with the Force. <laughs> yeah. And I guess this guy would have liked an original trilogy where Luke was just another Force user. Only now he'd be a Force loser because any one of 10,000 Force users located closer to the fucking Death Star could have taken care of that teensy problemette. And Luke would be using the Force to, I don't know, fucking clear sand out of the moisture evaporators or carry <laughs> yeah, he... home grocery bags from the Moss Eisley Walmart for Aunt Beru. Oh, wait, never mind. Aunt Beru can use the Force to carry her own fucking bags. Thank you very much. Judge her by her age, do you? Dude, when the when the stormtroopers turned up to burn uh, the the uncle and aunt in in their in their place, they both just pulled out lightsabers, used the force, and just batted off the entire empire because everybody can, everybody exactly. can. That's the good thing about Ray. It's the good thing, and they can be excellent at it. Mm -hmm. The best yeah, just yeah, ever Ray. for old people. Is a nobody, and that anyone can learn the force is a great concept. And man, does it feel good to be right now. <laughs> <laughs> You've been nothing but wrong for two minutes and thirteen seconds. You're uh, you're giving H. Bob a guy a run for his money on the smug levels here. Like this is this is beautiful. Oof, bad, bad moment. Now, a lot of people think that Kylo is lying to her about her parents being junk traders, but then why does it come out of her mouth? They were nobody. Yeah, just how would let it she go, know? Wait, wait, wait. So, if if I walk into a room and Rags is standing over a murdered corpse, and I go, "You killed him," and Rags didn't, and then Rags goes, "Yes," then uh, that's me saying it, and Rags confirming it. Rags lied. You understand how that works? <laughs> like that's what yeah, Kylo did. I, yeah. If she doesn't know, if Ray doesn't know, then she doesn't know. <laughs> he just I said mean, that. If it was Kylo's I mean, lie, then why did she say it? <laughs> He's like, I don't know. It's like the writing's. It's almost like the writing in this film's fucking awful or something. <laughs> no. Did he? Did she download like the twenty three and Me for Jakku with her force <laughs> Skype call from Kylo Ren? She just like, downloaded StarWars.exe. It's just everything. Yeah, when she downloaded the force from him, she also downloaded his memories and all mm -hmm. of his knowledge. Yeah, and that makes continued sense. Continued to lie up to that point. Why does it come out of her mouth? 
They were nobody. Writing yeah, just let shit. it go, guys. What, are you gonna say she's lying to him now? Watch, I'll bet yes. there will be people in <laughs> We've already counted that. I don't even- what the fuck is this point? That camp by tomorrow. People very sadly did not comprehend how perfect Luke Skywalker's <laughs> ending was. Wait, what was it? Perfect. Dude, I love this style of argumentation. Someone says, like, this thing is bad. You go, it's good. Then they go, okay, but you see this mechanical piece by here, it doesn't fit quite right, or there's something rusted. And you go, it's good. You go, oh, <laughs> well, okay, but I'm, I'm literally telling you that this car has no wheels. And you go, it's good. And you're like, okay. <laughs> I get how people like this video if they're in favor of The Last Jedi. This is literally just uh, confirmation bias. No yeah, there's no arguments being made here. Perfect. Especially the fact that it was very much like Obi-Wan's sacrifice to save him in A New Hope. Uh, Only ten times more what? awesome. It happened in the other film in this different context, therefore it's good. Only it's ten times more. It's better. <laughs> it's perfecter. It's more perfecter. <laughs> yeah, we can't even respond to that because there's no argument. It's, it's literally, uh, Ben died that way, you know, so, you know. Yeah, it's like, it's a declaration more than... Uh, you know, an argument. Yeah. I think that Kylo killed Luke three times betterer because he had three <laughs> blades. And if you look at the facial hair on Luke compared to Obi-Wan Kenobi, I think Luke's is darker, therefore better. Yeah. And he also wasn't there, so therefore he killed him in, in idea only, and then he di died literally after the fact. And it was made in 2018, or 17, sorry. In 2017, it's just better than 77, can we be honest? It's a better year. Do we all agree? A better vintage. <laughs> Perfect Luke Skywalker's ending was, especially the fact that it was very much like Obi-Wan's sacrifice to save him in A New Hope. Only ten times more awesome because of this insane this Jedi mind trick thing. reveal. This right here is- The reveal doesn't change anything. If he was yeah. there, he would have died. Turns out he wasn't there, but he also died. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm like, he, I mean, he wasn't there, so he died? Did he just choose to die? I don't God. even know why Luke's dead. Just actually. to clarify, in case anyone here on chat didn't know, the only reason they did this was to have this shot. Ryan Johnson wanted him to be in the Dual Sons when he died, and he's like, how do I make it so that he can die here, but also die over there? Oh, fucking force projection, I don't know. That's, it, it, there's nothing else to it mechanically. It's just like, I don't know, he can do that. It takes a lot, it killed him. Okay, moving on. We got we got our shot. Which, by the way, I like the shot. I do. I think if that he this... wanted to do it so bad, couldn't he just uh, change the time of day on Salt Planet? I mean, it's a bit difficult because you have like Kylo's just gonna have to stand there awkwardly while Luke has his moment. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, Luke." What I are think you doing? Uh, Mark Hamill made a comment on Twitter about a week ago about how Luke died because he's like a, a drug addict and he because he was in withdrawal for so long. <laughs> yeah, and that he. And he used it at the like this a lot all at once. It was too much for a system, and everyone's like, "What the hell are you talking about, man? Where are you getting this?" Could have been bad manatee milk for all we fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to impress Ray. He was like, "Yeah, I just do this." And then like a couple days later, he's like, <coughs> <laughs> "Shit, I shouldn't drink that." <laughs> She's like, "Are you okay?" And yeah. He's like, "Shut up." I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> Obi-Wan's sacrifice to save him in A New Hope. Only ten times more awesome because of this insane Jedi mind trick reveal. This right here is about as Luke Skywalker as it can possibly get. And if you really hate Luke So we're the ones that don't understand, and he's the one who's like, This is about as Luke Skywalker's- it's like, any arguments with that? You just- no. Uh, tele <laughs> teleportation, uh, cross distances. Yeah, this is clearly what Luke Skywalker, Luke Skywalker is all about. Fucking, 
fucking Luke Skywalker. Let me tell you something. The the hard this is the worst betrayal of Luke Skywalker this scene that there was in the entire film. Oh. And I made a video about this because look, he's there, okay? I mean, he's projected himself there. He touches Leah's hand. He hands her the fake dice. Uh, he is fucking there. He's blocking light. He's casting shadows, etc., and so on. So he can kind of phase in and phase out depending on his will. And that means he's invulnerable. So what he could have done is he could have killed Kylo Ren, taken his fucking lightsaber, and destroyed every fucking one of those goddamn vehicles. And he chose not to. The only reason that he didn't is because he chose not to. He fucks around with Leah instead of actually helping these people to give Ray the chance to lift the boulders later. It's a complete and total betrayal of Luke Skywalker, the worst yet. That's my feeling. Well, this guy said it was perfect, though. Sorry. So you're completely invalidated. All of your arguments don't make any sense now because he said it's perfect. I, I better start hitting the booze. <laughs> oh, Luke I'm almost well, there. This film. Blame it on this guy, not this guy. What? what? Oh. <laughs> what? Oh, we blame it on both of them. There, there was Person nothing Jay. that Ryan could have done differently. There was literally nothing different that could have been done. No, that this could be was, done in this film. even though it's completely unpredictable, this is the only thing he could do. Yeah, and you don't blame Ryan. You you blame the guy before him. That's that's how this works. Mm -hmm. You didn't make it, but mm. well, I hated the Force Awakens, so I do blame Jar Jar Abrams. But uh, Ryan definitely made the Last Jedi. So he did. Yeah, we can confirm that. <laughs> just the idea that it's like yeah, it's hey, even credits, if you hate no. it, you can't hate him. There's no, nothing... Ryan didn't. You see, you just don't understand filmmaking. It's all JJ's <laughs> fault that Ryan became a director. You see. <laughs> Right. And if you really hate Luke Skywalker's storyline in this film, blame I it on this guy, not this guy. I thought you just said it was perfect. Why would you care if people hated it at that point? Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's... Jar Jar should have the credit. <laughs> yeah, according to him, it has nothing to do with Ryan at that point, right? Now, this film was clearly aware of the divisiveness that it would cause. That's why you see a lot of split or schism-related imagery in it. But the what? Entire... <laughs> <laughs> I think we yeah, call yeah. that reaching, but, uh, you know. Wow, that's like, because there's lots of death, there's going to be lots of division between everyone else who doesn't like death. It's like, no. The lightsaber got split. That represents arguments online. <laughs> what that is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I saw the, death um... and I saw death and schism split on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> the review section of the divisiveness that it would cause. That's why you see a lot of split or schism-related imagery in it. But the entire film is riddled with that same message. Let the past die. But but the lightsaber. But what's the point if she the lightsaber is completely functional and? I don't even know. Whatever, fuck it. How could we not? In order for this series to exist what? and have Wait, some what? impact in 2018, there needs to be something brand new going on within it. And This is not what? brand new. Everyone says that. The uh, the biggest defense of Last Jedi is like, it's new. It's like, what do, you, what do you mean? It's got all the characters we know. It's got the same forced war between rebels and Empire, which shouldn't even be happening considering the world building. There's just... a focal point usage in the movie, and therefore it shows that this movie is unfocused, and that's brilliant. The, the, I mean, it's it's new in that it has a pointless B plot. Does any any Star Wars film have a pointless B plot other than this one? Like one that just doesn't no. amount to anything. That's no. the that's, that's I think a it's the first Star Wars movie. It sucks. I mean, that's that's new. Hmm. I it's just like we needed to do something new. It's like yeah. I mean, sure. I don't really call this film that, but, you know, go for it.
some impact in 2018. There needs to be something brand new going on within it. And the way that this film introduced the idea of a better, newer Rebel Alliance was subtle and really well better thought how? out. Yeah, you can't yeah, just. They kind of got wiped out. He keeps just saying it's 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 the it's X. He doesn't have any yeah. arguments. Like argue for they're, this shit. They're they're so good that they know everybody by name. It's just it's good. <laughs> I'm not gonna now. I'm gonna talk about a different aspect because it's just good. And also this aspect because it's perfect. And this aspect because it's great. You're just like hello, hello. Yeah, the resistance is <laughs> like twenty people on the ship. It was like they're kind of they fucked up. They're doing awful. I think he meant better as in like. I don't know, more moral or something. There's no way he can mean they're stronger. <laughs> There's no way he can mean they're stronger. They are literally twenty people on a Millennium Falcon. That's like the weakest we've ever seen they're the refugees, good guys. <laughs> and that that's that means uh, it's a fail. They have oh yes, they're down to twenty people on a ship, uh, and and their membership is less than the local PTA at your neighborhood uh, grade school. Yeah, I think they're done. I'm I'm blown away. That it's like a I wonder if you'll qualify on within it and the way that this film introduced the idea of a better newer rebel alliance was subtle and really well thought out it's not with a bunch of soldiers because clearly that didn't do enough but maybe it's what theirs did it well theirs didn't what do you what do you think what soldiers did a good job so the girl the girl who blew up the dreadnought and holdo blowing up the entire fleet and the supremacy stupid ship were they not soldiers fighting in a war did they not do we not count those things? I mean, I can't believe I'm defending The Last Jedi here from the guy who's saying it's amazing, but, uh... What, what were they supposed to be? Like, not... Were they, like, diplomats? Like, what, what do they want? Like, what does he want? Like, if you read the grimoire cards, you see, um... <laughs> Rose's, uh, sister's a plumber. She's a plumber. They're supposed to fight with love, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> she has, like, a gun that shoots hearts. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> and bubbles. Cupid, with the yeah. idea that 30 years ago we thought only one guy was powerful with the force we thought there was one jedi left now we're learning that everything we were taught about the force wasn't all that there is to know and in reality anyone who's saying that who's who said that we know everything about the force especially because we know that leia has some connection to the force too so what yeah. he's saying is wrong like he, he what he's saying is just flat out wrong i just it, who says, man, I hate this film because we knew literally everything about the Force and now they're telling us new things about it? I don't remember I that argument. I have no idea. Wasn't all that there is to know. And in reality, anyone can tap into it. Not we already knew that. Who's against that idea? Yeah. This is weird. Stop. He's either strawmanning or not making arguments at all. Do something. Not just Luke. Now we're awakening that same Force in average no-name nobodies. Oh, you mean like Luke? I mean, I guess because he was—he he wasn't a no name once you get to episode five. But I, what I'm saying is, like, it literally, go to the prequels. It's just a bunch of kids. Like, no, yeah. they're not all the kids of Palpatine, Obi Wan, and fucking Skywalkers. They're—they're they're all just kids. This isn't new. Sorry to burst your bubble. Rose freed the animals and left the orphans enslaved. Who are they? <laughs> they didn't deserve it. Apparently, maybe those animals will go on to be Jedi. Yeah, maybe for their force. It, it makes sense that if you're a Jedi and you could use the force, your your trusty steed better be able to use the force too. That's right. Average no name, force no scratch themselves or something. Mm. That is what it's going to take this time around. If we're getting the sequel trilogy, for it to have a real reason to exist, it needs to be about something bigger, and that is precisely what no. we just got. No, no, this is no. horrible. That is so fucking wrong.
It needs oh, to be about something bigger. We, we have to make it bigger. More ships, more yep. explosions, more and death. More gooder. More, more, more. Perfect. And more boring guys. characters. Rose Tico was what he showed as he spoke about that. And that's like, oh my God. Yeah. She's, she, she, I'm telling you, he loves mediocrity. He loves. <laughs> oh, he mediocrity. made a fat joke. Well, hey, he said newer, bigger, better, everything. It's good that the climax wasn't based entirely on drama between the Skywalkers and the Solos, you know? It wasn't that. It was something completely different and newer and better. Contradictive doesn't even begin to describe this video. We're only four <laughs> minutes in. Like, how did you do this? Episode 9 should and probably will be about a bunch of previously non-Jedi people awakening the Force in themselves. Or it might just end with that. I want to see Finn and other characters start to exhibit Force-like powers. I don't think Why? they're going to do that. Why? Why? That would be really forced of them. <laughs> Finn's clearly not the Force character, neither is uh, Poe. Those two are clearly archetypes that are based on Star Wars, being the guy with the gun who's a hotshot pilot. <laughs> you know, like, they're not going to be forced. You, if they are, then fine, I'm wrong, but I seriously doubt they're going to do that. Let's just That'd make everyone like, oh. ordinary. Yeah, like, why the fuck would, yeah. it, would it be fun to have everybody be a, a force user in the main cast? Yep. That'd be boring. Everyone's a wizard. Don't you love the idea of... Uh, like, um, just, just, you know, a Han Solo versus, uh, like a Sith or something in some scenarios. Like, that's way more interesting because of the fact that they're not the exact same. Like, just to make everybody a Force user, just like, <sighs> But yeah, no, fine. Let's have that movie. He wants it that badly, I guess. Force is universal Eat. now. That doesn't render Luke obsolete at all. Who said that? It's, it's not universal. Where is he getting this? Who said yeah. that? <laughs> Who are you and talking to? Everyone, everyone could potentially have the force. Doesn't mean that everybody is going to exhibit force usage. That's like this is what I mean. He keeps defending the argument that it's like, hey, everyone can use the force, and it's just like nobody's saying, stop, just stop it. He still has the biggest heart in the whole galaxy. Always willing. No, to he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He literally <laughs> abandoned his family. <laughs> You watch the kill. movie. I don't care if he doesn't at the end. At the beginning, he's like, go away, I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I want to die, and I don't care if everyone else dies either. Oh, it's bizarre. And, and you know, his reasoning being that uh, the Jedi are just as bad as the Sith, if you really think about it, and it's like, yeah, okay, no, yeah, no, I understand, I get it, but the Sith are in power right now, and they're threatening to murder everybody, including your family. I don't know if you care. Like, I don't know Yeah, if like, if the Jedi kill half of everyone, and the Sith kill everyone then it's like your moral obligation to help the Jedi. <laughs> I love the idea that he argues that like they know better than each other. It's like, yeah, okay, that's great, but we all know Jedi are better than Sith for the world. Yeah, it's like, we all know uh, that. Sure, whatever. Help us, because that's fucking awful wrong. It's like, you want to philosophize, that's great, but we know that the Jedi don't actively just murder people regularly. Like, Can we just, can we just agree on that? No, but the Jedi aren't perfect, so they're just as bad as the worst thing <sighs> in the universe. Yep, that works. It's all the same. They're going to kill all the people. The... What are you going to do? I almost killed a kid. What do you got? He's still got the They're biggest heart, guys. They're all tainted by sin. <laughs> the biggest heart. Fies himself to save others. And he was the one to pass on the baton to teach Ray and the audience. He didn't teach no, her he anything. Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God>. Literally, Mark <laughs> Hamill's pointed that out. It's an interview He's where someone says, like... so hard. Oh, like, my God. Someone says something like, well, what did you teach Ray? And his response is like... What if maybe I didn't even teach her anything? It's before the film came out and he doesn't want to confirm anything, but it's just funny because it's like, yeah, <laughs> maybe that's not a good question because he can't even answer what he taught her. He didn't teach her shit. 
You guys, he slapped Become a Jedi and what? gave him more power. Oh, jeez. To awaken the force within ourselves. That is what Luke will be known for in this new trilogy. Just totally reinventing the force and for the better. The film provides oh, for the better. So you haven't explained to us what you even mean by reinventing it, and then you move on to say it's just better than what we had before, which we don't even know <laughs> by comparison what we're dealing with here. It's it's Broom Boy. It's the only thing I can think of. Broom Boy is better. There's, we there's... had Broom Boy already in the prequels, like potentially. Though. But they all, the died. they all died. All the Broom Boys died. Oh, they should have broomed harder. <laughs> they just went brooming, man. Now we're now we're gonna get Force Horse. It's gonna be great. Force Horse better than Broom Boy. Broom Boy grows up to be Star Wars kid, so give him some respect. <laughs> they tell stories of the mightiest janitor in all the galaxy. He <laughs> rode a Force Horse <laughs> into the sun. He rode a Force Horse into the. Read a book about how. <laughs> Palpatine was once a neutral, innocent child, but then he picked up a broom and everything changed. <laughs> like, <laughs> he could can have a strong influence on a clogged toilet. <laughs> Force, and for the better. The film provides us with solid oh, drama between boy. new and old characters. People being faced oh. with actual personality-defining decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you just, you just have to say it. If you say it, it means it's true. <laughs> oh, it's tough. Like top it's... shelf as in they don't want you to see it or be able to reach it? Like... No, it's top shelf all right, because he's okay. really reaching. <laughs> this was the point back in April when I stopped, because that's the five minute mark. Mm. And I just left my comment. I could not take anymore. It was this bad. <laughs> I love oh, it's so easy to review films this way, or at least write video essays this way, where you just go, This is just good. This is good. Characters are good, story's good, the lore is great. The the thing is this, the thing is this. And you're just like, you're not saying anything. You're just making us laugh at this point. Finding decisions, supported by top shelf acting, it had real sets, a disgusting amount of practical effects, actual visual imagination. I'm sorry, actual visual imagination. I'm, I'm... As opposed to fake sets. <laughs> some of the most dynamic designs I've ever seen in the entire trilogies. I just like, love if, actual if, visual if imagination. Seen, if you've seen this, the the sets, I think the most the most expensive and the most real was Canto Bite, and it was ridiculously expensive. And half the mm. rest of the sets I saw in the the post production stuff were half green screens. Yeah, and the so irony I, is that most people felt the Canto Bite felt green screen, like the whole thing felt fake. Yeah, I don't recall there being a lot of you know boasting of practical sets in this one, but I, I, mean, I just figured I'd missed it. So it looked it's expensive as shit. Like, it gave prequel vibes. And that's yeah. the thing, uh, you know, like, it turns out it's not just about money, it's also about how you use it, but he just said visual, actual visual imagination, so he's saying, this is actually good, okay? Like, you guys probably don't know what actual good is. No. no. <laughs> Clearly never, not, we need education. Well, I heard one. of it once on, on the train, but... Taking us to three <laughs> new detailed worlds, all with their own... Three new detailed worlds. I mean, not Hoth. What, not do, you, Hoth, what yes, do you mean exactly. by so, detailed? <laughs> we have not Tatooine, not Hoth, and Casino, Casino planet. planet, yeah. And Capitalism Bad Planet. Orange Man Bad Planet. What does detailed mean? <laughs> uh, I'll just let him continue. Taking us to three new detailed worlds, all with their own new creatures and subplots. So going subtle. On. The way the way that Subtly. they crash through that casino <laughs> with their stampede of force horses is very subtle. So fucking subtle.
You just said yeah, well, the fat alien screaming for their lives. Also, <laughs> new creatures, by the way. Just like what they showed a CGI wolf crystally thing, and that's just yeah. you, you're done at that point. You're like, this is but great. Porgs. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> the subtle plot point of if and then, with dozens and dozens of if, to get from uh, what is it? Finn is now doesn't want to escape, and then he gets picked up by Rose, and then they start going, if, oh, but then we need this, and then we need to get this, and then we have to do that. That's how they get to Canto Bite. This is giant if clause. If all these things happen, just, just to get on board. Like, that's not subtle. That's not what we did. That's uh, ridiculous. Remember how beautiful Star Wars was? I mean, what an incredible universe George Lucas created. When, when I first saw Star Wars, I marveled at how packed <laughs> With amazing sights, every fucking frame of it was. I mean, robots that would have been the featured stars of any movie previous to Star Wars were literally the background. I mean, hardly worth a glance. Such was the the, the bounty of imagination that we were we were given. And look what we got in The Force Awakens. I mean, a bunch of recycled garbage we'd seen before, done better, decades before, and there wasn't one original design, one creature, one robot, one ship that could compare to McQuarrie's brilliant and iconic designs. And The Last Jedi is fucking worse. And you want to know where Porgs came from? <laughs> Ryan Johnson, his long shots of uh, whatever planet Luke was on, uh, there, were bird, there were too many birds in the shot. And he didn't want to get rid of those in post. So he was, okay, well, I let's... heard that they weren't allowed to. They couldn't, <laughs> like, because of the island, you weren't allowed to bother the wildlife. Oh, well, oh. yeah, but they could airbrush so they them out, to. right? Yeah. And instead of doing that, they just made their own. And they said, okay, we'll just have some close-up scenes and shots of that. Yeah, which is bullshit. They could have just airbrushed them. Instead, he decided, yeah, we need these. It's like, okay. Well, they made yeah. one step on a lightsaber. Did they, like, do that? <laughs> they... No, they took, a, they took real ones. And hey, they... They, they added great deal to these amazing worlds. You know, you know, not Hoth. It's like a flat of white with red underneath it and then a cave. That's amazing, okay? <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's salt. Also, also fox boys that are crystally. That's the best thing ever. And if you say anything else, you're wrong. You don't understand yeah, storytelling. Another artist, another artist came up with that. I mean, that that is literally someone else's work that they just lifted. I mean, if you've seen that, have you seen that sculpture? What is it like on DeviantArt or something? Well, the it is no, no, no. I'm telling you that some artist had sculpted a crystal fox that looked exactly like that ahead of the movie. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I feel like I, I I heard that somewhere, um, mm -hmm. and it's like controversially so much for the visual imagination. Well, they, there's also the, the people have said that Ryan stole it from a fan fiction, like the the premise for this film. I don't know how much credence there is for Polish, that, but like it was Polish artist. Um, let me see. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I I I just Google it real quick, and I saw some. I've seen some, yeah, there's some stuff on it. There's some stuff on it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. And I doubt Ryan Johnson stole anything from fanfic because what fan would have written this shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a fan did on. write the uh, background story for Faze, for Ray's parents. There was a there was an article on that. Well, um, no background. <laughs> they wrote nothing. <laughs> it was a blank page. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I don't know, it's but that was, that was the one thing. Really. <laughs> Consider my expectations diverted. Ryan said, "Brilliant! I love the unbroken whiteness. I think I'm going to steal that for the finale." 
So many people cite just the fact that it goes white on red for 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 not Hoth is is why that planet's amazing and detailed. I'm just like you realize that's just two colors, right? I'm not I'm not trying to say anything, but like you know, Coruscant being the planet well, city. It's like how cool that is. Yeah, what's up with those stupid? I mean, why oh, yeah. why do they trail in the fucking salt? I mean, is that what makes them go? Are they like reverse bumper cars or some shit? <laughs> but but what was the plan with that? Because were they effective? Were any of their guns working? I didn't. I don't remember seeing them shoot anything down, and they just get melted by that laser beam, or at least Finns does. Dude, so the, what was the point of attacking? I still remember. I had everything saying that crate was amazing, like everything about it. And when I came to talking about crate in part three, I was like, "There's nothing right with crate. None of it makes any sense at all. It's all horrible." So <laughs> if you try to think about how anything works in the entire scene, especially Finn's character changing choice, which my goodness, I'll just let's just let's just keep going. We'll be here literally until we're all dead. Detailed worlds, all with their own new creatures and subplots going on, which were all subtly weaved into the main story. Even the wildlife so in this subtle. movie had dramatic purpose. The film acted uh, dramatic purpose. No. Um, That's not how porgs. drama works. Tell dramatic me what the dramatic purpose? purpose of the porgs was. I am dying to know. No, not that one. It doesn't count. No, shut up. He meant the the crystal things. Okay, that's what he meant. All right, to tell me. They they went through a little hole, and then Poe was like, "Oh, they went through the hole. We can go through there." Dramatic. It's, it's a, that's a genius idea. I'm gonna go with the hole of that laser now. Thanks, Fox Boys. <laughs> you fixed everything. <laughs> Darth this Brew fucking boy. Crystal Fox is like fucking Lassie, like saying, hey, Timmy's down the well this way. I mean, it actually like it looks like it's looking back saying, hey, guys, follow me. It's ridiculous. Why even? And like, he's going to die on literally every hill for this film. But like, he must have been like, oh, man. Yes, the the creatures were perfect. I'm going to say it. I'm just, I'm yeah, but he said dramatic. He didn't say plot resolution. He didn't say that they resolved the problem. They were, oh, they right. were dramatic. Right. I, I don't think he knew what that meant. Like, I think he was just like, I don't know, words, <laughs> fuck it. Pick out random literary term, use it. Actually took risks. I hate the fucking argument the film took risks. If I, if I, if I poop off, <laughs> off a cliff, <laughs> it's, it's a risk. It's a risk if there's someone down at the bottom or not. <laughs> so bold, so new. It's they like, broke new ground! I think, I can't remember who I said this bef to, before to today, but it's just like, there's a film called, you know, Star Wars Episode Nine. Luke does his taxes, and it's just in a room, and he's just doing his taxes. <laughs> like, the film was risky. That was pretty risky, I have to admit. <laughs> like, yeah, that was risky, I'll agree. We've never seen this side of Luke before. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's risky peeing into the wind, because the wind might shift. It's true, it's true. Like, R Luke takes a break from taxes to eat, like, a bag of potato chips, and he's just like... Yep. Oh, I didn't like you that see, one. You see, there's lots of imagery in where he's writing on paper because they think people will write this one off. It's brilliant. Oh, man. Imagine being this far gone. We are just like every single tiny detail is just the best thing ever. Everything's perfect. Must defend film. Must <laughs> defend film. Creatures are all insane. Going on, which were all subtly weaved into the main story. Even the wildlife in this movie had dramatic Whoa. purpose. The film actually <laughs> took risks, something that we begged Ryan Johnson to do. We saw good guys fighting each other for a change. <laughs> yeah, okay. When, when, if it's my birthday and someone asks, "Hey, Rags, what do you want for your birthday?" and I say, "Surprise me," like I don't want like to open up a present and they're like slugs. 
<laughs> well, they literally just punch you in the face. And they're like, yeah, but you didn't see that yeah. coming. Yeah, there's just like a fist inside. And it springs up <laughs> and hits me in the face. And now you'll remember it forever. I, yeah. It wasn't that punch in the and face memorable. you have to admit, memorable? like everyone's standing around and going, that was a risky gift. I have, you have to yeah, appreciate that. that. And, every, and everyone clapped. But I, I like that he, he cited balloon. good guys fighting each other. This is a, a thing to celebrate. It doesn't matter what the context is, just good guys fighting each other. That's, that's great. Johnson to do. We saw good guys fighting each other for a change. We even saw good guys fighting alongside bad guys. And although the film... Yeah, again, context though. <laughs> if we could only... Yeah, the way, the way that this happened was... Oh, man. Like, this argument is no different than me saying, It is a Star Wars film. It has lightsabers. It has Jedi. Like, yes. What? <laughs> Can we get more specific, please? Fighting each other for a change. We even saw good guys fighting alongside bad guys. And although the film managed to pack an insane amount of crowd-pleasing Star Warsy moments, that did not. That the BB-8 bit just. Wait oh a my second. God. Did he say? Did he say all these things about expectations not being met? So, what expectations did he have about the Star Wars genre or instance of of Star Wars movies? And how is that not any different than people's expectations that they wanted from a Star Wars and movie? How do you be crowd-pleasing while simultaneously being unpredictable and risky? Sure. Exactly. Very confusing here, sir. It looks like this is just everything that's good is in this film. Even if they contradict each other, it's just like, nah, it's just, it has it all. Sacrifice its deep subtext about failure and survival, deep along with some... Subtext. Sur not subtext, it's failure. Survival? The failure is not subtext about survival. They got fucked up. It's not. A, it's they're they're on the run because they're getting they got pummeled because of their incompetence. Mm, that's just your opinion, man. I think that everybody succeeded in this film. Even the people who died, they you know, they just succeeded differently to what you consider to be the standards for succeeding. They that's have all a moral is. victory. Yeah, people who died they're just being some kind of. Some kind of ist. You've been an ist. Surprisingly dark and complex character arcs that went right over people's heads just like the Rebel Blockade. Oh, why don't you just explain them to us then, oh the wise Rebel master? What's, what, what's the Rebel Blockade? Oh wait, did he say Runner. when... Hang on, let, let, let's just play it again. Dark and complex character arcs that went right over people's heads just like the Rebel Blockade. Luke and Kyle... Yeah, what is what? he talking about? Rebel, what Rebel Blockade? What do you mean Rebel Blockade? Pretty the sure cyber. that's It has to be, like, just a quick little joke. Problem is, he talks the same, so it's kind of hard to tell. The Rebel Blockade. I don't recall that. Well, it's almost an oxymoron, because how would they have a blockade, considering they're the rebels? You know what I mean? It's like, He's is he an joking? idiot. He means, the, he means the Rebel Blockade runner flying over our heads in the original No, no, no. What, what he means is that there is no Rebel Blockade, <laughs> so... Everything that went over his head didn't really exist. His joke is deeper than the last joke. <laughs> we can't. We can't. Oh, He's getting this is so bad. <laughs> that did not sacrifice its deep subtext about failure and survival, along with some surprisingly dark and complex character arcs that went right over people's heads just like the Rebel Blockade. Luke and Kylo had no relationship in the last film. It was all just exposition. We didn't see their dynamic. And I agree, and we barely saw it here. We just see them shouting at each other. Do you love the bit where he's like uh he like makes fun of him at one point like he's playing with kylo like the dialogue isn't um 
it's not really anything. We can't really work with it. It's just like, oh, I hate you. Well, I failed you. Oh, well, you're gonna die. No, I'm not. This is a Jedi. I'll be fine. It's like, okay. Like, this is the result of their dynamic. We don't get to see their dynamic. Bullshit. <laughs> Many people wondered how the hell somebody could turn bad under the supervision of Luke. Well, The Last Jedi answers Yeah, we that. don't get to- no, we don't know. You, there's no answer for that. We see Luke attack a guy when he's sleeping. <laughs> That's it. come up with one. Oh, and he just slaughters all of his students for whatever reason. Yeah, because Kylo was clearly the victim in that scenario, and so he decided, I'm gonna kill everyone. That's another thing that was never sat right with me. It's like... You'd think he'd run away, because he's confused at his master trying to murder him, but he's like, No, I'm gonna kill all the other students. And you're like, oh. Alright. Makes enough sense. That question and reveals that Luke is actually much more responsible for Ben Solo's turn to Kylo Ren than we thought, and all because he was just trying to prevent it. Now, whoever thinks Luke wouldn't do this, this is actually him following his Jedi training by abandoning all attachment. What? You want me? Kill your family because no attachments. Yeah, Kill because, them all. as we know, Luke was always very much interested in following the Jedi training. That was always his, his biz. Oh, was, I, I never the into the Jedi training of don't be too emotionally attached to something. You know, well, you know that always... scene where he, what did he do? He's, something like he had like a dad that he cared about or some shit. That was because he didn't care about anything anymore. It was no only logic, no emotional attachments. Yeah, you have to go and sneak into your uh, nieces or, or any other family member's sleeping room with a lightsaber. <laughs> And uh, follow your Jedi training and, you know, peer into his mind and have an inkling of the dark side. And then you outright murder them. That's pretty much what you do. To, um, go back to the prequels and Yoda is like, I've sensed another problem with the Force, another Sith who's young. And he's just like, we have to go and murder him in his sleep. <laughs> him and Mace Windu turn up to a family. They're Quick, like, I'm sorry. The right wing death squads. <laughs> we're we're not emotional about this. It's completely detached, but that will be another Palpatine right there. <laughs> like, okay. Do nothing he did? Murder him we must. <laughs> Jedi, Obi-Wan wanted Luke to murder his own father. I can't kill my own father. Yeah, and then he didn't. <laughs> what? Do, do, we, do, 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 do we... I don't understand this progression. What are you talking about? This argument is very strange. <laughs> Jedi, Obi -Wan really messed Luke up. I, I'm gonna just pause for a second. Look, Obi Wan tells Luke he must kill Darth Vader. True, but Darth Vader is a Dark Lord of the Sith, responsible for murdering countless Jedi Masters and plunging the galaxy into darkness. And Kylo Ren is a student with a big nose whose biggest <laughs> crime to that point was screwing Lena Dunham in girls. Yeah. I mean, Kylo fucking Ren was tempted by the dark side and having doubts. And no wonder when he keeps waking up with this weird stalker dude in his bedroom with dried blue milk in his fucking beard and a lightsaber in his hand. It's like a goddamn rainbow of fucked at Luke Skywalker's Jedi Academy. And he's having doubts because he's not drinking the fucking Kool-Aid or the milk and he's not swallowing what Luke is selling. That's it. So there's a big difference between killing Darth Vader and killing Kylo Ren. And he doesn't even kill Darth Vader. 
So <laughs> That's important detail. Did you drink the last of the blue milk, Kylo? I left it in the fridge, and now it's gone. <laughs> It'd be funny if you know, like, he looks into for myself. he looks into Kylo's future and he sees all the death and stuff, and then Kylo sees him and he's like, "Did you see why that happened?" By the way, when you were looking in there, Luke was like, "Yeah, some weird old guy was standing over you." Like, with a lightsaber? Like, about to kill you when you were sleeping? And, and Kyle just, like, holds up a mirror. <laughs> like, oh, shit! <laughs> that was me all along! Well, I'll Burp. see you tomorrow at 8 o'clock for your lessons. Yeah, sorry about this, by the way. I just sleepwalk weird. Sorry about this. Good thing you woke up. ...his own father. I can't kill my own father. Then the Emperor has already won. <laughs> that would have been difficult to explain to Han. Leia. I, love, I love that he would have watched this scene and been like, how can I twist this to match The Last Jedi? How much do I have to completely flip this around to make it make sense? He's like, Ryan, you're not making my job easy. Well, good thing he didn't do it. But this is what the Jedi did. When they saw a Sith Lord, they thought that if you don't kill them, you'll join them. Yeah, they remember in the prequels when they were like, we shouldn't train Anakin because he's like emotional and stuff, and then they did anyway. You just imagine yeah. Yoda pulling out a revolver and just shooting the little <laughs> dude in the head. There we go. Problem solved. Yeah, it makes this mistake right here. At this point in the story, <laughs> Kylo is just Ben Solo, Luke's nephew and student. And, and, and Ruin Johnson is trying to tell us that Luke, who so nobly laid down his life trying to redeem his father, who's a galactic murderer, utterly lost to the dark side, would kill his fucking innocent nephew in his sleep for being tempted? For having well, some darker inclinations? What's the connection? <laughs> oh, he, okay, he's his best friend's son. Okay, okay, he's he's his sister's son. All right. he's a Okay, he's, he's the bloodlines of the two families put together that he's been forced to, to look after, not only in terms of a family, but also train as a student. Okay, there's a little bit of a connection there, I guess. But it's not quite as strong a as bit. a father. You know, come on. A little bit. A little bit. And no, no <laughs> counseling him? Yeah, they obviously no. know each other. I think they Chats obviously over... know each other. Like, you'd know your uncle. I mean, no, no chats over blue milkshakes about cutting out the negativity. I mean, no sending him to Bible camp to pray away the nay. It's just, yeah, he decided, yo, fuck it. He was, I, I actually want to see that now in the film. Like Luke just woke up and he was just bored. He was looking around. He started looking at the heads of all his students. And one of them was just like running around really happy in a field of posies. And he's like, oh, that's nice. And he was like, let's check out Kylo's. And it just plays the scene where he kills hard. And he's like, oh shit, what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Especially if they're your dad. The fact that Luke chose not to murder his father was him redefining what it means to be a Jedi. Whoa! Whoa! Gonna gonna have to gonna have to say no to that one. <laughs> Just give a small disagree. Just a small disagreement. The fact that he chose not to murder his nephew was him taking the final stand against the Jedi ways. You know what's funny? Um. If you like extrapolate what he's saying here, like, uh, so the Jedi are emotionless and blah 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 blah, and it's just like, you could have made a movie out of that, but that, this isn't even what this film did. Luke doesn't mention any of this crap, he just talks about how the Jedi allowed the Sith to, to, to rule, they allowed Palpatine to exist, they trained Darth Vader. He doesn't mention, you know, the Jedi suck because they're emotionless and that they, they force that. I don't think he ever says that. Well, he lit up his lightsaber because of instinct, and that's not what the, the, the Jedi teach. They, they teach you how to control your feelings and to think things through and never yeah. react emotionally. So, no, he's actually acting properly, not killing him. That's actually, yeah, you're, you're right. He does, he even admits in the film that it was a fleeting, like, emotional moment. 
So you don't even not even supporting your own theory here, Mr. Lee. But it was too late, and when he realized Kylo murdered his students, that was the last straw for him. But <laughs> the last straw, so he decided to run away and kill himself. <laughs> this time you've gone too far. That's it, Kylo. I'm gonna kill myself now. He's <laughs> like, oh, you know how much paperwork it's gonna cost me. All the all the parents he was they came away to Jedi school. He's like, oh well, I mean, if you check the clause in the third page of the contract, it does say that some students do end up killing your kids. So. You yep. did sign no it. No more, Mr. Nice Uncle. Yeah. Death by lightsaber is a, it's you wait you when you signed the waiver. This was an acceptable risk. Here is your name at the bottom. You signed for Kylo because he's under eighteen. And he like got through all of them except one that got like stuck in the mail, and he just got so depressed he just went off to a different island to kill himself. He was like, I can't deal with this shit, man. It's just and have you, have you ever run a day cab? <laughs> <laughs> there's the assumption that some of these guys actually became the Knights of Ren or whatever the hell that sub story is supposed to be about. <laughs> well, so. We haven't had enough time to uh, look into that. Yeah. We were busy on Canto Bite. That was the important subplot. Couldn't couldn't have had Kylo explaining that shit to Ray throughout the film. That could have actually been a thing. They could nah, fuck that. Canto Bite. Canto Bite. I could analyze this scene forever. It's just so deeply layered. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it looks yeah, like an ogre. It's like a ten second scene is so deeply layered. <laughs> it's like yeah, you're writing for it. You're inventing all of the things that it means because you got nothing. Don't work with anything. Christ. I feel sorry for this guy. I could analyze this scene forever. It's just so deeply layered. Was Luke's premonition that Kylo would turn bad the actual future? Or was Luke getting a distorted vision from the dark side of the Force? Or from Why Snoke? would that be a... Is that a thing that happened? This is speculation. This is, from the force. this is the Maybe thing he criticized everyone else for doing. False visions from space. He criticized... <laughs> he's, he's literally going like, did Snoke send the visions? Do the visions mean this? The visions mean... It's like... Didn't you just say at the beginning that you hate how people constantly speculate and shit? Like, what are you doing? Waiting for episode <sighs> 9 to confirm this shit, maybe? But then Christ. he's gonna say, oh, I was the first one who came up with this back in 2018. It's just gonna open with Kylo and Luke, even though Luke's dead now. He's just gonna be sitting at a table and Kylo's like, okay, so this is what happened. And they go through all the films and explain all of the things that don't make sense. And then it ends, we're like, well... It was risky as an episode nine to have them just sit there and talk about it, but you know. And Kylo's like, "Yeah, it was actually Snoke that sent the vision, so I was going to be a good guy until I saw you, and then I thought, fuck it, I'll be a bad guy." That's how it makes sense. That's how it's deeply layered. Any one of those could be true. And since we've actually seen Kylo murder Han, one could argue that turning evil was just his destiny, and it's not even Luke's fault. And even no. though Luke. No, I think Luke no, may have had a hand in it. <laughs> right, destiny. Yeah, didn't he just say it was kind of Luke's fault anyway? So Jesus Christ, what a message! It was his destiny that he was evil. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like Kylo had no choice. He is just doomed to the fate that <laughs> whatever force was you know had prescribed for him. It's not even his fault. He has no choice in the matter. He's just going to yep. be evil. He was probably like uh, Luke's just like best the student. He was like the nicest guy, and all of a sudden. Boom. I'm going to start killing everyone, though. I mean, it's just... I mean, there's nothing he could have done. He's just a robot following his programming. That's a really great a message, by here. the way, that we don't get to choose anything. Yeah. Yeah, if fate is a theme here, it was our fate to have our franchise die with The Last Jedi, basically. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Episode Nine will be the funeral. Just to... It'll be the, the, like, the red tape part of it, where we just have to sign some stuff to make sure that it gets the death it needs. <laughs> 
turning evil was just his destiny, and it's not even Luke's fault. And even though Luke was Mr. Perfect in Return of the Jedi, he What? What? Mm, what? No. <sighs> I don't even know, we'll just let him go on. He was still tempted by the dark side, and even channeled it to get the upper hand on Vader. Why does he say that like it supports his fucking points? <laughs> it's like, that's not, it's not what you've been saying this whole time. And by channeling him, he's just wailing away on his on his lightsaber. Is that is that what no, he meant? No, that's that's the dark side. Uh, oh. You could see his channel meter on the lightsaber is going. Oh, <laughs> but this is one of the strongest, darkest, most honest scenes in the entire franchise. If you say what? so, he's just stating oh, it, guys. It's just another moment of him going. This is just this now, okay? That th that was a scene that was played three times, and we didn't know exactly what happened. That's not the clearest scene. Like what? <laughs> it's the opposite of what's clear. We have no idea how the hell it even got to that point. Like what? What were they doing before this? Did Kylo show any kind of you know? Can we? Do what were their relationship? Like nothing. No, we just see this. Okay. Luke just wanted to prevent Kylo Ren, but he accidentally created it. Yeah, that's so deep, dude. That is so deep. I'm I'm deepened by hearing that in an attempt to prevent a thing, you cause a thing. When is that even? Has, has anyone ever come up with that? Is that like a common thing? No, I don't think so. It's like brand new. It's just said Kylo's fate was to be evil, so I guess he just can't pick. Mm-hmm. This this video is very. If you good. have every opinion, every one base. of them is bound to be right. <laughs> you know what this was? Or... This video is a scatter shot, and he's just like, one of these arguments is right. <laughs> should, should work out. First, first make an argument, then use the exact same argument to prove your point. Like mm. that's phenomenally tragic, and it perfectly explains what was laid out in the Force Awakens. Well, also, this theme of the false future pops up again between Rey and Kylo as they start to see each other's supposed future that neither one. Yeah, literally. Well, she not seeing the future. It's so surface level. Ray goes, hey, you're a good guy. I'm pretty sure you're a good guy anyway. I know you're bad now, but you're going to be a good guy. I'm pretty sure. You're conflicted. I know that much. And then Kylo goes, you are too. Okay, anyway, on to Snoke. <laughs> Thanks. That was so deep <laughs> and based on character. Good sky call. Agrees on. Is Kylo turning good or is Ray turning bad? That Christ, that's the crap. That's the crap that I hated about it. The idea that that's all we've got is like, does, does one good, does one bad, is one when, does when was bad. Ray ever bad? You know the bit where she held his hand. That was her being evil, I guess. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ray has never ever made a choice that is remotely. Negative. It's always been in favor of something, you know, better or gooder. You know, just shit like that. Jeez. <sighs> That false future thing is a really good stroke that Ryan Johnson also used in his film Looper. In yeah, Looper didn't make uh, a lot of sense either. So time travel. Yeah, here we go. Mm. And the dynamic between present and future Joe is the past of Bruce Willis actually the future for Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Can you please stop and make a point instead of just going, you know. If you think Maybe about it is. this way, it's a bit of a Is this how it is? Is that how it is? Maybe or maybe not? I can't say. This is I perfect, can. by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> the best result possible. Or can he change it? The fact that Kylo likes Rey is something like, different. What? Do you mean, we, what? You, what? I'm pretty sure Vader liked like. Luke. <laughs> just, just... <laughs> how is having emotions toward a person different? <laughs> I don't understand this. Luke video. likes his sister. Oh my god, it's so different. Like that's different compared to these two unrelated people. Not the way that people normally think about their sisters. 
We've gotten plenty of villains who just hate each and every one of the good guys. But their bond made both characters... How do you say that unironically when you're dealing with Vader and Luke as the primary, like, back and forth? Like, he's like, we've never seen a villain like a hero. It's like, that's like the main one. If you argue the hero of the prequels was Anakin, again, you've got Palpatine really liked Anakin. And, and the thing, too, how cliched is it for the villain to be like, we are not so different, you and I. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, like, it's, it's a in the joke dark when, when they say that now. It's unprecedentedly amazing, and you don't get it, and you're bad, and, and you, 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 fuck you, you don't understand the genius. <laughs> We've gotten plenty of villains who just hate each and every one of the good guys, but their bond made both characters a lot what more dimensional bond? and allowed for high- What well, bond? Well, remember how he was like, hey, uh, I may be a monster, but Luke made me that way, and then she liked him from that point on. That was their Dude. bond. This fucking relationship is nothing more, has no more depth than a young adult novel where the girl, good girl thinks that she can change the bad boy if she just, like, exerts her influence. Loves over him it. the right That's way. Basically yeah. it, yeah. I have desires that are unconventional. <laughs> you know, I like to dabble in the good and the bad at Ooh. the same time higher stakes for both of them. We didn't know who was going to turn. The hero I love how he thinks that's a good thing that we have no idea what these characters may or may not do. Like cuz we, we can't guess. We're just like, I don't know, they could do anything. Yeah, there's there's no consistent message here. It's also just scattershot. There's no direction to it. They're just doing stuff. I mean, it's a good it's a good in, in a way it's like it reflects his video, you know, the film. It's like Nothing makes any sense. <laughs> no consistency. It's like, yeah, I like it. Pro or the villain. Now that is being on the edge of your seat. What? <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> it's so exciting. Because I wanted to leave, but... Oh, dear. Who is going to turn? The hero or the villain? Now that is being on the edge of your seat. Um... Mm -mm -mm. Wow. She's getting a little seductive. But this... Whoa. Okay. Wanna... Is anybody really wondering whether or not Ray was going to turn? I mean, I guess that's what you'd say, virgin. If if she did turn, I would have just been confused. I would have been like, why? What? Yeah, I mean, I don't she even know why have... you were good. And then, yeah, I, I was about to say, what's your motivation for doing any of this anyway? Like, why are you here <laughs> at all? Why are you a character who's doing all these things? What what do you? Why do you give a shit about any of this? And and then you might find yourself asking, wait. Yeah, why would you do the good thing? Why would you do any of the things? Who are you? <laughs> like, Ray? Yeah, like, who are you again? The scene when Ray and Kylo anymore. first discover that they're now connected through the Force is easily one of the most shocking and innovative moments in this entire series. If you say uh, so, Lee. If you say uh, so. That's how it works throughout your entire okay. video. You just say it's the thing, that it's the thing. So shocking! <laughs> Shocking. What a strange word. Like when I had first saw that, I was just kind of confused. Like it, it was the way it was shot. It just didn't, I don't know, it just didn't work. <laughs> I was like, it didn't, okay. It didn't um, work does, for does me. Does somebody else in the room hear what he's saying right now? Or, but a lot of people like that... the simplicity angle of it being just, you know, back and forth, different places. But for me, I was a little bit confused. I was like, how does this work? What do they see? Just imagine Stormtrooper so walking by. He's got his hand all extended, and he's talking to himself. Like, um, hey, you doing up? okay, Mister K? <laughs> you all right? You need to sit down again. Oh, I get you crazy pills. <laughs> I could have sworn Doomcock was gonna say something. I heard something. 
Oh, I was just, yeah, I was just rambling on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, didn't okay. Mean to I was going to say, just because of the delay, I didn't want to cut you off or anything. Are you auditioning? One of the big messages that's communicated in the original trilogy is to love your family and be accepting of them no matter how shitty they are. But the whole message of this new trilogy... I it's about even, family. I don't even, I don't even know <laughs> no if that was really the message. I don't even think it was a family thing. Yeah, I mean, that was Luke's no ideals, what. but... I mean, I, I just would argue it's a bit more complicated than that. I think it's yeah. not. It's not about it. However, that however shit they are, you just follow through. It's, it's no Luke actually saw good in his. It would be like you believe in, in them if if there's fucking reason to. You don't just go, well, you're family, therefore I cannot kill you whatsoever, or you cannot possibly be a, a complete bad guy. Which, which is part of the family. problem. It's like, he declares that Kylo's bad when he hasn't even done a bad thing yet. So he's got, like, no reason other than he read his mind, apparently. <sighs> it's kind of a douche in girls. I mean, I've not seen it, so, you know. And I don't know if Luke has seen girls, so... Like, c can Maybe. we confirm that in the novels? Did Luke Skywalker watch girls? Remotely. <laughs> Through a force projection. Has now yeah. become kind That's of the opposite. If you have an abusive boyfriend, you should not splits. try to change him because he is not your family and you're just on different paths. How is that? Okay, one, how wow, is that right? the opposite message? Those are two different messages. Two, that's not what happens in the film. She tries to change him and he nearly does and then she decides against changing with him, which, by the way, when he said, I want to go against the Republic and the First Order, that is change for Kylo. That's not not change, considering he was a full evil guy. So, again, confusing. Um, Ray didn't learn shit. She was just like, pretty sure he's a good guy. Oh, he's not a good guy. Like, what, what, what lesson is there? She was just wrong about Kylo, okay? Even though they consistently back and forth that, it's like, oh, Kylo could be a good guy. Oh, he kills that old man at the beginning of Force Awakens. Like, he's definitely bad. Like, no, he might be yeah, good. He kills Han Solo. Oh, he's definitely bad. No, he might be good. Yeah, and it's like, no, he killed Leia and Akbar. He's definitely bad. It's like, no, 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 he might be good. No, he's, he's definitely bad. Definitely bad now. Yeah, the, the boyfriend thing is weird because they never really established a strong relationship and then she tried to stick by it or anything like that. So I don't I don't know where he's going with that. That whole bit was just nonsense. <laughs> yeah. The original Here we trilogy go. say believe in your family. The second trilogy says don't trust angry boyfriends. It's like what do those points have to do with each other? <laughs> You gotta let that fool go. But that's a pretty good successor to the original theme. Uh, this film wait, 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 wait. What, <laughs> what, what was the original theme? The original theme was believe in your family no matter how shitty they are, according to him. I thought the original theme was that failure is inevitable. No, no, no. So the original theme in the original trilogy, he said, was oh. family is shitty, just believe in them. But this one is your boyfriend is bad, <laughs> leave that guy. It's like apparently that's a, a complete reversal of the original theme. I'm glad. Because Kylo is Ray's boyfriend. Yes, I'm glad they showed that in a, in a slow speed uh, space chase. That really, you know, shows off. That was the, the vehicle they pr they needed for the story. Okay, they oh. needed it. Well, that's what love is like. Love is like love is a battlefield. <laughs> love, <laughs> love is like two ships slowly going through space. In space. Film fixed so many flaws of the previous films. Midichlorians dead. The Jedi. Okay, no, <laughs> midichlorians would still work. Uh, FYI, it would just mean that Ray yeah. had loads of them. That's all. That's all you cover with that. So no. Overlooking the rise of Darth Sidious, acknowledge. What? Acknowledge what? Wait a minute. Let's, we might need to back up. Let's hear that again. To the original theme. 
This film fixed so many flaws of the previous films. Midichlorians, dead. The Jedi overlooking the rise of Darth Sidious, acknowledged. Leia kissing Luke, made into something normal. General Hux being one-dimensional. Okay, so let's tackle the... We did the, the midichlorians one. He's wrong. Uh, the Jedi overseeing the, 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 the thing of Darth Sidious. He said acknowledged. Um, that's acknowledged How in the prequels. They actually say it. There's lots of dialogue where they say shit like... The, the, they've clouded our judgment and we couldn't stop the, the thing, then they all tragically die because the Jedi didn't... Like, that's the story? I don't understand how that would... Yeah, it doesn't fix anything. It just makes a statement. It's like, this happened last movie. Okay. And it's a problem it because it's very ignorant. He basically says, like, the Jedi are bad because Palpatine rose. And it's like, what, you, you think the Jedi wanted that? Like, you, that's a reason against the Jedi that that happened? You realize that they didn't... They did everything they could with the knowledge they had. Yes, they were bloated and crappy, but you're saying it like they did it on purpose, you asshole. <laughs> like, they actually got murdered horribly. Lots of them. But apparently his book didn't have that part in it, I don't know. Leia kissing Luke, made into something normal. General Hux being one-dimensional two and too serious, now he's mm -hmm. a joke. Po Hux being oh. one-dimensional and too serious, now he's a joke. Apparently that's fixing him? Whoa. I, I don't guess. I mean, it just slots right into his hole. He declares it, therefore it's true rhetoric. So, sure, man. Yeah, he hasn't. Don't argue it. Just, just say it. Oh, Dameron being too perfect. Now he fucks up and gets people killed. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. Oh Jesus Christ. Yeah, he fucked up and saved the entire fleet several times. <laughs> you no, know, maybe I. I don't know. Maybe I kind of wish he didn't at this point. Yeah. It's like, fuck it. This is the thing that people, including Lee, are just not going to understand. Let's play the film. He, Leia says, everybody come back. And then Poe goes, okay. He flies his X-Wing over. The bombers are so fucking slow that they just get shot down and destroyed. And then everyone boosts out of there. No bombers anyway. It's like, oh, well, that's lame. And then the, 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 the Dreadnought shows back up because obviously it would have not been destroyed. And then it just bombards the shit out of the fleet because it's got the powerful cannons and everyone dies. Pretty much, yeah. So that was a 10-minute film. That was fun. What's happening in episode 9? <laughs> I guess it'll be Ray and Luke, because that's all we got left. Well, and Chewie. You're demoted. The fact that Luke's entire message... Do you miss the part where Leia said he's allowed to go back into his X-Wing and command the fleet? Do you remember that bit? Or do we, do we just ignore that, because it doesn't suit this narrative? Yeah. Well, look, you guys are really being pretty hard on this video. Let me tell you something. Proof is for pussies. Just listen to his wisdom, all right? Is he a space wizard? Is that why we should listen to him? He's on a higher plane than we'll ever grasp. The inside knowledge. The fact that Luke's entire message to Rey is to get over the myth and the legend of Luke Skywalker, the only man that matters. That was She learned about him, like, two days before? <laughs> Not only that, but he does save the day. <laughs> so, I I'm just... Was she wrong? So, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the cusp of a sneeze here, and I don't know, I don't know which way it's going to go. <laughs> I, all right, false alarm. But I was thinking, like, the timeline of these movies, you remember, the timeline of these movies is really actually small. Oh, yeah, it, it, this is arguably a day later, this film, from the other yeah, one. Yeah, like, she learned about this guy, like, yesterday the day before and she's like he's a skywalker i thought he was a myth 
Just correcting our flaw as fans for obsessing over how Luke is depicted as if he's Jesus and Mohammed incarnate. Holding him Yeah, weird that we would expect him to, you know, be wise and also fight for the people he loves. It's almost like we expected that from the other films or something? I don't know. Well, even the extended universe pretty much put him on a pedestal as well. So all the hardcore fans who love the, the mythos are like, yeah, he's going to do amazing stuff. Well, yeah, because... It's up the, to these assholes the that we want Luke to be Luke. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, weird. No, we, we want Luke to be consistent with the awesome character that he has been established to be over three films. It makes more exactly. sense that he's a wet sock that wants to kill itself. It's a wet sock crawling into a volcano. That's, that's what Luke should be, let's be honest. We're so resistant to change. <laughs> also, Luke ain't no Muhammad. Ray is way too old for him. <laughs> this is the silence of like, yes, he just said that. Because Wait, Muhammad oh. was a pedophile. <gasps> oh, Up to Jesus way too Christ. high of a standard that no living human being can relate to. When really 30 years later in the Star Wars universe, once that myth blew over and people wised up over time, he's just a dude who he's had the force. He's just a dude like who had anyone. the force. Nothing, nothing, nothing special. Nothing amazing. Just a guy. Not like a guy. Galaxy wide. What was it? Luke Sky hero. Face? L L Loon? L Lenny Sky something? I can't even remember his name. He was so like mundane. He was not really a part of the original films. He's not it was, really. Duke? Duke Ground Runner? <laughs> that, that was definitely <laughs> it. That was the one up over time he's just a dude who had the force like anyone can but that similar message about getting over your idealizations is yeah, also that's conveyed Luke's not by special anybody can be a force user like luke getting that's like anybody getting yeah it's like the big lebowski with a lightsaber big fucking deal <laughs> I, okay so here's the thing i can't believe i'm gonna have to do this we're gonna have to remember the j ll who ll cool j or whatever this guy's name is you, have you ever seen Ratatouille? What's yeah. the message of Ratatouille? Not everybody can become a great chef, but a great chef can come from anywhere. Even a rat. Even a rat. <laughs> even Duke so, Groundrunner. Even so, Luke Skywalker, not everybody can become the great Jedi that Luke Skywalker is, but a great Jedi can come from anywhere. Beautiful. Thank you, Disney. Pixar for making Ratatouille. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've come up with two really great quotes. The other one, of course, being from The Incredibles. Everybody's um, where nobody is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Exactly. Uh, yes. Where's Jack-Jack? But that similar message about getting over your idealizations is also conveyed by Rose to Finn after he marvels at the visual splendor on Canto Bight, just before she reminds him that underneath that all that glitch man bad, just capitalism bad. Just before she reminds him that this place is a casino, there's rich people here, they benefit from oh literally God, the opening. they owning. are all really orange. It, yeah, it's a kind of weird selection, but the, the camera <laughs> focuses hard on like the old Mr. Burns looking dude. Mr. Burns. But, um, yeah, a lot of some people are like, how is this anti-capitalism? So the idea is that these people have capitalized on the war, and they've made money off trade by providing weapons and shit to other people. They're, they are morally ambiguous. They don't care who wins the war, they're just benefiting from the fact that they can uh, exploit a market. And so the film is like, these people are evil. And I remember being like, well, they're not really evil, they're just not good or bad, they're just nothing. They just, they provide weapons for people. You're like, yes, but that fuels the war. They're evil. They make money. They're e it's like, oh, oh, okay, okay. We're delving a little bit too hard into politics now. But uh, the film doesn't and stick to it too long, I guess. 
No, it's not. And look at these aliens. Look how boring the aliens are compared to the aliens we've had in the original trilogy. This is so fucking boring and generic. I cannot stand it. You don't like orange guy wearing mask? Is that not? Is that not? I've seen that in like Metal Storm and things from the '80s and the humongous and fucking you know Road Warrior. Come on, this is nothing. There's a dark underbelly of greed, addiction, and people get- I'm sorry, greed and addiction automatically because it's a casino? Can nobody gamble ethically? Is that not possible now? I gambled ethically. So if I go into Las Vegas and just pop a coin in a machine, I have this guy be like, You're being unethical, you're greedy. I'm like, oh, I just wanted to play a game, but okay. Well, Kylo gambled once, and his uncle almost killed him for it. <laughs> like, like the idea that this major league guy hides behind little, like, slot machines, whenever someone uses them, he goes, You're evil! <laughs> like, oh shit. Sorry. Gambling is a sin against God. Watch The Last Jedi. Like, okay. Greedy with their nostalgia. <clears throat> and then when someone says, what? I'm sorry, what? What kind of. What? Um, fuck you. What's that? What kind of what jump was that? was that? He went from greedy with, with spending money and gabbling to greedy with nostalgia? Greedy with their. It was a nostalgia. shot at us. It was a shot at us. Oh, it's definitely. Dressed up like in Star Wars costumes as kids. That's what it was. Fuck you, asshole. Oh, I definitely get that. I'm saying, how the hell did he jump to that from where he was? Like, how. What kind of. Just weird ass connection addiction and people get greedy with their nostalgia <clears throat> greedy with nostalgia what does that even mean that we bad for liking what we liked basically i mean <laughs> jesus christ we're addicts basically he's saying we're addicted to nostalgia how is he like any different? gamblers in the, in the arena it's like he likes the way this went, and it's also a continuation of what he he saw when he was a kid. Potentially, it's just like what makes it. We didn't like it. That doesn't mean that we wanted our nostalgia satisfied. We just thought it was terribly written. It's like you didn't. Both of us have a fucking stupid point. And then when someone says that Ryan Johnson ruined Star Wars or he wrecked their childhood, you see that right there? That's a freaking wrecked childhood. This whole scene is just one joke. What? What? Oh what are you- Oh my god. How is that even remotely connected? <laughs> so someone's- It's a child. Someone, someone says like, oh, I hold the, the OT in my head as this wonderful thing. And then these guys make these movies and now the OT is like stained because the story doesn't end there. It carries on and every one of my favorite heroes gets, you know, grind into dirt. And so, yes. Well, see, it affects the, the fucking thing, yeah, that he's saying is that he's equating nostalgia with a regard for canon, with a regard for consistency of the fucking story and Luke and everything else that we love. He's mad. He's saying it as nostalgia as a disparaging term when really what it is, is this is not fucking Star Wars. These are not the characters that we know. They're not behaving consistently. This is not a consistent universe anymore. If you want to call that nostalgia, fuck you. But it's not. It's a consistency of canon. Just the idea is like, you know, this is like, if you make that complaint, he's like, oh, I guess a ruined childhood. Do you want to see a real ruined child? This child in this <laughs> film has a bad child. It's like, oh, oh, okay. What, what the hell does that have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> did he, did, did he watch his own video? Like, just says that Ryan Johnson part. ruined Star Wars or he wrecked their childhood. You see that right there? That's a frickin' wrecked childhood. This whole scene is just one giant symbol. Stop enjoying this. Stop enjoying this. Most people who saw what? this film. What was that clip for? A symbol of what? <laughs> what, what what's what, happening? What are you talking about? 
Um, even the ones that liked it did not get the point of this Canto Bite side story. Oh, I got the point, dude. It was loud and clear and boring and pointless. <laughs> the point was pointless. It's like, yeah, it, it, there's, there's, there's horrible things going on under the surface, but, you know, it didn't really matter to me because I don't even like the surface of Canto Bite. I thought it was ugly as hell, but I guess that's down to everybody's individual taste. The the messages about how the rebellion. Okay, so yeah, this will be fun. Um, you know how she gives she shows the ring. Oh wait, if you've got to go, dude. Uh, we do you want to do you want to tell my audience uh why why they should subscribe to Doomcock? What are the reasons your channel is amazing? Reasons my channel is amazing. I'm angry all the time. I wear a helmet to keep my fucking head from blowing up from the rage. My blood pressure shoots up to 400 over 350 regularly. Uh, I hate what is being done to modern culture. I hate what is being destroyed, uh, which is basically the canon of all our established properties because corporations are killing him off in order to sell us their new prefab versions of the things that we loved in the first place. So I resist that. And uh, I'm weird and funny. And uh, hopefully you guys will check me out at uh, youtube.com slash overlord DVD. Uh, and I want to thank Mahler and all of you guys. Listen, I've met all of you for the first time today. You are awesome. And uh, it has been a great honor to be here, gentlemen. You've been a thank fantastic you. guest. We've had loads of fun. And yes, it's uh, Overlord DVD, or you could just type in Doomcock into YouTube and you'll definitely find him. The link is in the, uh, the chat. Subscribe. And yeah, uh, you'll be welcome to come back whenever you want, possibly covering more of The Last Jedi videos, because, man, <laughs> it's, it's definitely the, the speciality. There's, there's some people who are like, God, another Star Wars thing. It's like, we haven't done Star Wars in a while, actually, like specifically on, on EFAP, but... Uh, you know, people feel no. like it's well covered, but I mean, this video is just fantastic. We had to see these counter arguments, guys. I mean, the level of your intellectual acumen in dissecting this stuff is priceless, and it has just been a, a pleasure to witness it and to be a part of it. Uh, thank you guys so much, seriously. Yeah, I haven't seen your channel before, but I'm going to check it out now. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that very much, you guys. Uh, so I'm going to head out and, and uh, deal with uh, the magma men down here at the center of the earth. Uh, so uh, thank you guys and have a, a good rest of the show, man. I yeah. will go back and hear the rest of your dissection. Thanks. And uh, you were great. Uh, hope you thank a good you, day. man. I appreciate it. <laughs> bye bye, you guys. Bye. See ya. See ya. And then there were four. Mm. Yes, hail Doomcock, and uh, there you go. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was like one of our highest suggested guests because of the the clear passion he has for despising this movie. Like, it's 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 unparalleled. So check him out. Um, obviously, if you if you'd like to see more, and for us, we shall continue on with uh, having us giving the explanation of why Canto Bite is so good. What I, what I was going to say quickly is, you guys remember, right, the, the narrative for this is that the Republic have been in, in power for 30 plus years or whatever, and then the First Order destroyed them and have now started to, you know, maybe take over. It's been a day, so they can't really have done much. And Canto Bite has been a running success for this long. These slaves and these, these people are all in this position while the Republic's in power. And so when Rose shows the ring of like, hey guys, you know, we're the good guys, I just find it amazing that the the kid wasn't like, you guys are the reason we're here, you don't give a shit about us. Like, we've been like this for years. 
It's like, why, why would we care if the Republic are going to come back in power, if the, the Resistance, the good guys, quote-unquote, you're no better than the fucking First Order, considering our lives here. Like, do, do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a little nebulous of what exactly Rebellion has to do at this, at this planet, let alone this city. I mean, we don't know the scope of the, the reach of the Republic. And considering that they are associating these rich people with being neutral, or at least being profitable, it's kind of like, is this bad or is this good? Is is all this money good for them? Uh, are they are they happy to even be alive? Like I don't know. Yeah, they they clearly haven't really taken any sides. I mean, or well, not clearly, but it's really not implied that they have taken any particular side. That's what that's kind of what I'm getting at here. I just I don't get it. It's like Canto Bite, the result of the First Order, almost. It's like not really. It's more the result of the fucking Republic, because. I mean, who have they been supplying weapons and arms to exactly when the wars haven't even started until a day ago, as far as we're aware? Maybe they've been going on for ages and we just we just came in at an awkward time, I don't know. It's, um, the whole thing is confusing, I don't get how any of it works. Sorry. In the what previous is world film, building? World building bad. Ray and Finn were together for the entire adventure. In this one, they're split up. Ray is obviously being tasked with the most important mission in the galaxy. Why? Anyone, <laughs> anyone want to ask why? Yeah, it's like, who are you? I love the idea why that Leia sent not... her. She was like, yes, you should go. I could just see Ray be like, but I want to go home. Like That's my whole deal. In the first film, I just wanted to go to Jakku. They're like, oh, shit. I, I, you can't take an escape pod. We need them. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay. So who should we send instead? It's like, ah, oh, fuck it, Jeremy, are you available? And he's like, yeah, I could go see Luke, I guess. Like, well, what, what does Ray have to do with anything? And it's like, oh, I don't know, she just, she's the protagonist. That's how it works. Ray does the thing. Did Leia already get spaced at this point when she's walking up and, like, seeing her? Or, nah, is she fine? Spaced? Yeah, like, does she get, like, launched out into space oh. um, while this meeting was happening? Because you could send Leia. I mean, that's, I guess because Leia's the general, you could argue she should stay, but I mean, I would have loved to have seen Leia go to this island. Wouldn't that have been amazing? Oh, that would have been amazing. Oh my god, put Carrie sweet. Fisher and just beat the shit out of her. <laughs> yeah, to have Luke be like, don't you understand, Leia, the Jedi? She's like, shut the fuck up, Luke. Shut the fuck up. And he's like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you are coming back right now and you're going to fix this. And he's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get Luke back into the fight, but Finn is off doing the exact opposite. A random, far-flung goose chase into territory he should not be in, doing something that seems to be a useless, aimless, and partially failed endeavor. I'm glad you agree. But by why the are end, these clips playing? <laughs> right, we're on the right video? <laughs> oh yeah, why is that ring a thing? Uh, that's the funny thing, we never saw- it's not like you need a setup for a ring, but I found it amusing just because of the fact that, like I said, why would this kid care who's in power? Why would he give a shit? Yeah, because if anything, he was raised and born, and his parents were raised and born under the rule of the Republic, and they got themselves into the situation. And then, Why the fuck would they have any love of the Resistance? He finds out yesterday that that very government has just been toppled, and he's like, oh shit, really? And then these no, people I come in. Back. These people come in like we're gonna reset it. You'd be like, yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not digging it. 
just as important as everything else that has happened. Even though they failed to get the help of the Codebreaker, this whole excursion was- well, it's fine because there's a backup Codebreaker. There's <laughs> another one in their cell with all he needs. Oh, that's good. Well, good thing that happened. Oof. Hey, it makes sense. Ooh. Totally. Oh, Jesus. You know what? I, I feel too guilty at this point. I need to read some of these super chats because a lot of them have come in. So if you guys okay. need to get a drink or you need to go to the toilet, it would be a great time now. Uh, Mom, get the camera. Mummy, mummy. That's I don't know how to respond to that one. Oh, no, I've watched this video. You're in for a treat. I, I, we've definitely had a treat. Uh, Yes, time for Major Lee to get destroyed. Hope you guys have fun with this one. Hopefully YouTube doesn't take away the super chat money from y'all. Well, you gotta, as long as you say nice things, I think that's how it works, right? I'm not 100% on that one. EFAP is more as Entmoot. It's very long and its participants aren't being hasty. Entmoot. <laughs> um, hello, Dakota. How do you do? Luke is a molester. George Lucas always planned it. I mean, I'd say child murderer. I wouldn't go as far as molester. Like, murder is fine. There's lots of child murder in Star Wars. It's all It's okay. If The Last Jedi wasn't a bad movie, then why did Johnson agree a while ago on Twitter with the fan who wanted to reboot The Last Jedi? I don't know what that is, but as far as I know, Ryan Johnson does defend this film regularly. Obviously, why wouldn't he, right? He did make it. Um, Major Lee, the prime example of how to get a career based on strawmans. I mean, there are a couple of strawmans in here, but there's loads of just nothing. He just declares things are good. That's like the most common thing I'm finding with this video. There's not many arguments. It's just, this is just great. If you don't like it, you just don't understand. Uh, Fallout 4 is a better Star Wars film than The Last Jedi. I agree. I don't even know what the story of Fallout 4 is, and I know it's going to be better. Uh, Star Trek 2009 is a better Star Wars film than The Last Jedi. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Definitely enjoyed it more. <laughs> Rags Dream Stream, four men with him in the middle. Oh. Yeah, that's, I don't think he'd deny that. Uh, Braveheart is better Star Wars movie than The Last Jedi. It's just every movie is better than The Last Jedi. <laughs> Say Raggle Fraggle. I don't know why you needed me to say that. Thoughts on people treating JJA as if he is the new Spielberg? Um, he's not. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't realize people were. I know that I wouldn't. JJ Abrams is his own sort of beast. I would say uh, he's not quite a Spielberg. Uh, what up, motherfuckers or motherfudges? These live streams really liven up my weekend. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you, Adam. Very kind. No arguments in his video. That's the subversion. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone catch that new movie? That. Overlord? Thoughts? I almost want to buy it. I haven't seen it, um, but I've heard about it. Overlord is the new J.J. Abrams film. I don't know if either of you three have seen it. I saw the uh, Red Letter Media review, so I'm probably going to watch it. Oh, did they recommend it? Oh, yeah. It was a great... Uh, it actually was one of those weird um, uh, Nazi sort of stories, but done very intelligently. Hmm. So uh, imagine a heist movie, but with people infiltrating this this lab, and uh, it's the enemies are Nazis and all the hijinks that gets. In. It's a pretty good, uh, oh, cool. classic story of Wolfenstein. A lot of people are saying, "Oh, it isn't made by JJ. It's produced by JJ Abrams, right?" Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's connected to him. Um, and yeah, people are saying it's good, so perhaps check it out. Ray equals Anakin reincarnated would have made sense. IMO could have used old EU material to explain it. It would explain a lot about her, like hating sand. I don't know. Does Ray hate sand? I'm pretty sure she's okay with sand. Yeah, I'd imagine that she'd be she'd be tolerant of it at this point. She, like seems, to yeah. get, she seems to have the uh, tools to get around in it just fine. So it probably just doesn't really think too much about it. It's kind of like a deep sea diver setting. He hates water. I would be more interested I don't think in he thinks about it in Ray describing whether or not she's a fan of sand than watching The Last Jedi again, though. Like literally just a room, and she's just like, sand is it's coarse. I guess it's rough. 
It's not like hey, it gets everywhere, though. Characterizer are just a little better. Who killed Captain Alex is a better Star Wars movie than The Last Jedi? <laughs> Why is the hmm. title of the stream yeah. in quotation marks? Well, because that's the name of his video. So if I didn't have it in quotations, you guys might be like, why are you saying The Last Jedi is amazing and you're all insane? So it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Breaking news, Disney hires Tommy Wiseau, Anakin, and Schwarzenegger as Obi-Wan in Revenge of the Sith 2. I, I would watch it. I would watch the hell out of that. I just watched your measured response to H-Bomb Guy for the third time and I wasn't bored. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Never bored. And hail Doomcock. Uh, so wait, they first complain that the canon makes it to restricting for what they can do in the future, and now they're complaining that it's too open-ended. Just admit it, they're bad writers. Well, I mean, this video is very confusing in terms of what the actual point is. Predictability isn't bad. Certain rules of plot structure lend themselves to predictability. The most unpredictable things or aren't automatically good. The most predictable things are often great. I mean, yeah, sometimes people feel really like accomplished when they feel they they've, you know, figured something out like a detective story or something like that. People feel really accomplished when they guess it right. Yeah, and what you can do is the most obvious thing that's going to happen does end up happening, but the film made you think that maybe something else could happen along the way. Like the character is completely mm -hmm. consistent, but there was like a thing where you go, "Oh wait, but uh, no, no, okay, yeah." Like it makes yeah, sense. Even if there were only two options, but they're both as likely. I mean, yeah, that's another one. I mean, Hail my liege, uh, democratization of mediocrity. I think we found out episode nine's name. Did he actually say that? Democratization of mediocrity. He, yeah, he did. Doomcock did. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say, like, that's that's. Uh, there's a lot of ways you could actually interpret what that means. Exactly, it's interesting. Uh, call me crazy. I guess Anakin from PT is Vader. Um, that yeah, it's a twist though. Don't ruin it for everyone else. This video is what the Star Wars fandom needed and deserved. Well done. That is a comment from the video, and I thought Nitpick's comment in there is shit. Well, we've gone through nearly 11 minutes, and, like, this video is pretty terrible. Like, it's there's barely any arguments. It's just, it's perfect for the people who love the film in that he's just saying the film is good and then states aspects. A, a video in reverse of this would just be to take his script and replace brilliant with terrible every time he says it. Like, and you've got his video. Just as much substance, like, that's that's kind of where I'm getting at. Uh, he predicted Ray's parents were nobody, so by his own standards that would make it predictable and thus bad. No, it's not predictable if he predicts it. That's that's how it works. Um, yeah. That is genius. Attacking someone while they're celebrating a great milestone on Twitter, maybe he should look for his own pride, but I guess he flushed it long ago. Well, this is the thing. I wonder if he'll celebrate his thing on Twitter. I'll leave him alone, obviously, because, well, I wouldn't even know that he's doing it, but it's just like, it just seems petty, doesn't it? Yeah, wouldn't it be pretty shitty if, like, he came up with a video that was, like, super, like, amazing and it drew in, like, a very large audience and, like, you know, why why wouldn't he be happy about that? You know, it's like, so should everybody just, like, crap on him for coming up with something that a lot of people liked? Well, you, you see this, you see this sometimes if you're successful. It's, a lot, it's almost like success and having a large audience is inherently bad. Yeah. <laughs> you see, do you see this comment? It's been posted a couple times, so I guess I should acknowledge it. Um... Hi, Maul. I love your channel, and I've long thought someone critically analyzing this terror movie is great, but 11 months of negativity is enough. We don't want you to think about it anymore. Stop. Um, I, I feel happy. So, um, number one, on it's not been 11 months of negativity. I've uh, covered a lot of different things. Um, EFAP has covered The Last Jedi probably more than any other subject, but it's literally like four times, maybe. And most of the time it's just covering different arguments. Um, and I wouldn't call it negativity. We're having, we're very positive. We have fun. We're making jokes. We we bounce off things. It's all you know, all happy and good. So so, if you don't like talking about the Last Jedi, I understand. I got um, 
a friend of mine who comes on these podcasts, preferably when it's not Last Jedi, because for one, he's he's bored of talking about Star Wars, but he, he just doesn't like the Last Jedi enough to talk about it, which is absolutely fine. But I still like talking about writing, which is mainly what we do. You know, it's not like we say the same things over and over again. Every time we cover someone, they've got a new way of like surprising us in terms of their approach. Because like you, you guys would never say that Major Lee and, and and Movie Bob are the same beast, would you? <laughs> it's like their 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 approach, their styles, their methods of uh, convincing an audience, and that's what makes this interesting. Is the um, because like we, we're going to cover Sean eventually for his Last Jedi video, which I can already tell you because I've seen half of it. It's um, like like he has a whole different uh, approach with 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 the Last Jedi. So. You know, we'll 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 still we we did Spider Man last time. It's not it's not exactly the Last Jedi, is it? You know, and it's, it's not exactly positive either because we were we were ripping on the video. So I, I don't know. It's that's how you feel about it. But um, anyway, imagine if after DSI DS one DSI it cuts back to Obi in his hut and then he dies. Would people go see ESB? So DSI is. Star Wars Episode 4, I'm guessing? A New Hope? I don't know. It cuts out and then he dies. Would people go see ESB? Said this on the council, but you really helped, Mola. I'm not 100% sure of what that question is, I'm afraid, because I'm confused what DSI is. Does that, do you guys have any DSI? Um, no. Maybe someone in chat will pick that up. Um, uh, in canon, they say Luke is addicted to death sticks. That's why he's weird in The Last Jedi. Please educate yourselves before you judge quality of Disney's movies. I'm assuming that's sarcasm, because <laughs> death sticks are funny as fuck. Want to buy some death sticks? Yeah, sure, I'll take a few. I still like that bit, like, un unironically, like, um, I enjoy the fact that he's like, you want to go home and rethink your life? I want to go home and rethink my life. <laughs> Man, if it worked that well, you know, you could save a lot of lives. Uh, you guys should watch Goblin Slayer instead. I've seen episode one. What about you guys? People have told me to do so. I've heard um, about it, but... I haven't seen it. Yeah, I think the the first episode was where they introduce how hardcore this sort of story is, and then it just sort of alleviates the fact that okay, so now it's going to be about the struggle of the protagonists trying to survive in this world where goblins are a thing and there's other creatures are involved. So it's sort of straight away from that, uh, you know, rape and pillage and murder, but there's still a lot of killing. So, oh, um, DS one means De Death Star one apparently. So oh, okay. So. Imagine after Death Star One, it cuts back to Obi Wan in his hut, and then he and then he dies. Would people go see Empire Strikes Back? So you're saying like he does the same thing as Luke, where instead of dying to Vader on the thing, it cuts to him like meditating, and then he fades away in his hut. Um, I mean, would people go and see Empire Strikes Back? Probably just because to see what happens next. But that would be confusing as hell if he did that. It'd just be like, why the hell was? Obi wanted his hut the whole time. Did he never touch any? But okay, <laughs> just be bizarre. But uh, yes, I understand what you're saying now. Um, uh, why destroy the EU in the first place? Thrawn trilogy movies equal profit. I I genuinely felt that way when I found out. Like I got a synopsis of what the Thrawn trilogy was, and I was like, why the hell didn't they just make that into movies? Seemed like the uh, smarter choice. I grew up in a part of the US where the 60s never died. How the absolute fuck is this shit more hippy dippy than anything I've seen before? <laughs> What, the, the film or the video? <laughs> <laughs> Kylo did nothing wrong, make the galaxy great again. Jack and Solo, Darth Cadius kills Mara Jade later. FG Luke visits him and says there's still good in you. TLJ Luke thinks about killing Nephew in sleep. 
Fuck KKRJJJ and sequel trilogy. I understand. <laughs> There's a lot of abbreviations there, but I follow. I don't you have the force, you have the force, and you have the force. Yeah, but that was okay, you know? But, like, it's the being really good with it that's the problem. You know, someone being able to move a pebble is fine. Or a, or a broomstick. Well, it's a 40-minute, 7-minute video. If you all make it to the end, then we'll have a proper EFAP. There's no way we'll get to the end. <laughs> like, these people have lives. Uh, Skywalkers <laughs> and Solos queers compared to Corleones. I mean, that's just completely Whoa. different. It's a completely different thing, dude. Nightmare never ends. Still shills defending this trash fire while Solo gets thrown under the bus. Thanks for keeping up the good fight. I mean, it's always fun to to just check out the other side, you know? To see it's like... They think we're insane, as this video is titled, so it's worth um, seeing why, I suppose. He sounds like he's talking about World of Warcraft expansion pack. Um, he, does a, he does a lot of uh, uh, inference, this guy. Like, a lot of writing for the film, I felt. Uh, training a child slave to be a Jedi, what could possibly go wrong? Twenty years later, the reign of Darth Broomboy, the most brutal in the galaxy. I mean, this could be Anakin all over again. If Crate was a de des deserted salt planet, how come nobody mined it? Uh... I mean, they, I don't even know what the history- they said that there used to be a rebel base on there, right? So, maybe they didn't mine some of it. <laughs> I don't know, why would you mine salt? How does it even work? It's, it's like red on the bottom? Then after a certain amount of time, it comes to the top and turns into salt. Is that what we're supposed to assume about the ecology? I don't know. There's, salt flats are a thing. It must be that, but on a planet. Um, as a rookie, I rushed to know the difference between Legends and Canon. Canon is garbage group of issues made for the SJW agenda. Your thoughts on this? Bring back Legends? I don't know enough about it, I'm afraid. I don't know about Legends, yeah. Mm. I checked Wikipedia and I was wrong about FG. Luke, he's still alive, but it's still something that Luke would have done. He saw the good. Absolutely. Uh, the people who died in succeeding in escaping the stumps of fire. Oh, you mean like Han may have died, but at least he's dead now, so they can't continue to ruin. Um, why Rose didn't just tell Finn, uh, if you go, I'm with you, regardless of the resolution, it would have been the most dark romantic scene ever. Maybe. If, if she was like, I just wanted to die with you, that would have been a bit... I don't think the audience would have liked that. Uh, Raylo fans are the same kind of people who write love letters to serial killers. Well, apparently this guy, <laughs> this guy wanted that bad. Uh, Ryan Johnson said in an interview, Luke and Ray's relationship is the beating heart, uh, the beating heart of this film. I remember reading that. Um, I really don't, I don't know where he's coming from with that. I would need a whole film for him to explain it. Uh, but Snoke had already turned his heart. How, why, when, over years, weeks? We don't need to see that. It's not important how Kylo Ren went from being the son of Han Solo and Leia being trained by Luke and who was turned away from them. That's not something you guys would want to see, is it? That's kind of boring, right? Um, yeah, they, it, things don't have to be exclusively, like, amazing and terrible. I mean, like, you could have things that people want to see that would be cool and also have them well-written and consistent with lore. <clears throat> Kylo thought his uncle was trying to touch him. That's a, a fair concern, I think. I was hoping Rey would turn to the dark and have romance with Kylo like Raven and with his Raven stick. and Bastilla? Or Bastila, I'm not sure. But then Ryan subverted my expectations yeah. by doing boring That's a good tour. Yeah, I, I figure it's from, uh, from something like that. But it's like, yeah, he, in, he Ryan baited going one way or the other and then did nothing. That was the uh, conclusion. Uh. Like, woohoo. Response 78, orange aliens bad. <laughs> yes. Like, Doomcock was not a fan of that particular orange alien. Star Wars Episode 7, Knights of the Old Republic, New Republic, or Episode 7, New Jedi Order. Knights of the New Republic or New Jedi Order. Uh, 
Are you saying, like, if we were to choose a name? I would like Knights of the New Republic. That could be cool. Knights of the New Republic would be good. It would be like they're a, it would be a wink and a nod to, you know, the old games that everyone loves practically universally that, you know, are really interesting and people like. So if if they could unofficially acknowledge that they're aware of those things, then that would be nice to see. Halo 5 Guardians had three different planets. How well did that go for 343? More does not equal better. One location can be shown for greater use. I mean, I... I don't even feel like they did much with 3. You know, they had 3 in The Last Jedi, and it's like, what was it? It's like window dressing. They, they, I can't believe he said they were so detailed. It's like, no, it's like surface level for all three of them. <laughs> Such a strange assessment. My Uncle Dave recently said that Solo is the second best Star Wars movie next to A New Hope. We are committing this retarded man to a mental home. Okay. Uh, Luke surviving outweighs the survival of the entire Resistance. They're fucking incompetent. Luke's sacrifice was a waste. Changed my mind. Well, we're not going to be the ones that would change your mind on that one, but perhaps Lee can. Uh, the NR signed an armistice with the GL, forcing them to demilitarize. For some reason, they thought it would be fair for them to do it too, which explains the lack of a fleet at the beginning of TFA. Does it? I'd need to... I'm not 100% sure what the acronyms are for, and I'm Why assuming it's... not in the film? Um, that's also true. I figured it out. It's alien rhino milk, 100%. <laughs> I mean... Ugh. Definitely matches. Uh, first Death Star, yeah. That's bullshit with Rags, Muller, and... S that's gotta be smart. It's not Doomcock. Well, throw Doomcock in there as well, and then that's the dream come true. Yes, I agree. Uh, why not? He there actually said go. the next dream is a new Death bullshit video. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I really do, dude. I'm, I'm right with you there. He said do, dude. Yeah. <laughs> How many times are they going to introduce a new Chosen One destined to bring balance? Nothing unique about the Chosen One now. The Force is a slut. <laughs> <laughs> and I got through all the fucking chats. I, 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 that, that, I'm so sorry it took so long. I uh, just want to make sure everybody's read out. So, is everybody still alive? Yo, yes, I am alive. Excellent. While you were doing those, I was, uh, I, I was fixing something in editing. So uh, I'm done now. Now I'm gonna just sit here and render it for a half an hour while I do this. Isn't it? Wait. It's strange that they say everybody can have the Force, but since Kylo, nobody's come forward. Both sides should at least have some Force users. That's also true, but hey, whatever. It's like, they'll give us them in Episode 9, probably. But yes, let's continue. It was not a waste of time because they ran into this young Jedi kid and showed him and his friends that the Resistance is real. Why would they give not a just shit? The, <laughs> the Resistance is real. The Republic was a thing yesterday. <laughs> they were in power. Like, why would these kids not know about the good guys? What? Don't even why would bother. They even, why would they even call the good guys the good guys? Well, I just find it funny as well, because what if... The, what, let's just say, for example, these guys came here two days ago, and they were like, the Resistance is real. And they'd be like, are you resisting the Republic? Are you... Are you the baddies? <laughs> I'm, it's, I'm, I'm having trouble keeping track. It's like, no, no, no. There's three factions. The good guys, the bad guys, and the other good guys. Apparently, Downward Thrust made a video on the 14th called uh -oh. The Battlefield Hate Train Problem That Needs Stopping. Uh-huh. It's not doing too well. <laughs> it's never, never does too well for <laughs> The stuff of their action figure legends. This random little thing that happened in the scene that everyone thought was useless could be a very important piece of Star Wars history. And the... <laughs> It, it could. It, it could. Do you know what would have satisfied wrong? him? If if Ray like 
just sat in a room for an hour and did nothing other than move a chair, and then some guy comes in that room later and he's like, the chair's been moved. I'm going to enact a policy that'll affect the world. And he's like, see? It wasn't pointless. Because it led to the thing. It's like, it doesn't matter if everything every else... Did. It's not even in the movie, so it's pointless for the movie. God damn it. Everyone hates Broom Boy. The fact that it happened organically or accidentally, like they just stumbled in... Nothing happens organically in a written film, dude. That's not where I'd be sitting in that room. No, that's not how it works. To him, that makes this whole moment all the more believable. It also sends the message that maybe being a rebel was really the same thing as being a Jedi. All what? What? Said, what? <laughs> uh, what are you talking that, that about? Whole, that whole scene with the kid reaching for the broom. Like, what is he sweeping? It's he's in the middle of the night. You probably can't see very well. It's an establishing shot just to say, yeah, this kid has the force. If you were paying attention for those past. You know, seven seconds. I mean, also, what if was you... the kid in the cage doing? I couldn't quite make it out. Was he like knitting something? Oh, I mean, we can go back just to see it. I'm pretty nah, sure I'm he's just sitting interested. there. I was just kind of curious. It was just kind of very weird. important. Just, Don't you want to listen to Major Lee's great points again? Like, come on, yeah, chance man. to hear a piece of Star Wars history. And the fact that it happened organically or accidentally, oh. like they just stumbled into him, that makes this whole moment. Yeah, it looks like he's just no, yeah, he's just sitting there, he's chilling. That's his, that's his bedroom, I guess. I guess they share pens, they share spaces with animals? <laughs> Alright. That's how That's tough the life is, dude. Gigantic. It would make, it would make more sense if that was maybe a robot with him, but... Every day he Whatever. wakes up to a massive <laughs> pile of shit that lands on his face. Pretty <laughs> much. It's a terrible, That's like hard, horrible life. Three times the size of a horse. This thing's like a massive dump right next to him. I like yeah, the hey, idea, by the way. That's actually a pretty clean pen, too. The yeah, idea, he does a good job. The I idea mean, he that lives they, there, he better keep it clean. They bump yeah. into the one kid who can help them because he's sympathetic to their side. This guy considers that organic. It's like, he was placed there to be found, dude. Like, <laughs> he was, if they'd opened any other pen, he wouldn't have been in it. So obviously this is just contrived. The whole film is contrived. Like, don't even go there. Organic. What are you all about? <laughs> all the more believable. It also sends the message that maybe being a rebel was really the same thing as being a Jedi. What does that mean? That, yeah. What? What does that I mean? I do not follow. I Using that clip, follow. I thought he was going to say janitor. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> all rebels are Jedis. <laughs> not all Jedis are janitors. <laughs> If you want to be Think a Jedi, a you become a Jedi. Be a Jedi. Oh man, you can sweep the crap out of things. With yeah, it's like, it's like the Kung Fu uh, story. You start off as a sweeping everything, and then you suddenly can break uh, trees in half. Wax off. Yeah. All along. Oh my god, it gives me chills just talking about it. Same uh, goes for me. Wow. Mm, so mm. You know, I actually called it too. I actually said back in 2015 <laughs> that this would be. This is. This video is like the equivalent of just mental masturbation. I got the chills because <laughs> it was my story on screen. Someone said he unironically like sounds like a Mr. Plinkett, but for real. And it's kind of like, <laughs> I'm, starting, I'm starting to see that now. <laughs> That's good. It's giving oh. himself a stroke. Oh my god. Oh my, my god, I got Oh I got my god. <laughs> What's wrong with your face? What's wrong with your face? What's wrong with your chills? Why aren't you getting the chills? The chills just talking about it. Same goes for this scene. And this one. And this one. I'm gonna say there are scenes that give me chills. That's that's an argument, I think. 
only in the most superficial way of it looks good the noise the sound you know things happening on the screen i like i like x-wing i mean i like millennium falcons i like the the what are they called the the bad guy ships i like crystals i like music this from star wars i like this chills chills guys well he wasn't bored hate to interrupt but look at the size of this guy's name from the Just first get... scene to the last, every single moment. That's not the last scene. Yeah, <laughs> the one with the bombardment's not the last scene. Just, I'm not being pedantic. It's just, you're lying to me. Scene to the last. Every single moment of The Last Jedi matters. Paige not only sacrificed herself to destroy a dreadnought, but also so her sister Rose could make it to Canto Bite. And, and she could end up saying, you shouldn't sacrifice yourself <laughs> to fit, to save people. That's bad. You have to do it for love, like my sister did, which was the exact same move. It makes so much sense. I wonder if he's going to yeah, cover Paige that. Yeah, Because remember, you don't know her name in the film, uh, but her uh, hotter Rose Tico died, <laughs> and that completely contradicts her scene at the end. Uh, but how does how does her sister's sacrifice allow Rose to go to the planet to give the ring? Like well, She was wasn't it... motivated before, but Apparently. now she is. I always thought the film was going for the fact that Rose didn't like that her sister died that way, and that's why she stopped Finn. But no, it's like, there's so many takes you can have because none of it makes any sense. Destroy a dreadnought, but also so her sister Rose could make it to Canto Bite, give this kid the ring, and create the new future resistance. How do those things connect? What? How do those things connect uh, at all? I thought I was just, I thought I was the one that was lost. Okay, I'm glad you guys are too, Jesus. So, so Broom Boy is the next iteration, and, and his two friends are the next iteration of the Resistance? So, the formula with this guy, either just state is good, or take a thing that doesn't make sense, point out something else, and just connect them, like, you just go from sentence to sentence, and you hope people don't realize that you've got no connector. It's like, Luke drank the milk, and thus Yoda burning the temple makes sense. <laughs> and you're like, uh, and he's like, and it's perfect, by the way. It is perfect. And if you don't like it, you don't understand storytelling. Just, just so. Fuck. Admit, he said perfect. Admit you like it, otherwise you don't understand storytelling. Okay, okay, okay. It's all by accident. Blow that piece of junk out of all, the sky. All by accident. The film just feels good Where to look the at. <laughs> it feels good to look at. That's probably the best <laughs> argument I've ever heard in favor of the. Mm, there's, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve that we can see. Tie fighters in this picture chasing one ship, no cover because they're flying. They'll be fine. Oh yeah, I love that when they had the entire fleet of of tie fighters defending the cannon. And then they're like, the Millennium Falcon, send every tie after it, even if it means the cannon might get destroyed, who cares? It's just settable. It's like, oh. Oh, and he's like, why did Kylo do that? Well, Your Honor, my my my, my guy's insane. That's that's why that makes sense. He's just crazy. He sent all the it, You could have just kept one TIE fighter. But then again, you're like, why does that matter? You've got a whole army of AT-ATs there, or AT-whatevers, the guerrilla versions. Um, so how, yeah, I, how would... I don't understand this formation too. Why would you have them all lined up like that when they should be in front of the cannon until it's ready to fire? I mean, that would make more it, sense. It's we just don't retarded. Like but I mean, it's just funny because if you remember, Finn is the only one for ages heading towards the cannon. For some reason, all of them can't seem to shoot him. They're just like, oh no. They kill like six of the team in a row and then suddenly they're unable to shoot anymore. It's just like, okay. 
But I was so happy during this moment, just thinking about what Luke had said earlier in the film. Hey, do you guys like the argument, I was so happy? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, I'm convinced. I was so happy, and I happy felt good. It felt good. During this moment, just thinking about what Luke had said earlier in the film, and then watching that kid raise that broom up like a sword, I felt like there's hope <laughs> for everyone in the galaxy. Oh, you sure do, like buddy. Who's, You've got who, some kind of force. Who's the one that get on nostalgia now? She's like the little kid with a broom. It's like a sword. She's like yeah, that's your high force horse. That never happened in the original trilogy. No one identified with Luke whatsoever. Luke who? Luke, Luke Solo? Is that what was that? Watching that kid raise that broom up like a sword, I felt like there's hope oh, for saved. everyone in the galaxy. You felt like there was hope after literally everyone was killed apart from like 20 <laughs> people on this one ship? Are you kidding me? Yeah, but the kid with the broom on that planet far away. <laughs> the kid with the broom is going to be the fucking protagonist of the next one. It's going to be like an awkward piece of exposition where he's like, he's walking around and like Ray's like, who are you? And he's like, you once met me, but oh no, shit! It was Rose. Uh, I had a broom. <laughs> that was me. And then I grew up to be the greatest Jedi ever. I was Kylo Ren. <laughs> oh my god! I felt like I could have the Force. The movie was literally connecting with me on a spiritual level. Oh, this, good for you! Spiritual level. It was what do you, deconnecting. What does spiritual mean? On a spiritual was level it, for everyone. Was that after his uh, his green soy smoothie, or was he like <laughs> the fucking? He's, you had to get the milk connection, otherwise. Oh, the you milk it connected right, right. with you on a spiritual level. What does that even mean? That's just yeah. one of those words people throw out. They're like spiritual. Like, what does that mean? You don't get <laughs> it. Gives energy, man. You just you just don't believe in emotionals. That's why. Don't mm. believe in emotionals. That's, you're just a big old hater. You don't get spiritualisms. This <laughs> is how <laughs> other people <laughs> felt about the film. <laughs> this movie and everyone who. Hey, had I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Makes some good points. Yeah, I, I have to agree. This he's is a very. Making, he's making as many cogent arguments as, as Lee is. So you know. <laughs> More of this guy. <laughs> yeah, stay on this guy a while. This. If you haven't seen the Last Jedi. Don't go and see it, first of all. <laughs> okay. Don't watch it. Don't go see The Last Jedi. This movie is a trap. It is it's a trap. <laughs> this movie's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Oh, he has literally made a connection. You know what? I've, I was wrong. This video is amazing. It's really, it's good. It's got some great arguments against the film that really show how bad it is. You know, I appreciate it, Lee. You've definitely opened the mind there. Because you see, the beginning part was just a joke. Like, he was, he was parodying people who would defend the film, and now he's bringing in the real arguments. It was not a good me. Star Wars film. Anybody with half of a brain should not have ended up approving what we got. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this poor man. I also agree. <laughs> this poor soul. He's, how do you think his spiritual levels yeah, are here, connected? Yeah, here's what I was about to say. You can't mock other people for their reactions when you give us the bullshit line of it connected with me on a spiritual level. But it, I You're saw the kid with the broom, but it was like a sword. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a sign from God. Oh, that's embarrassing. But yeah, no, these are the people who are like unreasonable and insane. Dude, calm down. As a matter of fact, it's a reaction video. He, he's inhaling and exhaling. What do you want him to do? <laughs> Sleep? Who tells you to watch this movie or even recommends you viewing this? 
um, defriend them, eradicate them from your life. Eradicate. Kill them in their sleep. Luke Skywalker them, I guess. Give them the old Skywalker treatment. Oh man. Yeah, because if you like a movie, you're on the path to darkness, but hating it with rage. Yeah, that's not dark at all. How do you hate something without rage? I don't even I don't even Do you want do you want us Lee, do you want us to say that uh yes, you should be allowed to love the movie? Okay. Um, you're allowed. We're not we're not going to prevent that from happening. It's okay. Yeah, obviously you're allowed to not like. I'm going to I'm going to take a huge leap here and say that the guy was being hyperbolic. That's my, you know when he yes. said he'd recommend you kill the person who likes the film. I think personally, <laughs> yeah. I think he was being hyperbolic. That's just my he guess. He might have been going for yeah, comedic sort of. I mean, if he was trying to make people laugh, it worked. He's like arrested for encouraging the mass mid. <laughs> <laughs> ah shit, I said that in the UK. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that makes sense. Worst film of 2017? Um, possibly. I can't remember what else the, came out. The, in... the argument can be made. Yeah, I wouldn't even say that's hyperbolic. <laughs> like, it's, it's possible. People liked his video more than yours. Really? It was worse than Fifty Shades Darker. Probably. Just because yeah, Fifty Shades would... Darker doesn't have any stock to begin with. It's like... Actually, yeah, it is. It sounds like 47 or 46 percent, I think. <laughs> yeah, the so the audience... Liked it yeah. More. <laughs> it was worse than the emoji movie possibly i haven't seen it <laughs> i haven't seen the emoji movie i haven't either yeah okay and raise parents like just don't set it i love up this guy again this isn't me as a crazy fan where i'm trying to think of ideas and i'm, I'm in my own head here it there was the whole point right of The Force Awakens. That was not the whole point of the entire film, not even close. There was a lot of stuff going on in that film. You had Kylo, you had Snoke, you had- You can't just name characters and say that stuff is going on. <laughs> there, were, there were characters. Characters were in the film, lots of things were happening. Han and Leia, the history of Luke and Kylo. Yeah, the history of Luke and Kylo relegated to what, two sentences in the film maybe? Yeah, and like two minutes of two minutes total of exposition and flashback. There was the whole there was the whole point. There was tie fires. <laughs> the whole point of of Ray's plot were her parents. That's what she was trying to do the entire time: trying to find them, trying to wait for them, trying to get around, trying to get around the problem of her being alone and always focusing back on her life and what it was supposed alone, to be. Alone, alone, alone. Um. Stormtroopers are also in the film, so that's that's more things. And X-Wings, yeah. Uh, and if you notice, there's a bit of blood and muck on this guy, this Stormtrooper, so that's another thing. That's another thing that was in it that's not, you Stormtroopers know. do have blood, that's true, yeah. Ben, not Oxygen was in the film, I believe. A lot of the actors are breathing. <laughs> I believe so. And look, 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 he's on the hill. Being a Stormtrooper oh, anymore. Black guy. Phasma and Hux and... Phasma, really? <laughs> We're naming Phasma. Oof. And Oof. That's a... That's a Oof, speaking of hills, Rags, like this that's one to die on. Please talk more yeah. about Phasma. Gone in that film. You had Kylo, you had Snoke, you had Han and Leia, the history of Luke and Kylo, Finn not being a stormtrooper anymore, and Phasma and Hux and Poe. And then to just sort of blow you literally it. just named characters and things. Yeah. <laughs> like, are yeah. you kidding me, man? Come on. This is a joke. Off that way. Yeah, blow it off by introducing the most relatable theme this series has ever had by saying, mm. "Yeah, she's a nobody, and you can achieve greatness." The most relatable even if you thing. Come from nothing. As if the films were saying you can only achieve anything if your parents are a person. 
how many times do I have to explain this to you? We just want to know where her power came from, not the ability to use the Force, how she's so fucking good at it. That's it. And if yeah, you'd had the, the, parents that were strong with the Force, it would have been a good explanation. That's it. That's it. And the theme of, of uh, failure from your everything in The Last Jedi does not negate what the theme was for Rey was, at least in The Force Awakens. So what what is what point is he trying to make here? That the, the one movie doesn't negate or it does negate the theme of the previous movie? Like, what? what is he getting at here? I'm not sure. Yeah. Thing. Ugh, so terrible. Ryan Johnson gives us that, and it's so disappointing, so underwhelming, so unlike what Luke should be like as a character, but more so because all those diehard fans of the originals and who, who love the expanded universe will know what they think he should be like because of all those stories that they hold dear to their hearts. Did you not see the announcement on StarWars.com? I don't think he gives a shit. He just told you how people <laughs> feel, you utter retard. He's trying to tell you that people <laughs> had expectations. They felt certain way. Did you check the poster said it's not a thing no more? <laughs> like, okay. Back in 2014, where they said very openly that episodes 7, 8, and 9 will not tell the same story as the expanded universe. Yes, and he's explaining to you that that's a thing that people did not like and why they felt the way they did as a result. And hell, just because you say that uh, Legends is no longer um, a part of it whatsoever, that doesn't mean you can't basically copy and paste them, which is kind of what a lot of people were hoping they would do anyway. But that's not what that fan was saying. He was saying about Luke's character. He wasn't referencing the expanded universe. He was just talking about the movie, Luke. Well, he did have he threw the books up on screen. Um, well, so what? Well, let's just listen to him again, in fairness. This will know what they think he should be like because of all those stories that they hold dear to their hearts. Did you not see the... Yeah, he's, I think he's saying that this is how they expected Luke to be with all the stories that came from the extended well, yeah. stuff. Everything okay. up to this point was pointing in a, at, at a clear, consistent character. Yeah, and you know, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's he's not even saying that this is like the definitive problem. It's more so that this is how he and many others will feel thanks to this having existed. We see yeah, the, all the of this came from the movies, obviously, but yeah. they didn't change his character and whether or not you know he developed differently. He's still the same Luke. And you can't he's deny that that's that's a thing you'd have to be concerned with. It's like, oh yeah, there's yeah. all these people who have this. There's like a completed storyline for him that exists, and we're not only nuking it, we're going the complete opposite well, direction. There's nothing wrong with nuking it. There's, it's just that were those stories consistent? Were they reflective of what we were shown as a, as the movies went? Because that's where all this hoopla came from, obviously. So he's making the same argument, whether it's just the movies or, or from the from the books. It's the same character. The announcement on Star Wars. Yeah, I, I find it funny because he's like, "Didn't you know that they decanonized it?" It's like if that guy was that obsessed with Legends, then yes, he did know about this. So obviously his point is yeah. irrelevant of this. ...com back in 2014, where they said very openly that episodes 7, 8, and 9 will not tell the same story as the expanded universe. What'd you think? They were just kidding? This guy brought Vader back no, That's a shit decision. Side, and he's the most powerful Jedi ever. Now I see the problem. Did you forget that you're watching the sequel trilogy where luke is no longer the most powerful jedi ever i <laughs> like that he shows ray <laughs> like, yes yeah, she's the Why most powerful we, yeah, <laughs> what, it, yeah this isn't a counter to his point nope why wouldn't snoke be the most powerful jedi i can't believe why wouldn't kylo be the most powerful jedi why would it be some nobody that 
that that's Ray. And how like Lee hasn't picked up the people he has he's just skipped over. It's like why does Ray have that powerness? How how why? Why how how? Why? No, no comment on that. Not even okay. You better get past that because we're two movies in already. Yeah, get past it even though f there's no Hang on, wasn't Luke Luke still is the most powerful after the movie just pulled off in the movie? Right? Like it, before Luke died, he still was the most powerful Jedi in the canon from the the sequel trilogy. There's no, like, that's a thing too. Yeah, because he surpassed two others. Well, he didn't like surpass Yoda. He just died, but he surpassed Darth uh, Vader, and then he became, you know. Well, it's just if you remember, uh, Kylo was like, "If you did this, it would kill you." To Rey, and that's the setup for why it kills Luke in the end to do something that amazing. And the logic would be that, oh, Luke only pulled it off because he's like the most powerful Force user. At currently and like the you know lee is saying is like ah see he's not the most powerful and it's like no i'm pretty sure he is like even according to the movies he still is it's just that ray also happens to be extremely powerful for no reason yeah she could beat his ass uh for me star wars died at the end of episode seven. Oh come on that movie he said for me that's the subjectives mm -hmm. the movie was a giant death star sized ball of cheese compared to the last jedi that film was not Star Wars. It completely lacked the heart of Star Wars. Yeah, this lacks the heart. This totally isn't Star Warsy at all. Correct. This shows shows lightsabers <laughs> and explosions. Shows yeah. spectacle. Yeah. Great, great, yeah. great argument, man. This all Star Wars is the heart. It's yes, just explosions they, and lightsabers. They paid a lot of money for special effects. In from Star No Wars. Country for Old Men. I don't know what movie this is supposed to be from. Is this Forrest Gump? I uh, I just can't tell what they were going. Is that what his point was? That there was nothing from Star Wars in terms of iconography in this film? No, he said it had none of the Star Wars heart. Try try and follow along there, Lee. For here, we're basically starting from the exact same point we started. Ben in Shapiro. Oh wow, yeah. Ben Shapiro's oh, getting in on how shit. <laughs> ben Shapiro jumping on the TLJ train. He's like, on behalf of all Jews, this movie's terrible. Israel condemns the last Jedi. This is strange. I, did, I, I guess he reviews films as well. I didn't even know. Started yeah. in episode four, where the Empire is in control, and they and literally. It is the beginning of, of Star Wars. Okay, episode this four, is right? epic. I mean, the, the Empire ship is chasing <laughs> the First Order ship is chasing this transport vessel. It's literally the beginning of Episode Four. How is this anything like the beginning of Episode Four? They're attack. Well, he's probably highlighting the fact that it's a chase. Yes, that's probably what he's they're going escaping. for. Escaping. Yeah, they're escaping. You don't need to. Obviously, Ben was not referring to the Poe destroying cannons as the same thing as the Star Destroyer chasing the Tentive. Is it Tentive Four? I, I need to brush up on my Star Wars lore. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, just just come on, man. G give him a little bit benefit of the doubt. Of course, he's not saying that. Hacking a dreadnought by choice. What? Because they both feature a war going on in space. Look at the title of the frickin' series. <laughs> oh, what a, what a great counter! You, you got him. Yeah, you. Yeah, boy. And the intro of this film leads into what is arguably the most character-driven space battle we've what? seen. Character the what? What is a? What is he even saying? Oh, I I need to go in about thirty minutes. I I do have to be somewhere before it, it closes up. That's okay. Uh, I, maybe minutes. we should call it in thirty minutes. Oh, then again, it's only still three. Well, would you two still be able to stay? We could continue with another movie <laughs> dropped. <laughs> Absolutely, buddy. Go go. People people get really angry when I only do a three hour efab. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs>
series. They had no sort of explanation to why there was gravity when they were dropping bombs from the plane. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. The bombs had little red lights signifying there was something so? electronic going on with them. Oh, is that right? Oh, the dictionary. The red lights means thing that bombs don't i never got the memo did that come with your ticket i never got that book yeah i don't bombs are, did you, bombs did you are get the required reading guys but this is this says the bombs are then drawn magnetically towards their unfortunate targets the, the unfortunate target is the bomber i was gonna say if it's the bomber dies from a bombing Bombs don't tend to drop in microgravity, but are repelled by the racks by sequence electromagnetic plate i love that they say all this stuff and it's just like See, we fixed the problem, because we put it here. It's not in the movie, but we put it here. <laughs> fixed. Read this in order to enjoy The Last Jedi. That they're magnetically drawn to their target. I can't believe he cites this. Like, I got a comment recently on one of my videos about how I didn't understand something in Fallen Kingdom, the second Jurassic World film, in terms of, like, what I perceive to be a plot hole, because I didn't read the website that was released with information to uh, bind the first and second Jurassic Worlds together. I was just like, why the fuck do I have to read a website to be able to... Well, let's actually look at this, because how do you have that powerful electromagnet on thousands of bombs that to target something a kilometer or two away? Like, how does that even work? How does, how does this thing get attracted to something? And not to mention the fact that he said red lights means something electronic means magnetic. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, my... It's uh, a bomb. A like, flashlight you... has a light on it. Does that mean it's magnetic? Yeah, it's... Is that how this works? It's yeah, like you can like understand that even if what if what you do is say this is how the bombs fall, that doesn't change how ridiculously stupid the design of the bomber actually is. It's still it's still completely stupid, and it makes no sense at all. And anyone with a brain would have just you just have characters discuss it in some way, shape, or form. Just have it said so we can be like. Okay, fine, I can believe it, but, but yeah, this ties back to the just, do you want to talk about how stupid the design is for these bombers? Do we really want to go there? Like, we're gonna out-pedant each other with, like, trying to figure out whether or not there's gravity. It's like, how about we just go a bit wider? How about we look at the big picture and just talk about how stupid the bombers are? Targets. And also, who gives a shit? It was a good film, but I didn't- Oh! <laughs> oh, okay. Well, who cares? Hang Why on, should on, you then? It looks like he's reading a quote, but uh, the, the fact that he said, who cares, I find it funny because it's like, yeah, who cares about the thing that allows them to destroy the one element in the film that was going to basically kill all the main characters? Who cares about something like that? Why does that need to make sense? RogerEbert.com, majorly. It was... In the last year, visual you'll, dictionary you'll explains that they are magnetically drawn to their targets. And also, who gives... Wait, magnetically drawn to their targets? I thought they are magnetically expelled from... Yeah, I would have thought that's how it would work, not... Well, that's what I, that's what I said. Magnetically drawn so, to their so targets. possible for a distance that long, and to have those objects be so weak, to have a magnetic charge that can extend, you know, this is like at least a kilometer or two mm -hmm. in, in space, right? This is pretty far. There's no yeah. way you're going to have a charge I, that... Well, why wouldn't it be attracted to the ship that's dropping yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. that's what I'm Why wouldn't they stick to where they <laughs> or the, are? Or the next this bomb is... in sequence. I mean, they would just put it. Like, makes yeah. sense because magnets, okay? How do they, they work? Would... <laughs> I mean, some would probably argue that like the ship is made of like a different material, something like that. Well, then why wouldn't they put that different material plating on the out uh, exterior to you and know counter these yeah, types of things? To, to it reference, doesn't make any sense. To reference Red Letter Media, it's like people are like, oh, why don't they just put thrusters or why don't they do blah, blah, blah. It's like, why don't they just have a missile with these things in them? 
<laughs> Fucking hell. Like, why do you need it to be this method? It's like, but it references the World War Machines. You're like, oh. And you pat Ryan on the head and say, good job. A shit. It was a good film, but I didn't care for the lack of bomb science exposition. The whole thing on the island, the beginning part of the island, was terrible. Ugh, it was all just terrible. You did the same thing, but in reverse in this video. <laughs> exactly. What the hell? It Have some self-awareness. It's just so good. Luke gets the lightsaber, <laughs> right? tosses it over his shoulder. What'd you sure. think? To me, that felt like the director just going like this to, to fans because we had waited <laughs> so long with that, that moment. It was supposed to be something monumental, not something that was just played for jokes. You're telling me that Luke throwing the symbol of the Jedi Order off of a cliff, basically saying that the Force is bigger... Basically saying. There was no saying, he just threw it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he just threw it and walked away. Sorry, I missed yeah. the dialogue, but, uh... Yeah, yeah and Ryan it's not... Just wanted to get... <clears throat> Ryan was going for a chuckle. Most people were like, wait, what? And you've clearly... He's clearly missed the point here. There's two things. Number one being that it's a completely conflicting tone with what JJ set up with... You know, it was very epic and, and mysterious. It was like, what's gonna happen now? How is he gonna react? And, uh, so... so and he clashes it with... <laughs> funny. And you're like, oh... That's a bit of a, yeah. a bit jarring. And then the second point is that uh, we don't know the context for him throwing the lightsaber until you see the film. So that scene does not work with that explanation because we don't know about that yet. Everyone should go actually watch uh, Roz Weston's uh, rant because it's it's pretty cool. Like it's him on live air just going nuts. It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what I mean though. Like he's saying like it makes sense if you consider how how Luke feels in this moment. And it's like. But but nobody saw that in their first playthrough, so it's just it's just awkward and weird. Like uh, and people in the audience don't know how to feel for the most part. I mean, of course, some some just loved it because they just knew. I, I don't know even if context was available. Like even after you watch it, you're like, what? And then we figure out something's wrong with Luke, and it's like, oh, and it's the movie. Mm. Than just the Jedi, bigger than lightsabers. What wasn't monumental enough for you? And when J.J. Abrams set it up in The Force Awakens and everything sort of that we knew about Luke and Rey and that story of them, you know, coming together. Oh, my precious moment of Luke and Rey meeting. This the film had... What? I don't... What? The whole film built up to this moment. Yeah, it's, it's weird that he's punishing the viewer for paying attention to the film at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's like, oh, that, that, oh, oh, that amazing J.J. Abrams. Oh, it's not that big a deal. Oh, it's not that precious. Okay. Why did all you right. care when all the film did was make you care about it, you weirdo? It's like, uh, I can't believe he's making the argument like he's he's downplaying <clears throat> this other guy's opinion just for the sake of it. Oh, I mean, to, to, it's, this, it's yeah, this seems to be a sort of quick fire, just you're wrong because this, you're wrong because this, you're wrong because this. Like, okay, all right, chill out everything to my religion what did you want the moment to be some corny oh thank you for returning my weapon so many i don't think that's what we were gunning for with that no <clears throat> but of course no. if you just think of a stupid silly thing and then say that's what we could have had and that would have been worse like oh right then <laughs> great memories I had with this. No, he didn't want the fucking thing. And also, just because people in the- Yeah, so uh, this is the other angle a lot of people say is that they would have preferred him handing it back to Ray. they would have preferred him dropping it to the ground. The awkward toss over the shoulder, it make, it gives the office sense of just like, what are you What are you doing, Luke? Did you think that was funny? What's going on here? Like, and it's just yeah. awkward. And, and it's a director's fault, because it's very specifically a direction for the actor to take. Like, 
Luke w wouldn't do the stoic sort of... I, I, don't you think it would be way more effective for him to just slowly have the arms go down then it slips out of his hand and he just starts walking away? Yeah, because it, it would seem more in line with somebody who's less, just tired, you know, if he, if he truly was. And it just doesn't really... I don't know, Luke never struck me as the type of character to just make these little comedic gestures of tossing shit over the shoulder. Yeah, it, it's it's a bit insulting, really. When you have someone gives you something, you're like, I'm gonna chuck you know this how thing. far I came to get you this one thing. I mean, uh, do you know you... how much I sacrificed. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent reference. Um, and yeah, apparently Jenna said he's got a video defending Battlefront Two, and he apparently calls people who don't like it mentally ill, or at least people who criticize it. I guess you guys remember um, why people criticize that, right? <laughs> oh boy theater laughed at this moment does not mean that it was just played for jokes go watch the scene again and look at it as a How? serious there's moment. nothing there <laughs> he it's... grabs it and then he tosses it that's he's, it he's maintaining this face like i ain't even bothered like fuck this shit and then ray's reaction is the audience's reaction of what 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 are you and it's dramatic I mean... that see that the ray's like huh doesn't get it we didn't get it either is eh. he has every reason to throw that thing who is this stranger showing up on my doorstep basically with this lightsaber that brings back all the dark memories that ruined me it is shocking what? no what that, that was a different lightsaber dude props <laughs> <laughs> wrong mate he's now all these memories that ruined me what are projecting you projecting so far he's I know. Just covering up all the holes in his mind He's like writing like novels worth of what the scene <laughs> means, and then Ryan Johnson's like, "Yeah, that's oh, yeah, what I was going exactly." For. <laughs> and this is where you know this film is going to be interesting. <laughs> genuinely, I for themes. Genuinely, when I first saw this scene, I just raised one eyebrow. I was just like, "Huh? What is what is this?" And he's like, "Oh, that's interesting, though, isn't it?" I'd be like, "Sure." Also sets By the, the way, theme for the we are we are successfully surpassing the two thousand watching mark. Oh hey, I mean I think we, yeah, we got, I can't remember if we did that before or not, but um I yeah, don't know yeah. we we got twenty two hundred almost, so we're we're getting up there. People do people do like it when we talk about Star Wars. I think that might be tied to it, or it could be tied to Doomcock. <laughs> yeah. It could be tied to the fact that there's five of us. Who knows? Who knows? All film. Screw the Jedi. They didn't know shit. And also, if Luke didn't want to be found, why did he leave a map to where you could find him? Right, <laughs> right, right. Because that didn't happen. Luke leaving the. In fairness, he didn't. There's, there's never a line that says Luke left the map. People, people will assume that because. But the thing is, nobody's ever told us where the map came from. That's the. Yeah, it's it's something to say that basically everybody has assumed that it is. Well, like, everybody's being led to this conclusion. I'm interested to I'm, see I'm, if he's going to explain where it came from when he's got nothing. I want to see if he yeah, says, the, like... The idea of the map is it's a flight plan from where he went and where he stopped, right? Like, that's it. So, he made the map. Like, he, <laughs> his, his computer made... You're, you're right in the... There's, like, a little dotted line that implies that must have been somebody's journey or whatever. But, um... Even J.J. Abrams says, like, in some interview somewhere, that um, the map itself, the big portion... Is something that R2-D2 got when he plugged in in episode 4. That was just something he just got. He downloaded it, and it's just the map of the galaxy. He just has it. And then, I guess a part of it was cut out and given to Tekka. 
for some reason. And this is the thing, there's just no info on this because nobody wrote it. Nobody had any fucking clue where this map comes from or how it works. We, we as an audience have to just work our asses off to figure out how it could possibly make sense. Because not even the right, like genuinely, J.J. Abrams has said different things in different portions of interviews. He's just like, it's the, it's the thing, it came from... <laughs> the fact that he said R2-D2 got it when he was hacking the fucking garbage disposal thing in episode 4, to me, I was just like, you just fucking came up with that on the spot, didn't you? You have no idea where the hell this map came from. Why did he leave a map to where you could find him? Right. Right? Right, because that didn't happen. Luke leaving the map in R2 was a theory that I actually did hope was true because it would have explained why R2 turned on at the last minute of Force Awakens. But Luke never... Oh. So that's why it would make sense. <laughs> Instead of... Oh. It was like, no, no, it's a good theory because it explains why R2 turns on. It, it, instead of the fact that it completely contradicts the whole Luke on the island thing. But it explains why R2 turns on. I'm surprised, yeah, that he wanted it to be that way, considering how it makes no sense at all if it was that way, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Takes credit for that at any point in the film. If he did and actually wanted to be found, yeah, it would be an entirely different movie. They should have honestly named this movie Star Wars, the strong female edition. All men in this film, for the most part, took a backseat to women, to the strong women, which they shoved down our face time and time and seen and seen again. Every woman's just a strong, powerful woman. I'm just like everyone from the, just, they are in, oh my God, f*** this movie. <laughs> Man, he should have called it a bridled raid. I'm, I'm going to be honest, uh, a case can be made. A case can be made. Your heart. Yeah, the whole third act of the film wasn't completely centered around men. Finn and Poe did not become the resistance leaders. Well, I mean, well. Finn was kind of what people would call the the equivalent of cock-blocked, but with attacking a thing by Rose. For her to tell him that he was doing it wrong, and the film kind of supports it yeah, in that like scene. The audience, basically really. the entire audience hated it, but the movie tried to tell us, no, 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 this is good. And yeah, I, I, I'm having trouble explaining the contradiction because there's so many. It's like, so you got the fact that she stops Finn, which supports that guy's argument, the whole like women right, men wrong thing, which I'm not saying is, yeah. is the theme of the film. But if we're going to go with that, what does the evidence say about males and females of this? And you've got her telling him that this is the correct way. She explains the thing. And then in the background, everyone we love is getting blasted by a giant laser. So again, that's not even like, does the film support that idea? It's like, I guess the film's laughing at her at that point. I don't know. But then also consider that the female sister died doing the thing that the female is currently arguing against that saved everyone. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I, I can't even unravel this in terms of a strict message from the film. So I pass. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Luke didn't face Kylo to save everyone. The Force kid at the end wasn't a boy. Those were all women in masks. I mean, not what did the boy do? What did the boy do? He opened Other the, he opened the door. He had a broom. Did any of the women what have a broom? Answer me that. Leia and, and Holdo chastise Poe. Finn gets electrocuted. Uh, and and Poe did the same. Well, Poe saved the day and so did... Uh, What's her name? Sisters. So I, I guess you can say well, that. The thing is, it's a disconnect between the fact that the movie's trying to tell us something, but the audience is getting a complete opposite, uh, you know, pull from it. 
Like Rose is Rose did the right thing by stopping Finn from saving everyone's life. And Leia and Holdo, they're right to chastise Poe, even though he saved their lives. You know, it's just Oh yeah. It's the bizarre. Movie's clearly trying to tell us something that just isn't true. Take a back seat during the third act. Ray was like not even in it. And who gives uh, a shit if there's a she bunch what? of you just you Ray just was presented, not in the third act? You just presented <laughs> that she was in it. <laughs> you just showed yeah. us that she was in it. And she saves everyone's lives. Please don't, please don't just just let's just say he was joking, guys. He was joking. He was making a joke. That was that. Asks. I mean, not only did women take a back seat during the third act, oh, Ray was like no. not even. You don't in get it. to say that. I'm so sorry. She saves all of their lives. I don't understand. <laughs> How is she that taking a back seat? Royal Guard. You know what? I changed my mind. She did take a back seat. Remember how much effort she puts into saving everyone's lives by moving rocks that are bigger than anything Yoda even did? And she's just like, meh. She really did take a back seat, because that's easy to her. What would have been hard would have been, like, I don't know, crushing a planet with her hand? That's something that Rey is, like, has to break a sweat for. Oh god, I can see it happening now. <laughs> Episode 9, she's like, The first Fuck order. <laughs> and who gives a shit if there's a bunch of women in the film? You get to look at women. Huh? I don't. Ugh. What? Well, I the don't hell? want to look at kind of an argument. Old crazy Laura Dern. I die. Uh, yeah. Should we just let chat respond to that one? I feel like like we don't uh, even need to do anything <laughs> with that. Just, just feed it to the dogs. The, uh, what is the argument? You get to look at women. It's like, man, that, that's almost um, sexist. I don't yeah. even make this statement. Uh, who, would, who? What kind of male? Okay, let's. What, what kind of warm-blooded male? Would make I'm, this statement. I'm telling well, you, man, Rose Tico is just boner fuel. <laughs> <laughs> purple hair—that's what does it for me, man. You know, yeah, purple hair and weird dresses on old chicks, man. Ooh, that's that's what—that's my—that's my fetish. Can he seriously support somebody saying like, "Hey, I'm gonna go see the movie," and it's all like, "I don't know, man. I've heard some bad results." But dude, I get to look at women. Yeah, but dude, there's gonna be babes on screen. <laughs> yeah, would no he really? Would he really say, like, okay, yeah, that's fair. That's a great point. People in chat are like, did Bola just refer to us as dogs? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, man, be... Rags is a doggo. It's not offensive. Yeah, yeah. Cool. it's cool, man. You're with us here. Mm -hmm. It's a term of endearment. But I, uh, I, I, I get to see, a, if we want to go in this, this lines of, of ridiculousness, we get to see a, a Chinese woman drive a car into a black man's car and save both their lives. <laughs> <laughs> wow, even Rags thought that was controversial. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Because <laughs> Asians can't drive. Who <gasps> gives a shit if there's a bunch of women in the film? You get to look at women. Why are you complaining? This film is just riddled uh, with just because the particular women. It doesn't matter <laughs> what the content. Do you remember? Have you guys seen Blade? Do you remember like this ridiculously fat vampire who's in like the seat that controls all the computers? She's a woman. You know, even her, if she was in this film, Lee would be okay with it just for the fact that he could look at her. Yeah, she's a woman, man. What problem would you have? There's no such thing as an unattractive or undesirable woman. I mean, this is, is like, I, I joked about it earlier, but this guy sounds like such a fucking virgin. I mean, <laughs> I just don't know how to oh, respond to, to the whole, like, you're complaining you about there being women though. when you could look at the women. It's like, okay. <laughs> Like he knows that I have an internet connection, right? Like I can look at as many women as I. Yeah, but they don't no have purple hair and kamikaze themselves into the first order. You can't see that oh, anywhere in Star Wars. I'm so sure sexy. 
No, I'm sure there's out there. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure somewhere. they got that there somewhere. <laughs> this film is just riddled with just social justice warrior nonsense. Oh boy. Now I see what's going on here. I, I'm just like, it's just like so just like, oh, I know your type. You're, you're a fly boy. You need to shut up and listen to what I'm saying, okay? What is this crap? What is this, this feminist garbage where it's like, uh, I'm a strong, powerful woman, and I know that you're the patriarchy, and you're men, and you're evil, and blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, oh, my God, kill me now. Yeah, and I wonder why she left you. Nothing. Ooh. I don't know who left. At least he had someone to start with, first off. It's also important to <laughs> You didn't appreciate that. You could is... look at your woman. <laughs> you didn't look at her enough. Yeah, I know. This is coming from the same guy who said, you could look at women. He's like, oh, okay. I mean, this is this is like a 1920s argument. <laughs> like, let's go to the races. There'll be some yes. ladies there we can ogle. The moving pictures have a color now. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. They allow the females on screen. What, what's interesting, too, is that in Jonathan McIntosh's video, he confirms this is something about the movie that's good. Yeah, he it's does actually... Position, yeah, women in positions of authority putting men in their place. Mm -hmm. And he said, like, it's in favor of uh, trying to promote gender equality. So, according to the people who love this film, or one of them, uh, what what that guy just said is actually being enacted here, and it's a lesson for men. So I wonder what yeah, Lee's take on this he doesn't articulate it as clearly, but he's right. That she said was anti-men. She scolded him for getting. Whoops! Jonathan McIntosh is going to have to disagree with you there. Yeah, Lee. Jonathan oh. McIntosh disagrees. He People thinks kill. that this is a pro-feminism film. Which he did. It's like you're taking on the emotions of Poe's character even more so than he did. Yeah, well, Poe saved everybody, yeah, as he like... just pointed out. So. <laughs> well, I think if if you if you start a battle that you have to fight or else you'll die. And some of your forces die during that battle. That means you're terrible, even though you won that battle and saved the entirety of your forces. And not to mention, it's he destroyed like, the uh, the super Death Star, which saved basically the galaxy. There's no there's no underselling how important killing that thing is. But who cares? He's just a flyboy. He's just a hothead. Mm -hmm. She's so underrated in this film. No. No. Just no. <laughs> just no. <laughs> moving on. He, he hasn't given us fucking arguments. We don't have to give counters. And also, why not just tell Poe the plan? Right. I know. I don't. I didn't really tell you. Know you, know people died? Do you, do you know how many people again. died because they just felt that he didn't need to know? <laughs> A lot of. <laughs> it's so true. How <laughs> many people died I'm because they for the felt he didn't need to know? I'm waiting for the counterpoint. People died. Yeah. Oh yeah, and people didn't die when he was in charge. That wasn't just um, saving everybody's life. Hey guys, rewatch the scene. He does not tell them all to go on with the job. They have all got connections to the general. They all decide to go themselves. Poe didn't yes. say, "Hey everybody, ignore the general and do as I say." Yeah. So and what um, would he do? Like he's a, he's a fighter pilot. They were already on the way. Yeah, they were doing the their orders. Were already on what's, the way there. What's he gonna do? Hey, everyone, form up on me and your really, really slow ships, so that I, I yeah, can they do all everything die. myself. They all die yeah. either way. There's just nothing, so it's just stupid. If you notice, none of the bombers make it out because fucking hell, they move at like one mile per hour. <laughs> They're just crappy ships. Did you forget <laughs> that part? She won't tell Flyboy what her plan is. Why? Uh, I don't know. Maybe because he got demoted. So. So um, what? Um. He, so he what went, about everyone else? He went from fleet commander to captain. I believe that's the demotion. So you don't tell captain's plans. That's not a thing you do. Not okay, to mention, I guess. Um, a lot of people 
mutiny with him, and one of them is the actress that is the real-life daughter of Carrie Fisher. I think her name is Billy Lord. And she's in the scenes with Holdo when people are getting murdered, and she's looking at her like, what the fuck are you doing? Point being, even the people on her bridge weren't allowed to know the plan, apparently. So, who is allowed to know the plan outside of Holdo? Like, out of apparently curiosity? Apparently no one. It's like, oh, Leia did. It's like, hmm, okay. He got people killed? He's he also saved everyone's lives, but I, don't, I guess that, that fights the narrative, so we'll have to ignore that part. No, what if anyone have? dies in the process of saving anybody, he's a terrible person. That's how it works. Being what aggressive as shit? Being aggressive as shit after he's just announced that everybody's gonna be murdered and he can't stop it. Mm-hmm. What yeah, a terrible it's, it's, person. It's almost like he's human. Guy. <laughs> Damn, dude, calm down. It's almost like he gives a shit. Why are you so angry when you could just look at the women? <laughs> <laughs> just look at all the women. Look at all the women, dude. Why is a strong male character getting shoved in the corner? Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Get your e yeah, no, no. Oh, because ego? Uh-oh. Did I just hear him mention ego? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Get your ego out the, of the, the picture plot, for two no. seconds and pay attention to the plot. How does it make sense? <laughs> you pay attention to the plot, sense. it all falls apart. What do you mean? Please, yeah, the more you think about it, the more nonsensical it is. It's we, we fucking are, retarded. We're asking a question about the plot. We are exactly paying attention to the plot. Not we're, to mention, saying why. don't you think it's amazing that so many people came away from the film saying the very words, why didn't you tell Poe the plan? So many people said that. Like, it's, it's a, almost a phenomenon. It's not, like, some parroted point. It's, like, everyone separately made their videos and everybody had to mention the fact that she didn't tell it. It's so bad that, like, so many people picked up on it immediately. It's not some kind of, like, well, he was demoted, so it makes... It's like, no, no, no. Stop it. It doesn't make sense. It's stupid. And it just Stop makes... Stop defending shit. It's like, well, you should have thought about it. It's like, no, no, no. Stop it. Sit down. By the way, I'm not, I'm not uh, getting any mic chop or anything, am I? No, you sound good to me. You're good. Yeah, okay. you're good. I'm rendering a video, so I, it doesn't look like my little blue ring shows up, and I think like maybe my mic was being. Uh, it's sorry. a green Continue. ring. Oh. Okay. Jesus. Oh, sorry. You're like the people who mix up the milk colors, dude. I know. Can't one will give. One, one kills your liver, and I think uh, Luke dragged that one. <laughs> Something over her head, over his head, and be like, "Yo, I'm a strong, powerful woman. I know what I'm doing." What is your beef with strong, powerful women? Did you get spanked by your feet? Pretty sure he's saying it's forced as opposed to... Yeah. But, you know, that's just me. Female principal when you were a kid? I, I don't understand this. If you had just told him what, what your plan was, he wouldn't have structured a mutiny. Who cares if he structured a mutiny? It didn't do anything. They didn't... Anyway. They would, would, oh what? my god, where do I begin with that? Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Who cares if he had a mutiny? It didn't go anywhere. <laughs> What? <laughs> Who cares if you get cancer? It happened to go into remission. What do you? I'm sorry. Any suggestions of how we begin this? Like, what the hell? <laughs> Who cares if you got into a car crash? You have insurance, right? I, 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 oh my god! This this fucking doofus. Who cares about Canto Bite? They didn't do anything. I was so certain that he was going to start, like, you know, making some sense out of some of these little short points that he made, but he just keeps making tons of short points. It's good. Who cares? Shut up. <laughs> Who cares if there's a mutiny? It didn't succeed. Who cares what? if there's a mutiny? They didn't completely ruin the whole... It's like, what if they did? What if... That's the thing. This is all predicated on the idea that it just happened to end up a certain way. What if the... 
all they would have had to do is fiddle with controls. They could have shot somebody. They could have who knows what they who who knows what a group of angry mutineers who are potentially in their minds they're fighting for their lives just to survive. Like that's a, it's an act of desperation is what mutinies often are. Like they'll do anything. Who knows what they could have done? It is luck, if anything else. I can't believe my I it hit my brain. I've got a bit of a headache. <laughs> it really did. Like he wrote that out, and then he he recorded it, and then he edited it, and it didn't. It made it past all those phases. I'm impressed. <laughs> he got stunned and went into nap time immediately after doing it. Oh, hang on, I'm not finished. But but what if that's the thing? Leia just walks into a room full of angry mutineers, desperate to save their lives. Like that's kind of ballsy. I mean, think uh, that I said it in my series, but I stand by it. When she walks in and shoots him, and he falls over, I don't think that, like, genuinely, I don't think there was a person on planet Earth at that point who knew what was happening in the story. Everyone in the cinema, if you would asked them at that very point, if you paused the film and said, "What's going on now?" they'd be like, "Uh, Holdo, Holdo might be evil." Leia is in league with her? <laughs> I don't know. Nothing makes any sense anymore. There was no reason for her to shoot Poe whatsoever. No. She just walked in the room and talked him down, and he'd be like, okay, yeah, you're, you're in charge. And that'd be it. It's bizarre. Was... And, uh, the most common answers for people who like the film would be like, oh, it's going to make sense in a second. You just let the film go on. Just, yeah, it's going to make sense. Do a sec. I think Poe might be the mole. That might be it. That'd be fine. I love the amount of people who said it was a mole. Like, that's the storyline. There's just no mention of that whatsoever in the film. Like, it made sense. She thought he was a mole. Like, like, what, what, what? Like, when? What? <laughs> when was that a thing? I'm not finished. You remember in Return of the... Oh my goodness, I'm not finished. Remember in Return of the Jedi? In Return of the fucking Jedi? Dude, please calm down and focus. <laughs> no, carry on. on the road. He's looking for... He's not holding the camera. I love the it. Let the passion flow through you. Let the hate flow. <laughs> <laughs> On the road, you're making me really nervous. They've just fucking copied everything. Every fucking plot from Return of the Jedi. Oh, let's just copy and paste it. The millennials are so... Millennials? They just fucking copied and pasted. Hey, can I subscribe world? to this guy? Goodbye. <laughs> oh, Oh, wow. <laughs> I love this guy. And you have so many the best part really? of his video are the other people in his video. Oh god, yeah, I love these cameos. I want more of them. You think this film was too similar to Return of the Jedi? In Return of the fucking Jedi! <laughs> Return of the fucking Jedi! The Millennials! When Yoda on, um... Uh, what's the planet? Um, Dagobah. He goes to the Dagobah system. Luke, to see Yoda. Yoda's a recluse. A f***ing recluse on Dagobah. Well, Luke is a recluse on a f***ing rock. Okay? And guess what? Ray goes to him for f***ing training. Hang on a second. Yeah, hang on a second. You know you just referred to this as Return of the Jedi? Um, well, you said Luke visits Yoda. He does that in Episode 6 as well. Mm -hmm. So he might have been referring to either one. Like three times in a row? I mean, if that doesn't throw your whole argument out the car window, what movie I don't does know what die does. In? I mean, it, it doesn't even matter if he was making a good argument. He's so much more entertaining than you. Like, just I want to hear about more of the fucking millennials. That's what I want to hear about. 
Like they tried to copy the something and they failed the reason at it. reason a lot of the pundits said Star Wars was good, the, the reviewers said uh, Star Wars was good, is because they're all... They've just left puberty. It's <laughs> 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 the, the women, the really. They're brought up on games like... Yes, yes. That's if a strange reasoning. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I think I know what she's saying. I think I know the the prevalence of stuff. Call of Duty is very, very, it's very surface level, visceral. You know. So as a result, if she's trying to say, I think this is what he's trying to say, that if that's what you know the big thing is, Call of Duty, for instance, then this would appeal. This is the Star Wars movie that would appeal to a Call of Duty player. Because there's nothing really beneath it. I it's know, all like, empty. Oh, it's just things happen, stuff, things, scenes, fight. Yeah. A lot of what he considered heart was just a whole lot of spectacle. Yeah, he was like, this is Star Wars because explosions. Yeah. What are you two talking about right now? So you think people who liked the movie and went about their day are the immature people? But people who are screaming... And you're calling everyone who liked it insane, uh, disliked it insane, so are you any better, dude? like a freaking child in the car with his wife on the way home from the movies. Can children drive? I don't know, man. Can children get married? <laughs> <laughs> Getting mad about Star Wars? Yeah, those are the mature people, right. How are you not doing the same thing right now? You're mad at the people who are mad. Self-awareness, goddammit! And of course. Fucking millennials! Fucking millennials! Sure you did. This film... I mean, I can put my hand on my heart and say I definitely enjoy The Phantom Menace more than I enjoy I, The Last I Jedi. To, I need to actually he head out, but I will agree that I do... I would happily watch the prequels before I watch The Last Jedi. Um, it's been, no it's been fun, Rax. You, you, it has you been fun. You. Yeah, um, I'll be back later on, so you guys, have a, you guys have a grand old time going over the rest of this dumpster fire. <laughs> that is the plan. Oh, boy. We're not even half done. Great. In fairness, we've sped up a bit because he's been having, you know, good guests. Yeah, and they're, they're worth listening to for a good while. <laughs> they, I got nothing. I got nothing to say against them, so keep going. But yeah. Uh, have a good one, Mister Rags. Thanks for popping in. No, I, I, I got you. I got you. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll catch you later. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 See you. Okay. Bye. Bye. I think he left when he heard me say one thing, and then he was like, "Oh shit!" Came back and he's like, "Yep, totally hit everything." <laughs> Goodbye, Rags. But yes, let's carry on. Because of the original story. Wait a minute, I thought the problem with The Last Jedi was that it was too- Oh wait, hang on, I didn't hear what the guy said. Oh, oh. oh fucking hell. 22.30, that should be enough. Fucking child in the car with his wife on the way home from the movies, getting mad about Star Wars. Yeah, those are the mature people. Right, of course. I actually enjoy Phantom Menace more than I enjoyed this one. Sure you did. This film really makes you appreciate the prequels because of their original story. Wait a minute, I thought the problem with The Last Jedi was that it was too different. Now you're praising the prequels because they were different? I um, if, if we talk, it depends on who he's responding to, but the guy he just responded to was the one who said that they'd, like, gone against everything Luke was as a character. So yes, they did something new, but it was terrible while he's saying that it was a, it was a good original idea from Phantom Menace, I'm assuming, I don't know. That's... It could be based on premise, not necessarily execution. I mean, well, that's, that's how I feel like... about the, the prequel story. I think it's a good story, it's just, uh, flippity-floppity in how they actually pull it off. <laughs> yeah. There was consistency in some places and uh, not a lot on the others, but you know, at least there was some.
rather see Phantom Menace with Jar Jar Binks. Phantom Menace? Oh, come on, dude. Like, really? No, we're doing that. Uh -huh. he, he, Spell it wrong. Keep a lookout for any word you pronounce wrong, guys. That's what counts for arguments now. Is that a word? There's something about this boy. Misa Jar Jar Binks. I'm just gonna rant about what utter trash Star Wars The Last Jedi was. After you leave the theater, you are genuinely disappointed with what you just spent your time and money on. Ugh. Not only is this guy wrong, but he's being such a blatant douche about it. Oh my god. <laughs> just, just, I don't just... like his, his opinion. <laughs> that's that's a perfect summary of this guy's video. Not only is he <laughs> wrong, but he's being a douche about it. <laughs> You're big, big, stop it. Look at women. Destroyed <laughs> what we thought we valued in the Star Wars universe. Oh shit, you know what? I need to make a note of that one. Uh, for my Just April look at Fool's the women. Day. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to put this. At least we got to look at women, or you should just look at women. Um, uh. People complain about the women, but we get to look at women. That should make it into the April so Fool's. So what's the problem? Yeah, that was the whole point. What do you think, they just did that by accident? Like, oh, damn. We accidentally killed the Jedi Order. Oh, whoops. Oh, well, let's- No, they didn't. Uh, he says, I am not the last Jedi, because Rey is a Jedi, and Rey's got the books implying she's gonna teach more Jedis. So, uh, might wanna rewatch the film there, Lee. Sorry about that one. Just leave it in. You hope beyond all hopes that Disney is gonna come out and say, just kidding, we didn't know what we were doing and we wanted to troll you. Here's what I wanna know. What do these people think of The Force Awakens? Because after what he just said, he's gotta hate that movie just as much or more. Episode seven gave us hope that another trilogy wouldn't be ruined. Oh, please. What episode eight actually ended up doing though was just on everything. On the walls, on the ceiling, under the toilet seat, in the lobby, it everywhere. I, mean, I can't, I can't say he's wrong on that. That's a very well reasoned argument. <laughs> Why is he? What's, what's he gonna do with this? What's he gonna do? Just go? No, that's wrong. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why the clip selection in between him saying there's shit on the walls and everything is so funny to me. It's like, wah, stab that guy, wah, chop that guy up, shit on the walls. It's so Kudos bad. to the clip that selection. That being said, I, I would encourage you to not go and see this movie because it is utter garbage. Other than that, I, I'm just angry. Uh, I'm disappointed. I think that this movie is is... Um, Dude, you need to smoke some weed or stop smoking weed. It's one or the other. Do you not realize you've done the same thing as him in reverse? He's saying it's bad, it's worse, it's terrible, and you're just going, oh, it's good, it's great, it's perfect. But you're <laughs> the stupid up. one. Stop being ugly, smoke some weed. You're, you need to look at more women, goddammit. <laughs> My parents told me if you get angry and you want to make a video about something, sleep on it first and then make a video about it. Aw, oh, that's cute. You got your parents' approval to make your little video and That's a fair piece of advice. Uh... Like, if you're a YouTuber and you actually- Hot takes can kill channels. Like, it's a thing. It is a wise idea to- to think on what you've actually come to conclude. There's, there's nothing wrong again, with that. Jesus. So much, like, aggression. It's like, again, as we had stated in the beginning, you don't insult the people that you're trying to convince right off the bat. Yeah, that's, that's why this Jesus. video's not gonna I mean, help. He keeps doing it. <laughs>
But there's people who are like, not only really approve of this video, but like actively consider it to be like the definitive, this is the last Jedi's quality video. Like why? Your basement, how nice. I'm very proud of you. There's some jokes that really fell flat, especially at the movie theater I was watching. Sure. And you write there are too many like odd jokes. Sure. But yeah. The comedy in this film was insanely underrated. <laughs> <laughs> the comedy. As you can tell, it's much better than what I say. It must be amazing. Like, oh, thank you for your opinion. <laughs> Have you guys seen uh, Comedy Killed The Last Jedi, I think it's called, the video? How Comedy Killed? It's called it's from The Closer Look. I quite enjoyed it. Uh, his theory is that the comedy is the biggest like problem with the film. For me, I, I, I would easily pick Luke, but there's a lot of stuff. But his video is pretty good. I would recommend it. It's a quick explanation for why the comedy in The Last Jedi is utter fucking garbage. But I don't think we need convincing. It's pretty clear. It's tonally just awkward as fuck in so many scenes. Because he just... He, it's... A lot of people say it's the Marvel attitude. I really feel like Marvel have a better handle on when to place comedy than Ryan Johnson does, personally. But the idea that he was inspired by Marvel to do it, I could believe. Because I don't sure. remember Looper having loads of comedy. No. Yeah, not really, no. Um, but yeah, it's... Yeah, it's totally underrated, sure. The thing. It's not like Snoke was cracking jokes to Kylo, alright? I mean, it could have been... Yes, because one character wasn't cracking jokes to another specific character. That means that the comedy wasn't bad. Excellent counterpoint. I don't know what he finds funny. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's the same shit as if someone's like, nobody died. No, everyone dies in Return of the Jedi. And then you just go, well, there are clouds in one of the scenes. So, you're wrong. Way worse. Now, this line went right over people's heads, no pun intended. I changed my hair. First of all, it was a reference to Force Awakens that probably nobody got. I'm confused. Who made a point mm. against this? Who who's arguing? Who are you responding uh, to? I think he's trying to say that it's a complex joke. Oh, like a, whoa! A, a callback that's, joke. That's not one of the jokes I would have cited as bad. I actually like the yeah. scene with those two because you know they, they they're actually able to fucking talk to each other, which is nice. Plus, I mean, like, would you really even consider that to be like, oh, laugh out loud is just kind of like a little, you know, you could smile at that. It's an endearing you know, smirk you get. It. Yeah. But it's all like, you don't go, Leia, woohoo! Just slap yeah. the knee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, levity is not necessarily comedy. Yeah, it's something to lighten the mood, not to make people giggle. But, like, you couldn't have one clip of someone saying that this was the joke that ruined it for them? Because this is the thing, I've not heard anyone say that Leia saying she changed her hair was a was the the joke that killed the the tension or still the tone in that scene. I don't think yeah, I even no. say that in my videos because I yeah it was fine with me. Change your hair. And second, this moment was not supposed to be a knee slapper. She's so happy. Who said it was? I don't. Yeah. What's his point then? Yeah, it's like wasn't he just trying to say that the comedy here is great and underrated? So it's like wait, so you just gave us an example of one that's just okay. <laughs> I bet. Maybe a, a fuck it. I don't know. That she can't help Where but are talk the knee about slappers? her hair. It's cute, but that's right. You guys have no heart. What? What? Jesus Christ, what? mate! Who are you talking no. to? Like, who is this? This this applied to? That was the best example he could come up with. You know, I mean, it was a fine scene, but come on. An actual visualization for me is him. We just we're we're waiting in a room for him to come and sit down with us and argue, and then we realize he's <laughs> in the other room and he's just batting the shit out of this straw bat, and we're like, "What are you? What are you doing?" And he's like, "Fuck you, you're wrong." <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we're, we're in the other room. Come in here and tell us why. <laughs> no, fuck you. You kidding me? Shut up. It's he good. Just holds up the pieces of straw. You're already defeated. <laughs> <laughs> thump 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 thump. 
they did to Princess Leia. Her flying through space. Oh god. Terrible. He's not gonna defend this scene, is he? Please, no. please no. So Settle Rey in. Is about to gun oh, no. her down. You mean Ren, but alright. And the stormtroopers, they do it for him. They blow away, they blow away Leia. I start seeing her body flying in <laughs> doing, doing cartwheels in space. I'm like, oh, they are disrespecting this woman. They are, the woman has passed. Uh, let her character die in peace. Oh, sure, like you care about women all the time. Oh my god. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Hold on a minute. So, I don't know who this guy is exactly. I've never seen his channel. Is he just insulting him over like a past relationship at this point? I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't, don't know how personal this is. <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't know who this guy is. So, it's like all these weird jabs about women to this guy. It's like, did he abuse someone? I, I don't understand. It's a great counter argument, though. You know, when you say it's disrespectful to Leia and to Carrie Fisher to just have her flipping around outside in space until she Mary Poppins away back in, for you to then respond with, you hate women. I, yeah, I was like, I don't think he's making any point against her being a woman in space, just a character that everybody loves in space in a weird You're, you're a hate woman. Which, which yeah, is very strange, woman. because he was just talking about how women are, he doesn't like, you know, the feminist views and whatnot, and now he's saying, oh, I really like this woman, and he's now he's like bashing him over. It's like, what? Yeah, wouldn't you, wouldn't you say that this is a piece of progress if you thought he was an awful woman hates it? It's like, Jesus. <laughs> she literally he goes, she goes, opens her eyes, and goes, <laughs> Yes, it's that bad. Who wrote this? Who thought that that was a good idea to have Leia going straight Superman returns in his movie? You know she wasn't flying, right? She was playing. Oh, please, <laughs> please, don't do that. Actually, actually, sir. She's... Or if I could stop you right there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, yes, he knows he's probably aware that she didn't actually fly like Superman. You know she's not flying, she's just throwing herself at the ground and missing. You know, it's not it's not that she's breathing oxygen, it's a collection of particles, actually. It's very complicated. <laughs> you know that's not air, right? It's actually. mostly everything else. ...herself towards the ship. Is that really so terrible? And you want to talk? You you showing yeah. this? You showing this? <laughs> Jesus! And it's not it's not a push. It's a he's she's pulling herself toward the show. Force pull self. <laughs> I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. That's that's why people find that he's just deliberately avoiding the the actual real thing here, which is just just look at it, man. Just look at it. It's fucking ridiculous. It's, it's a, like wow, well, she's just like force pull. It is, it is a woman, so... <laughs> we did get to see her for a very large portion of the moment. Talk about being disrespectful? Some people just like to see it. You're the one cracking up over it. Because, I don't know, you thought she was flying? Oh, fuck this movie! Oh, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. This, this is how you know he's not got arguments. He's like, you said a word wrong. You, you hate women. You, you spit when you say a thing on accident. I've got your number now. You sure are acting unorthodox. Chewy, and I don't know why Ryan Johnson hates Chewbacca so much, but the only thing he made him do was almost eat a porg. That's all he did. And again, it was just played out for jokes. Did you see this scene? 
Ch oh yes, Chewie is an Uber driver, I forgot about that. That really added to his uh, position in the film where he's just sitting in the cockpit mm -hmm. and doing nothing. Because like, you could be like, what does he do in the other films? It's like, I mean, where do you, you want to start? It's like, if you remember the, the Death Star sequence in Episode 4, it's like he's integral with Han, and then he's like repairing C-3PO. Do you remember when they reconnect in episode six, him and him and Han? It's actually like a really nice mm -hmm. moment. And it's just like Chewie was a character and now he's just he's the Millennium Falcon driver. And you're like, oh. And you you I actually think that it's because of the fact that Han is dead that it's very difficult to have a purpose for Chewie and that we should have had them go out together in some way. Possibly. You know, it's complicated, but the, the fact is like Chewie does shit all in this film. And you know what? I'm gonna say it. I don't know I don't know how you guys are gonna feel about this, but I think they did a good job with Chewie and Solo. Yes, mm -hmm. I agree. Because that was pretty much Chewie's movie. I mean, all the things that we thought about Chewie's character or things we didn't know, and there obviously wasn't that much, making but they his, gave him a lot more Making to his do. own choices and doing a lot of throwing shit around and beating the right. crap out of people. Like, yeah. Much <laughs> he better. He was like the R2-D2 of that movie, because R2-D2 was his own, his own mission, whatever. And, and like, we couldn't understand a word he said, but, you know. And just like, you know, to compare it to this, where he's just nothing. Chewie could have been anybody else. It doesn't fucking matter. He's just a he's a walk-in carpet who sits in a chair and, and makes jokes with porgs. Chewbacca flying the Falcon to the rescue on crate. Did, did you go to the bathroom during this part? Like I've seen the official Star Wars pages defending Rose, defending Cantobite, defending that god awful plot, that god awful character. Yeah, that really god awful plot where they subtly influence the little Jedi slave kid to be the new resistance, and that god awful Rose who is the one to give the kid the frickin- Well, he's already made this argument, we've already counted it, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she was lame. Also, the Rose girl, terrible character, did nothing. Yeah, she did nothing. Didn't get Finn back on track by calling him a selfish traitor. <laughs> get him back on track by abusing and abducting him. <laughs> like, oh, oh I see. I see what he's doing now. Yeah, he's... Um... <clears throat> so she insulted him and it worked. So he thinks it's going to work here on this video. So that's his approach. He he's using a Rose strat. Ah. And next he's going to come into people's houses and electrocute them just to be like, You'll like it, goddammit! <laughs> didn't teach him how to have good intentions. Didn't help him fight Phasma. She taught him how to have good intentions? What? I thought he already had good intentions. He, like, he bailed on the stormtroopers because he had good intentions. He was leaving to save Ray's life. Like, what do you mean taught him to have good in- What is this garbage? Like, what do you- Ugh. Didn't save his life. Yeah, by smashing into him. Saved his life, killed everyone else. Oh my god. With everything we knew at that point, right? She smashes into him. Both ships just collapse into each other. Both of them are dead. Then the laser <laughs> destroys the wall and slams into, like, the majority of the Resistance anyway. They couldn't get out in time. They all die. Film over. And it's like, thanks, Rose. Great job, Rose. But no, because Great the character. film just stuff happens for no reason. Everything works out. Like, oh, and they magically they, survived until the, the what, Finn what, just dragged her body all the way back, <laughs> and they're still alive for some reason. That, that shit's hilarious to be dragged her all the way across. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's not particularly big enough to uh, make that happen very well. You must have like fashioned a thruster from their ships onto a, like a little <laughs> a little sled. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and no one shot them down the entire time. Like no, this three kilometer I, the theory run. is the people in the 8080s were just laughing their asses off so much at what just happened. <laughs> they <couldn't shoot>. <laughs> <laughs> and they looked yeah. away too long and like, oh shit, wait. Oh, oh, fuck, we can shut it down. Before she's gone already. 
damn it. That was cool. One of the things that I hope that we would have learned from this, even just one of the things, like get rid of characters, kill people off, that's fine. Right. But at least give us some sort of payoff to who had the lightsaber throughout the years. That is the epitome of blaming Ryan for JJ's writing. And even he you, you, you're saying it like Ryan had no choice but to not answer that question. He has to solve the problems that are set up, or whatever setup is in the previous film. That's how these movies work. That's how stories work. And if you, you know, want chapter one, if if you're like, there's no solution. It's impossible. It's like go go check fan theories. You'll find a whole bunch of solutions. <laughs> it's like there's loads of people who will figure it out for you. If you really can't write it because you just don't have that level of creativity or imagination, fine. You can go find the answers. It's not hard. Ryan didn't give a shit about where the lightsaber came from. He just wanted to move on. And you can blame JJ for forcing him to answer that question like like he's just done there, but it's like, that's a still a conscious decision from Ryan to not do it. Why, why can't you interweave it? Why can't you make something of that? Why can't you use it? I, the main principle being subversion is not the, the, the brush you want to paint everything with. It, it's something you want to use subtly. Mm. And just to eliminate setups from a previous chapter is... I don't know why you would even bother making a movie or making a second chapter in that process. You may as well be writing your own thing. You can throw it over his shoulder, but at least tell us what happened to the lights. Like, right. nothing was answered. Right. We were at least going to get some sort of story. Who cares about how the saber got to Maz oh. That is. Uh, oh my god. I think we did this before in a different EFAP, but dare I say it, just only answer honestly, did you care how the lightsaber that fell from Luke's hand in Bespin ended up with this orange frog in the middle of nowhere? Did did you did anyone care? Personally, right? This is just me, this is anecdotal. I I cared. I was like, how did that lightsaber get there? Uh, that's 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 weird to me because it's quite an important piece of technology, that thing. It means a lot. Like, it's pretty important that it got to where it is. So how how did that happen? In, but no. in terms of the plot, not really. Yeah, no, but it doesn't... in terms of just as an artifact, I'm like, yeah, how the hell did it get well, there? Well, ultimately speaking, right, it is used to save Rey and Finn from Kylo, and it is used to defeat Snoke, this this item. So to say that it doesn't affect the plot because it's just there from the beginning, I'd be like, well, how did it get there? Because it being there allows all this other stuff to happen, right? So we never get that piece of the puzzle, because, let's be fair, it falls into what we could assume was nothing in Bespin. Like, no one's getting that back. But I guess someone did. Mm -hmm. Did you know that an original take for the beginning of The Force Awakens was the lightsaber just traveling through space? Like it was going to be spinning and moving through space and it was just going to be found by somebody. <laughs> like, the, the, the idea was that it would have fallen in Bespin and somehow ended up in space and then it bumped into someone and then it led... If you remember the original trailer, uh, Leia is handing... No, uh, Maz Kanata's handing the lightsaber to Leia. And it, I guess it's implied that Maz Kanata bumped into it from space. <laughs> like, somehow. And then she was like, oh, this is totally Luke's lightsaber. I'll give it to Thingy. And see, this is the thing. You could be like, God, that's so disappointing. Why would you want the answer? It's like, well, I would want a better answer than that. Jesus Christ. I don't know why it would have moved off Bespin. Wouldn't it have, couldn't you just argue it was collected by some kind of debris thing? And then it was like identified by a scanner. You could have that be the... I don't know. Fact is that the lightsaber is very important, and you can find reasons for it to have existed. But fuck it, let's let's leave it for episode nine. What what are the odds of it being explained in episode nine, guys? What do you reckon? Zippo, oh. zippo. Yeah, it's a zero. It's it's so nobody. It's subversive.
far in the past, it's beyond irrelevant. Like, do people even want any real drama that's happening? <laughs> real drama. What is that? What does that even mean? <laughs> real drama. But no, no, no. Only in the moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Happening in the moment? After. Or do they just want characters sitting around reminiscing on backstory? That's yeah, well, that's what happens when you skip all of the drama. You skip over the thirty maybe years. Just one of those, just one scene of that. Yeah, yeah. With, that would I would be okay with that if two characters went, "Hey, man, do you remember when that explains the thirty years?" You know, you know what really helps drama is when you understand someone and you identify with someone. So maybe a bit of backstory might help. It's it's like you see two amazing like samurai and and whatever warriors sitting at a game playing chess, and you're just like covered in battle wounds. And we get told like they've just had a thousand year war, and you're like, oh wow, so what? That sounds interesting. And you just see the chess game play out, and then the film ends, and you're like, oh. I mean, I, what was the what was the war though? And he's like, what do you want scenes of them sitting around talking about? <laughs> like, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind. I'd be okay with that personally. Yeah, I mean, like again, it would be great if Leia went over to the island to convince Luke. I mean, she totally would have swayed him, and they could do a little bit of reminiscing to, you know, kind of grease the wheels a little bit. Mm -hmm. Shoot, so just to, it doesn't have to take that long. Yeah, just you have Leia trying to like Leia's like let's leave immediately, and Luke doesn't, and then they have to break it down and she's like you're yeah. you're not it's not your this fault just stuff anything yeah. this isn't you but it's not your fault you know why didn't you why aren't you you know adhering to your ideals before and all that it's not the most entertaining thing in the world you know and so all this stuff that jj abrams did set up and think about what you want about the force awakens that's fine but stuff was set up and a lot of it was kind of cool they had laid the groundwork for some really cool characters and some really cool theories and again this was just ryan johnson taking all of that and just burning it right no jj created characters that were good fans came up mm. no <laughs> 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 All three of us, like, can't chew on that, mate. That's, that's not going down easy. With horrible theories about them, Ryan actually developed No! <laughs> just, just absolutely no. The movie Bob level takes here. <laughs> Characters in a fresh and natural way and made them... Fresh and natural way. He has oh to keep using God. such emotive uh, language. He, can't... he went to Patrick level. He went, he's now Patrick. You just can't, you can't just use... You're watching movies wrong. I mean, that's... You can't don't get it. You can't use words to mean things. He has to go with ones that are completely nebulous. It's like it's a natural niceness. It's a it's a cosmic emotionalizational. And you're like, what uh... is this hatred of fans like speculating while the next <laughs> movie is in development? It's so weird. It's like, isn't that just kind of what people do when well, they love remember he did. He's shown yeah. that he speculated, but he was right. So that means that it's okay. <laughs> But also, so it's good that it's not, not predictable. He's not the insufferable fan he's talking about? It's Jesus. the most confusing shit ever. He said it shouldn't be pr predictable, but he predicted it. Fan theories suck, but he had his own. It's like, <laughs> okay. He had his own, and he's and glad he was right. Women! <laughs> and some really cool theories. And again, this was just Ryan Johnson taking all of that and just burning it. Right. No, JJ created characters that were good. No. Fans came up with horrible theories about them. No. Ryan actually developed the characters in no. a fresh and natural way and made them better. Definitely and you no. don't get film. I wouldn't you don't get film. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is this what don't. it means to get Got film? It. Is this video what it means to get it. film? <laughs> <laughs> been upset had I not had the expectation. Like this isn't me in my own head. This isn't me in my own head. Hmm. Isn't everything you say just you in your oh, own fuck head? Oh fuck! Actually, actually, uh... everything you say is from your own head. Just, just, oh. He's this is lying. Just pulling yourself.
So I'll clarify. Look, Lee didn't understand. He took it literally. Let's we'll we'll unwind it for Lee. So what he's saying is, he didn't just generate that he wanted Snoke to be Palpatine's master or whatever. You know, he 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 got the expectations thanks to TFA. He watched The Force Awakens and he went, oh. I'm supposed to expect something here, and then he didn't get anything. It wasn't something that he invented, it was something that was provided by the film. That's what he's saying. I know it's fun to take them literally, and then say stuff like, Hey man, everything you do comes from you, so ha, counter-argued. Like, hmm, you got him. Nice one. This is substance, by the way, guys, I don't know if you didn't know. <laughs> <sighs> but spoken out loud. He trains her, right? We get this, this little, this little montage. Uh, need a montage. And show us the passage of time. We're gonna need a montage. Wow, man. You went and got the South Park montage song and everything, and that scene wasn't even a montage. She was practicing with the stick. Yeah, it's a montage. They, um, I mean, let, let's do it to him. Let's be literal. So a montage just means you, you connect a bunch of clips together that have time skips in between them. So uh, yep. it cuts to Ray. You can see it right now. It's not a one continuous cut of her grabbing the lightsaber, turning it on, swinging it over and over again, and then cutting the thing, and then realizing Luke was watching it. There's several cuts that speed through time. It was a montage. Yep. That was that was Team America. That was in South Park. <laughs> no, it was. Um, yeah, it was. It was. Oh, actually, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Smud Boy or just no, out no, no, pedantic no. Tim. Monta No, I think it was South Park. No, it's it Team was, America. Wow. It sounds. It's. It's. I know it sounds like South Park because of the voices, but it's the scene where he's training before he goes to attack all the celebrities. Yeah, but isn't Stan learning to ski to that song? Oh, someone just said it's actually both. Oh, Which really? one came first out of out of interest? That's... I would have to imagine Team America. I would have thought it'd be Team America. Yeah. So so it was both. I thought so. I wasn't too crazy. That's interesting. But it yeah. is the creators of South Park, so if you're gonna go with yes. one, I suppose you can say South Park. We'll let him go for that one. We won't actually him on that one. Yep. She put it down, switched it for the saber, Luke showed up and watched her. She gets nervous when she sees him and cuts the rock down. That's called a scene. Meanwhile, there's probably- <laughs> It's still the concept of montage if we're gonna get that pedantic about it, dude. This is the thing, it's like, if you're gonna- If you're gonna be a pedant to people, then you should expect it in reverse, and you just chastised him for saying that his thoughts were not something that came straight from him. Like, it's just like, if you wanna do that, we can do it back to you. People who are mad that there wasn't some type of Rocky training sequence. You wanna see a montage? Here's a montage. Fuck this movie, Fuck this movie. Fuck this movie. <laughs> this, movie. <laughs> this movie. Yeah, no, this isn't a montage because this is all the same scene. This is one scene. This guy's talking about the film, so not a montage. This movie. This movie. Dude, is it getting dark? Wait. Oh, never mind. I think that's an editing. Never mind. I thought it was actually getting dark outside. It might have been. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> about that stupid planet that they went to, the casino planet, where we wild. learned about where we learned about capitalism and veganism. Leave. In veganism. <laughs> there was the veganism. Star Wars. You want to talk about that part? Oh, they freed the animals that were being tortured and abused. That's so stupid. Yeah, it is stupid because there's no way for them to go, and they've likely grown <laughs> up in it, so that they need it at this point. You didn't save the kids. And all the damage you dealt in getting them out of there is going to be fucking fixed by the kids. So good job. Yep. And they're going to get them all back because, you know, they and just escaped. Yep. Since they're the richest. And all of their fucking... toys are insured. Yeah, they're all insured because they're the richest people of the planet. It's just dumb. The whole <laughs> thing is stupid. It doesn't make any sense. 
veganism. Uh, they then, you know, are looking for the key maker. <laughs> the key maker. This isn't Matrix Reload. <laughs> key maker. <laughs> it may as well be a key maker. Yeah. He did use a key to unlock the cell. Yeah, if you remember, when they're doing the thing in the ship, he has like a full set of weird, like, key-like things. They're a bunch of <laughs> So we know pieces. what he's talking about. That might not be officially what he's called, but he's, you know what he means. Yeah, I was gonna say, did he did he get a name in the film? Everyone calls him DJ, but I don't think he gets that in the film. Pretty sure they're just like, oh, he's just... He's Guy. Guy will help us. Yeah. <laughs> Codebreaker, Keybreaker, it's all a fucking same. Breaker. On this planet, the planet is filled with rich people. Rich people are evil. Is the whole the whole underlying subtext? It's evil, and they should be giving their money to less fortunate people. I understand. Socialism sucks, people. I just want to let you know. Well, that'd be capitalism sucks. Or socialism would be the the one where the rich people have to give their money to the poor people, right? That, I think I just he's just being honest. Perfectly crystal clear for you. Socialism is for retards. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> he was responding to the people that said capitalism. Oh, okay. Right. Whoa, let's take it back a sec. Nobody wants to take your money. Except maybe Disney. And then it goes on to talk about the rich are evil. And I'm like, why? Why would you put this in a Star Wars film? This isn't Star Wars. Oh, it's not? Because wars don't have people profiting from them? And a Star Wars- Yeah, my, my issue isn't that it's in there. My issue is just how badly uh, put across it is and how simplistic it is. It's like, yeah. you profit it off war, you're bad. Show. It, it is shoehorned right in there for the sake of having DJ as a character so that he can do a thing. Yeah. And give, give Finn the opportunity to think differently, but he doesn't actually think differently. Like, it's, is it bad to profit well, off war? That's a very complicated question that you could have a whole movie about. Sure. Yeah. Just, just to throw it casually in like one scene where Rose says, these people are bad because they did stuff to buy planet and it's just evil. It's like, oh. Okay. And now we don't need to think about that again. We're moving on. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, it's gone. <laughs> war shouldn't have aliens profiting from them. It's called something new. What, do you want just the same boring story? Oh line my god, pick any sub-theme, and then just use that. It's new. It's well, new. There's women. It's new. There's women, you guys. They didn't do that before. Again, of just ships shooting at each other with no backstory into the different things that are going on behind the curtain of this interplanetary They conflict. buy weapons. Whoop it doesn't even. It doesn't even make sense because, again, we, t we, we compliment, co commented on the fact that, like, this whole system has been running despite the fact this war has not been running. So it's like, where have you even getting the money from beyond a week ago? Like, I don't understand how this has even been working. Who's been fighting exactly? And there's another question. If if the First Order from some remnant of the Empire can get all these ships, why the hell isn't the Republic buying crazy amount of ships and fighting the First Order if this is how this war works? And if as, they have all these resources. As some people have pointed out as well, did he actually just say that it's like it's better than having no backstory for these people who are just like, is he referring to the OT as a bunch of space pals with no backstory of these people? Or, or is that just something I've invented? Because, oh, I hope he's not saying that. Cause like, Apparently we have no idea how the war economy works because there was none in previous movies. Hmm. How do you not find that interesting? Being mad that they decided to deepen the story just makes you sound, I don't know, not very smart. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Uh... You're, you're like, just the not thing smart. Is you can deepen the story, just don't do it shit you like that. You don't get Come film. On. You're not smart. You're, I don't yeah. like your women. Still, it's 
his like, messages like this where I was like, that's kind of weird for a Star Wars movie. Kind of weird for a Star yeah. Wars movie? Yeah, I agree with that. It is kind of weird. It's about space wizards for kids. Here it comes. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, this is, he said, so the guy says it's weird for Star Wars and he's going to say, look at how many weird things are in Star Wars already. Therefore, everything is allowed in Star Wars. That's going to be the argument, isn't it? Movie. This is one of the weirdest film franchises there you ever go. made. Weird for a Star Wars movie would be if Luke pulled out a Snickers bar and started shoving it up his Whoa. butt. Whoa! Um. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure how to respond to that one. I guess that's where he goes when he wants something weird. <laughs> like, okay. the first place to jump to. Okay. <laughs> what is with this music? I would almost say Attack of Clones is better. And I hate that one. What are you making a prescription drug commercial? What the fuck is this? Luke is my favorite character. In the He's commenting on his music I choice, Luke. I guess. Well, you could easily chop this video up for all of the crappier, like, uh, petty responses. There's so many of them where he just like picks oh, on a God. thing that just doesn't matter. It's like, okay. I mean, I have to montage the shit out of this now. I finally have some free time. <laughs> my my assumption would be he's using music that's a little bit like it, it sounded a little bit sad. I'm guessing that that was the point. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm disappointed what? to all hell. Yeah. Why does this guy sound like he's recording his voiceover in the bathroom? There's so many stupid scenes in this movie. Maybe he doesn't have a mic that's good enough, dude. Like good enough for you, I mean. So he's giving an explanation? Oh my goodness. Voiceover is... in the bathroom. There's so many stupid scenes in this movie. Not sure why it's messed up. Won't happen again. What do you mean not sure why it's messed up? It's called you're not using a mic. Is that supposed to be funny? Um, it's pretty accurate. I mean, the guy the guy said he messed up the audio, and he's gonna sort out next time. That the guy's like, ha, more like. But I wonder is it using a mic next time? He was using an ice cream cone. That's what he was. Yeah, I was like, how do you think he recorded his voice if he didn't have a microphone? Like, I don't. Like I said, that was a joke. I guess it landed about as well as Ryan Johnson's ones. Is the guy that he's citing, like, does he have that same mic for several videos or just that one? Because then you can just kind of, you know, think like, oh, yeah, it was a fluke. He was using the wrong input. Method. He lacks. Maybe he already recorded it. I don't know. Fucking, he, I don't know why I'm stuck on that. He lacks proper audio equipment. Therefore, his argument is invalid. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like, what? I don't know. <laughs> and he had the power to break himself out, but he only does it when he meets Finn and the little Asian chick. Why? I can't stand stuff like that. It's just so, it's so convenient. And it's just like, well, why did he do this before they got here? He, he had the power. Just why? Why, movie? Why? Dude, honestly, I'm starting to worry about you. Since he was able to break out the entire time, he was obviously just staking out that jail cell. Waiting whoa, 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 whoa. Staking out a jail cell? Whoa, let's rewind. So first Wait. of all, the odds that there's a person who even wants to get caught deliberately to break out when someone of interest is in the same cell as him. That's just, the fact that he exists, that's amazing. Two, he's in the same cell as them. That's pretty fucking lucky. Three, it happens to be the same time as them on this mission. You know, like, he's doing this whole thing while they're doing their whole thing. It's like, wow, that's pretty lucky too. And then four, this is also a guy who happens to be able to know how to break into, in secrecy, the the highest paid and most functional government that currently exists in this galaxy. It's like, do I begin to explain to you that this is extremely convenient? This is probably more convenient than literally anything in a movie. 
Can you just I, imagine if he wasn't in their cell and the doors just unlock and they're like, okay, <laughs> that would make more sense. <laughs> I, I've never heard of a uh, opportunist stake out a jail cell before. I can't wait to see what lucky smuck I can find under my uh, my cleverness as they enter my jail cell. Who ends up I'm in gonna... jail cells typically? It's like, oh, well, thugs, thieves, etc. He's like, he's waiting for one of them Saudi princes that have loads of money, I guess, that just ends oh, up I in jail cells. <laughs> Then he winds up with some crazy person and shanks the crap out of him. Jesus, he's actually going to defend what? this. Since he was able to break out the entire time, he was obviously just staking out that jail cell, waiting for some high bounty resistance fugitives to be thrown in there. So that if what? he did break out... Whoa, that's awfully specific. High, high bounty <laughs> resistance fugitives. Mate, hey, what's your bounty, by the way? Oh, not high enough. Again, uh, help the you. resistance wasn't even the rebels, you know, two days ago. They were the, what? What do you mean? <laughs> turn them in and make a deal. That whoa, 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 whoa! No, he didn't intend to turn them in until he was caught. He was helping them with their plan. He got them in the room. A li do, you, do you guys know about this? A lot of people think that DJ screwed them from the beginning, but they've clearly forgotten the scene where BB-8 Nazi BB-8 spots them. You remember that? Yeah. That's the reason they're caught, not because of DJ. DJ cuts a deal after they're caught. Yeah. Remember he puts his hands up when they all come in the room because he's been caught too? He's not on the fucking team of the Stormtroopers, you idiot. He's a, he's a neutral party doing a job. He doesn't have allegiances. Yeah, that's his way. whole thing. He explains that. He's not on anyone's team. ...to be thrown in there, so that if he did break out, he could turn them in and make a deal that would exonerate him of whatever crime he committed. I cut out the Deal. Yeah, that doesn't... Throwing one line out of context doesn't mean your entire fucking story makes sense now. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not what happens in the film. Now he's actually getting away with breaking out of jail. And he gets a fat stack of cash. But he wasn't about to break himself out until he had a good reason to do so. I love how he explains that as if it's just not convenient. Like, <laughs> even if we understood what you're saying is true, yes, that is still massively convenient. You understand? Much like his character. The entire point was that, yeah, there's this suddenly a guy who came out of nowhere who can do all the things we need him to. Jesus. Like... He overheard them talking about breaking into Snoke's ship and he took advantage. That's, that's fine. No one's questioning that particular piece. Like, that's not... It's, Jesus. Damn, man. I honestly don't think you're mentally fit to sit in a movie theater. There we go. Wow, right. Right at the end, put on the fact that he's unhealthy. I like the unhealthy one. I get that a lot too. Film wasn't <laughs> that hard Mentally to understand. That's a low blow. I mean, that's pretty Oof. sad. Wow. I mean, you can you it's can call him like stupid or you know he doesn't like women, but to say he's mentally unfit. Well, it's, it's, with everything else he's said, it's, it's not even a surprise to me at this point. He just he, he seems to like yeah. to throw an insult on the end of a lot of this stuff. Okay. And, and I love that it wasn't DJ in the ATST, and it was BB-8 instead. You love that? <laughs> uh, did you did you guys see Plinkett's review where he was just like his head exploded for a second? He's like, how did he get in there? How did he escape earlier from being found? How did he manage to hack into it and stay stable? What is? Why did the thing come off its head to show BB? This <laughs> whole thing just stop. <laughs> <laughs> It was the direct opposite of this moment earlier, where you think BB-8 is flying the ship, but it's really DJ. What?! <laughs> <laughs> 
how far do you have to reach to make this even remotely okay? <laughs> That's the because best. it's not DJ, therefore it's okay. <laughs> the uh. reason BB-8 saving them later is so genius is because earlier we thought it was BB-8, but it was actually DJ. <laughs> like, okay. So, he didn't turn the manual, guys. <laughs> I don't know how to respond. Yeah, all of that is bad, though. <laughs> sure enough, Luke Skywalker comes in. Hey, what's what's going on here? Hey, cut that out! Like he he caught he's he caught them like having finger sex in the middle. <laughs> oh my god, this movie is so so fucking stupid. Oh, I hate this movie. Dude, can you please go into therapy like ASAP? I mean, he's probably playing hey. it up, man. How often is he going to keep doing this? I'm concerned for you. Wow, calm down. It's, like, it's better than countering arguments. Just saying your yeah, opponent easier, is insane. Quicker. Yeah. I'm serious. There was a lot happening and a lot at stake in this. No, there's what, not. What was at stake? What do you mean? There's nothing at stake. Well, was someone going to die if they touched each other? <laughs> What's the concern here? Nonsense. <sighs> But tell us what the stakes are instead of just saying there are. If all you see in it is that they had finger sex, <laughs> that's sadder than finger sex. She hits freaking Luke upside his head, just blindsides him from the- Yeah, I never liked that. It's really just cheap as fuck from Ray. It's like, what the hell? Just knock an old man on the head <laughs> on his back. Jeez. Back. He falls down, and then they go in this little battle. I'm like, I'm sorry. There is no way on God's green earth she would stand toe to toe to Luke fucking Skywalker. I'm like, are you serious? Are you serious? No, I can believe it with how much power she's had throughout the other films. I'm surprised Looks Luke like managed to stand for a few seconds, to be honest. Like, I can now that I know that she's God. Mm. So, like, okay, Luke well, didn't stand she a chance, let's be honest. <laughs> right now. What do you want him to do? Beat the shit yes. out of her? Yes. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Luke has a good heart. He's not really going to fight Luke this. has a good heart. He already just kind of tried to murder someone, and then they turned into the <laughs> biggest mass murderer. Of the oh. <laughs> Leave everybody for dead and ignore the call of action. He's got a good heart, sort of. <laughs> this young girl. Unless you were hoping he was going to turn bad in that scene, then I could see being disappointed by it. They had made raises. Why, why would he Jesus be disappointed? What? That like Luke doesn't have to kill her or anything. That's not, yeah, just, that's like, not knock really her down and be all like, all right. And why uh, would Luke need done. to become a Sith in order to beat Ray's ass onto the ground? Like just be like, shut the fuck up, sort of thing. Like, why does he need to be a Sith to do that? Yeah, why don't he? Why doesn't he just Didn't do he... a flying saber bomb? And besides, he, thing? he's renounced being a Jedi, hasn't he? So. You know, he could be a grey Jedi, he could be a someone who's morally ambitious. Fuck it, whatever. Price of Star Wars. That's what they have made her. Oof, and I can't imagine you're happy about that. Because even when they burn down the temple with the the, the, the holy freaking uh, Jedi books, Yoda comes in as like, this bitch is Jesus. She already knows all of that. I'm like, what? That was not the point of that scene. Yeah, yeah, she's got all the books. Nothing in the tree isn't something that Rey already has. I got it. Some I guess some people missed the fact that he's not actually saying that Ray knows everything, even though we would assume she does, considering how good she is at everything. That was always the um the assumption. <laughs> Yoda appeared to help Luke get over the burden of him creating Kylo Ren. The greatest Whoa. teacher. Really? Failure. Is. Apparently. And he really makes Luke. And that was the, the point of burning down the tree. <laughs> You know the, the fish nuns, they're just like, dude, 
Really? Like, how the hell did... That they're like, yeah, thanks, you know, Gremlin did it, man. For 30 years, you didn't tell Luke that? You're just, you're just waiting to tell him? Just right now. I love that, by the way. Uh, the idea that he's like, the, the, the tiny gremlin puppet ghost did it, not me. <laughs> the only reason he's doing the Call of Duty is because they kicked him off the island over it. Yeah, that would be a perfect scene for the ghost nuns, because they're just pretty much there to just get angry and pissed off at everyone. And to have them walk in like, what are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck? Between Luke and Kylo. And the only thing that you gained from that scene was that Ray is Jesus? Just why? We later find out that this link was done by Snokes. Uh, Snopes? Snokes? Whatever you want to call him. Now you're just doing it on purpose. Oh, just as if your fucking responses have been any kind of, like, higher caliber. <laughs> when you're like, you're not healthy. You need to look at women more. <laughs> I will never get over that. No. <laughs> you don't even know the character's name, since you're too cool to even remember the film. But he dies. He's completely... Don't know anything about him. Just... Just dead. Just... Why was he even in this film if he's that little of a character? You didn't even know his name! Now you're gonna pretend like you were- Doesn't that support his argument? Yeah, pretty much. Doesn't know his name because he's not got a character? Invested in him? Were people not paying attention to the frickin' scene? You're not supposed to like this oh. guy. Uh, why do you have to oh. like a character to care that they have a character? Mm. You can dislike someone a lot, actually. Yeah, we, we can dislike antagonists and still care about their still like story. to know how they got to this point. Mm-hmm. A strange argument, but we'll let it slide. You're supposed to be rooting for Kylo to slice him in half. Forget the stupid- What? We're rooting for Kylo to slice Snoke in half. Why the hell would he do that, though? And then yeah. he does it. Well, yeah, and we're, we're still and left. Part of like, me, why would you root for Kylo when he's a bad guy? You're not supposed to like bad guys. This is confusing. Fan theories for two seconds. Forget the useless backstory that was so not necessary to what? the drama. <laughs> what? The useless backstory that never existed. Okay. Yeah, it's like, I agree with you. It is useless backstory because it didn't have a use because it didn't fucking exist. It's like, uh, if anybody's unclear, like, Snoke's backstory is incredibly important because he's the linchpin that connects episode 6 to 7. He reignited the First Order, he destroyed the Republic, he's the Sith, but not, like, he's he's what remains of this, the dark side, I suppose. Uh, he's the one Can who turned we... Kylo, he's destroyed the Jedi as they as they stood after episode 6. There's a, he's a, he basically turns episode 6 into episode 7, that's why his history is so important. <laughs> He turns a planet into a Death Star. I mean, all these crazy things because yeah, and, of him. And, and so the audience goes, how did he do that? And then people like Lee are like, nobody cares about that. Stupid. <laughs> He's a bad guy. <laughs> Fuck him. And Snoke, you set up Snoke as this yeah. guy. Good twist, though. Right? Get it's right not a good twist, but you killed him with no story. Know, we didn't but... find out anything about him. I love how this guy clearly liked the film. He's just being really nice to this crazy guy. Oh my guy. god. Now let's just sell the reverse. I love how this guy clearly hated the film, but he's just trying to be nice to his friend over there. It's like, <laughs> that's meaningless, even if it was true. One thing you liked about it. Yeah. One thing that I liked about Star Come Wars on. The Last Jedi. Also, Kyle <laughs> had that awesome badass helmet. He continues ranting. Right? He's awesome. And then he just smashes it, and now yeah, he has no weird. more helmet. Wow. So out of the entire movie, the whole two and a half hours of densely packed scenes. <laughs> That's not what he said! Why does he do this all the time? He takes an <laughs> argument and just jumps to a different 
fucking universe of arguments. <laughs> it's like, what? The only thing you liked about the film is how one of the masks. No, looked. that's not what happened. That's not what he said. <laughs> oh my god, is he stupid? Okay, now I'm doing it. Oh jeez. Let's oh let's god. let's play it again. Let's make sure you know. Give him give him. He was probably right. We're probably the ones who got that wrong. Film. He's just being really nice to this crazy guy. Name one thing you liked about it. Yeah. One thing that I liked about Star Come Wars: on. The Last Jedi. Also, Kylo Ren had that awesome. <laughs> yep. So he said. Also, he's continuing yeah, the rant. He's, he's he's going onto a little tangent there. He wasn't saying like that was my only favorite thing. Yeah. So. The, I mean. So he wasn't paying attention. And this guy edited this together. I don't know how he managed to miss that so many times. I'm not going to assume that he's doing this maliciously. I'm going to say that it was a mistake, because I'm nice. Badass helmet, right? Yeah. And then he just smashes it, and now yeah, he has no weird. more helmet. Wow. So out of the entire movie, the whole two and a half hours of densely packed scenes, the only thing you- <laughs> Do you like densely packed scenes, dense. by the way? It's so dense, dude. Every, every <clears throat> second is something happening. Yeah, they said that about Phantom Menace, like dude. <laughs> <laughs> liked about the film is how one of the masks looked. What are you, seven years old? Don't the hell? Oh, he's no, making it. Have, he, he's making it really hard to like him anymore in any way, shape, or form. No, he is, he is. He is contradictory. Keeps, keeps flying with the insults. He he's not paying attention to his own criticism or of of another person, and he's just not listening. He just doesn't care. He has his own dense. bias, and he's holding on to it. Yeah, he needs to stay away from using the word dense. I think. The people are gonna start reflecting it. It was cool though. <laughs> I know, but we're not. I know, but it, the helmet was really cool. Duh, the helmet was cool. I thought the helmet was cool. That was the the Knights of Ren look. I thought that was the point. That was their uniform. They they all wore it. I mean, I, I'm putting my hands up here. I thought it was cool. Am I am I bad now? Am I wrong? <laughs> like I, got, I, I, I want clarification well, from Lee. And as somebody who's trying to you know take after Vader, it only makes sense. Yeah, all, the whole character of Kylo Ren is he wants to be his grandfather. And yeah. of course, he's going to look and act like him and try and be him. Yeah, he's Darth Fanboy. Of course, he'd wear exactly. it. Exactly. Oh, why did he have to smash it? I don't get it. Because that scene, scene was before. so stupid. It was so <laughs> um, dumb for, for Snoke to just suddenly get pissed off at his helmet out of nowhere after all this time. It's like, hey, why are you wearing that helmet? Like, oh, goose will smash. Uh, uh, <laughs> why would this even happen? Yeah, and it's like. If you still love Vader, why would you smash the helmet because somebody else doesn't like it? It's like, yeah, I I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's going on to explain the mask thing. So my issue with it was, Snoke is like, take off that ridiculous thing, and it's like, okay, bit weird considering Kylo's been with you since the temple, we assume, and in the flashback he was wearing the mask with the Knights of Ren during the temple stuff. So he's had the mask this whole time, and now you tell him it looks silly, like. Okay, bit strange. And even, and even then, why would he? Why would he smash it? Why wouldn't he just put it back on when he's alone? Yeah, I, I guess it was a character moment. He's grown beyond the man. I mean, I've always, <laughs> I've always, uh, there's, I believe there's, there is a clip floating around you can find where Ryan Johnson said one of the things he wanted to do straight away was get rid of Kylo's mask because he wants his face so he can emote more. Oh, jeez. And it's just like, oh, so it's not really tied to the story. It's just something Ryan wanted, which could be the subtitle for episode eight, I suppose. For that. Ryan wanted it. He was humiliated. He just found out that he killed his dad for nothing. You don't. What? <laughs> None of this uh, makes sense, was... dude. Doesn't mm. <laughs> <laughs> he respond to it? I like the snap, by the way. We both just had like a what the fuck moment. 
but I'm you having so many face palms right now. I'm just like, I know. it's tough to follow this. It's, it's tough. Smash something after that, and he only wore that mask to cover up the fact that he was conflicted. Now that he's really pissed. Say what? No, not not quite. Was. I thought it was because maybe he had a, a boy. And this is stuff that you're just writing onto the film. There's no, there's no part where it's, it's like revealed that he uses it to hide his conflicted emotions. He takes yeah, it off in like front in, of Han, if you remember. Yeah, in The Force Awakens, like, he's not only wearing the mask, but he's like looking over the charred up Vader mask. And I had immediately gleaned from it that he's doing it because he wants to follow in Vader's footsteps. Hmm. And so, maybe he's in space and he needs it to breathe when he's on other planets and it's just a safety thing. So why not keep it on? It's also protection when he's fighting. Yeah. It's, and it makes him more intimidating because the voice obviously sounds scarier when he's yeah, roboticized. Sure. He, he, was, he was pretty intimidating when he had it on. This is the point where he decides to actually be evil. <laughs> okay. Wait, I missed that. Go back? You say the part where he went to kill Luke, that's when he decided to be evil. Can you believe this um, guy is arguing for the depth of this film, that he said, hey, character decides to be evil. <laughs> wow, that yeah, sounds... Of course, Awakens, he was being nice. He sounds like a cartoon, doesn't it? Yeah. He was, he, was the, he was good that he was evil. He was a I nice know. Vader fan. Kylo Ren, and Kylo Ren is not bad enough. Not bad enough? He didn't kill Han Solo, he didn't try to kill Luke, and would actually have done so if he wasn't forced well, to- Well, I mean, I don't know what the context of his- his comment was there. All I heard him say was he's not bad enough. Like, what was he saying that about? Was there a particular scene? Was it- was it in reference to something? I don't know. Projecting? Mm. Now, at this point in the video, the other guy clearly has given up trying to pretend that he hates the film. Whew, okay, I think that's it. You got no, he's else? not! No. He's, he's trying, trying to-, to finish the scene with this because what happened was Roz kept talking and he's like trying to like get the story going so he could finish up because he asked him okay that's it what did you think of the movie yeah and he, he just kept going. so long on a time slot exactly so he's just being the straight guy saying oh you know our director over here is telling us to hmm. you know Roz is keeping going and he does he does that with any any movie he does, he does that a lot so it, it's normal this is a normal relationship that these guys have yeah some people in chat. So he wasn't evil when he decided to slaughter that village. <laughs> no, he no was that was a good slaughter. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's his thoughts on the Last Jedi. Whew. Oh shit! Now he's mad. About oh, Luke we're gonna still go. Yeah, this guy really liked the movie. Call Maz. What is what is your purpose here? Like, what are you what are you trying to do here? Be like, see, he's being unreasonably bad at the movie because this man doesn't like it. He's obviously This assists crazy. my argument in that The Last Jedi is amazing and you're all insane. It's like, okay. <laughs> he has so many points to make, he's making his friend uncomfortable. I don't, I don't know. Awkward. Maz, why would they- Now he's turning away. He straight left the interview. It's not an interview! These are- this is a morning show! Also, <laughs> I could- you could easily argue that he's playing it for the audience, because it adds to the funnies. Like, this guy's lost yeah. it, sort of thing. It's, it's like, like funny. damn, look at him go, man. Huh? Just fanboy is fanboying too hard. I'm not part of this conversation. <laughs> oh, he's lost his mind. He needs to be put in jail. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, I hated this movie. <sighs> Good for you, man. Good luck with your hate. Oh boy. Oh, I love it. that's a Patrick Willems level argument as well. It's like, why, why, why hate? When, uh, why can't you guys see what I can see instead of hate? Can't you, can't you love Star Wars like I do? I think can't that was, a, that was a, something that I had everything said as well, if you guys remember. He said, um, 
it's so weird that for for a franchise based on like finding the good or finding the positive, so many people hate it. And it's like, what? No. What the fuck? And then and then the other comment that always gets revolved around where people are like, nobody hates Star Wars like Star Wars fans. And then people laugh and repeat that. And it's like, why would anyone hate it if they weren't a fan of it already? Like, how do you hate? How do you come to hate something if you didn't have investment in it? You know, like if yeah. it was just a blank thing. Like, why? <laughs> Yeah, it's the same with any other franchise. Yeah. If you told me that people hate the new Star uh, Star Trek films, I'd probably be like, "Oh, is it Star Trek fans? Like original Star Trek fans? Is that why?" That would be my first yeah. assumption. Exactly. Yeah. It wouldn't it's be the same with people who are completely disconnected. It's like, oh, yeah, it's the same with any space opera that we've we've invested our time in because there's, the original thing was excellent, the first iteration, and the second chapter or you know another director's take on something is different, and you're like, "Oh, this is not." what i signed up for so yeah that's that's all it is it's just that what was before was great and what is after is not weird as well and um there's no clips from i mean you know a lot of people's videos but m mine and wolf's videos don't manage to make it into this one no he wouldn't be able to stomach yours he just <laughs> can't get his like, brain would just i made the short rage video and there's a couple of things i actually got wrong in it like he could have tore apart or at least tried but i'm disappointed he didn't include mine or wolves or, or man he seems or to us. just keep like using examples of people that are like being really emotive and then just calling them weirdos and crazies yeah there's definitely a lot of that i haven't seen like a lot of particularly good points for him to you know rebuke i guess <sighs> This, I mean, like I said, people have sold this as one of the best videos to show why The Last Jedi is good. It's just like, oof. This, this is, is a biased fanboy who cannot see beyond their own notes. It's yep. just one-sided. He can't understand the other side. And he's picking apart when people get emotional and then calling them emotional or, or mentally deficient or something. And then not listening to his own words. Mm. It's It's very disturbing actually when you think of a fan who's who's, who's that blind who, well yeah i'm I mean, sure if, dude there's nothing about this film that seems to have any flaw in it he's like convinced that yeah. even even i admitted there was some good things about the last jedi like at the base levels like i can't say the soundtrack's bad because it's not there's a lot of visuals that work there's certain scenes where the, the actors are pulling off a decent job it's just like you know that i'm gonna be f reasonable here but he's just like no everything's amazing nothing doesn't work Nothing changes. Oh my god. Really? Nothing changes? Exactly. Everyone else is complaining about how they shit all over Star Wars, shit all over Luke and the Jedi. You gotta <laughs> at least admit that there were changes. There's a lot of other funny moments, though, especially the opening scene with Luke Skywalker. No, you did not just say especially. <laughs> oh, Again? come on. Stop it. I thought he was going to have a problem with the fact that you referred to the lightsaber throw as funny, but I was going to be like, well, yeah, it is funny. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what Ryan Joss was going for, I'm pretty sure. Scene with Luke Skywalker. So the, their whole plan is to, to escape under the radar. Oh, sure my. enough, Benicio t Del Toro, oh. surprise, surprise, he sells them out and lets them know, hey, they're escaping under the radar. And then they start, sh they start firing at them. Boom, destroying ships, blah, 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 blah. All that goes on. Yeah, just skip over this whole part, just to help your arm. Yeah, you can talk about what? whatever the fuck he wants. It might not even be a part this of his not... point. Yeah. What? He, he's, he's trying to uh, make a summary, and he just didn't do this scene because he's focusing on his point. What is the... What a strange counter. It's like, your plot summary didn't cover every aspect that I wanted you to cover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
argument. Go ahead. Let's get to the to the real climax. What I thought was the climax, which isn't a climax at all. Oh come on! How is this not a climax? Because he doesn't think it is. He just said. Yeah, he just said, and I would call it an anti-climax, probably. Possibly. It's the There's kind of thing where. Yeah, it's very confusing. It's very unconventional. Yeah, whenever you have, <laughs> whenever you have more than one, you, you can't consider the first one the anti-climax, depending on your, your, point, your stake in that part of the story, sure. Just the, 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 the fact that it's Luke is there, Luke is dead, Luke is not, Luke is over there, no, Luke is dead. It's the most like, whoa, whoa, ah, oh. Yeah, you could, you could take the, uh, the lightspeed rim as the climax. Some people take that, and then you could take the... Uh, the scene with Luke as as the climax, and then another one when Luke dies as the climax. so it, it depends. If you were to take this one as the climax, like I said, the reason why it's almost an anti to me is because I I got confused as hell watching it. I was just like, what am I supposed to think about what's just happened? I mean, a lot of people didn't even know if he was dead. They were like, is he just chilling in the force for a bit, or is he actually dead? Yeah, well, when you're a projective ghost, it's kind of hard to have a, a stake in. Or, or understand the value of this magic we've never seen before. It's like, what's, what's the value? What's the, um, you know, what's the, the empirical value of these things happening? Is he, is he actually stabbed? Um, <laughs> does his mind think he's stabbed? Like, there's all these questions we don't know yet. Climax so much when I saw this part, I got the whole theater pregnant. Every Star huh? Wars film okay. has like an epic moment. As Star Wars fans, we love that lightsaber duel that they always deliver in the end. Now they set up something between Kylo Ren and Luke Skywalker, and right when you start getting into it, they just rip it away from you. And nothing happened. Like literally, it didn't happen. Yeah, nothing happened. The screen just went black for 10 minutes. Sure you wanted to see- Well, he's obviously talking about the fight ending. I, I doubt he's, he's saying that the screen went black for 10 minutes. That's probably not his point, but- It, it was not a real conflict, that's what he's saying. There's nothing, there was no stake, there was no threat. It, it's literally a projection. There's, there's nothing to to have it's, a conflict over. And it's quite a wind down, isn't it? It's like Luke wasn't there. The the people are escaping. They got on the Falcon that got them out. Oh, Luke did die though, and then everybody leaves. And you're sort of like, eh, uh, oh, oh, okay. Oh, it's is this like cinematic yeah. blue balls? Because you're like, oh, 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 okay. Oh, yeah, there we are. <laughs> they were just like, hmm. See Luke fight Kylo. But A, Luke would have gotten his ass kicked. And B, he ins- What? Why? 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 If doesn't, uh, doesn't what's, uh, Darth, what's his name, uh, fail at almost everything? Yeah, Kylo doesn't tend to do very well past, what, like the first half of Force Awakens from there on, he's just shit. Yeah, so a Grandmaster who, well, even if he probably do a few things that he couldn't I, I, go really I don't know man. I don't know pick pick a magic he, he said it he, he said Luke would lose so he, he would lose fair enough it's a good argument instead does the real Luke Skywalker thing to do and shows Kylo some compassion he apologizes doesn't he do that either after or before throwing insults at him Pretty sure. Yeah. He's not the the stoic master in that scene he's also like yeah, he says, like, amazing. Everything you said was wrong. <laughs> it's like... Okay. I failed you, Ben. ...and tries to give Kylo that. closure. Just to plant a seed in his heart that might pull him back to the light. Oh, stop fucking... Didn't you just say that he's decided to be evil? <laughs> like... <laughs>
Are we going to be talking about Kylo's permanent jump from good to bad throughout every single film? And he just keeps murdering innocent people and he's like, yeah, I'm going to be good, baby. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> if you can't appreciate that, then you just don't get what Luke is really about. Okay. I'm sorry. See, I feel like that's when you've given up when you're trying to argue this stuff. If you just go, well, you just don't get it. You just aren't listening. I'm sure you are. Once again, the Jedi would have him take Kylo out, but no. he is above that. His heart is bigger than that. We find out it's a hologram. Fucking Luke did that in the originals anyway, and he didn't do that in the history of these films. It's so confusing. Like, what is your point? No matter what your point is, there's gonna be something that counters it in the sequel trilogy, like, in some way. Luke has done some, some force voodoo bullshit. You must not have heard of remote viewing, but okay, no shocker there. Luke Skywalker. Wait, wait, wait. Remote viewing, is that in the EU? I'm a, I don't know if that was a joke or not. No, no, was remote viewing in the EU? Possibly, but you might be it, making a well, joke about like remote viewing is a program you can use on computers as well to remote onto other machines. Like I don't know if he's making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, if it's if it's an actual force power, I don't know. But we've already established, as he knows, the EU doesn't. So he can't be referring to it. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Even if it was a thing in the EU, he's obviously, I genuinely think that was an attempt at a joke. Okay. Strains him so much that he dies. That's how he dies. That is how you're going to have Luke Skywalker go out. What, did you want him to get his head chopped off? Using a sophisticated Jedi mind trick to sacrifice himself and save the rebels was the best that he could do. Sorry that wasn't good enough for you. You disrespected Han Solo. You already disrespected Leia. But that is how you're going to have Luke Skywalker go out. Really? Really? Yeah, really? You thought this was disrespectful? This is like the most peaceful I don't know, death. It anyone pretty painful. I mean, yeah, and and it's less about the specific scene contextless. It's more about the film as a whole, uh, for me. Like I said, I actually think that that death scene would work in a good film for Luke, but I'm not sure how I would try and make it work. But yeah, everything surrounding it is horrendously bad. If we just ignore yeah. all of it, it'll work. The, the, there's <laughs> no real explanation why he would do. That. Mm. We've he he got taught a lesson by by Yoda that failure is way of life and all this wonderful stuff and then that's it and a lot of people have asked it's like since when did he find out which planet to remote to how does that all work and not to mention this is mean er pointed out but everyone talks about how amazing it is that luke doesn't make any marks on the floor as it is like ah oh, see he's setting up a thing but it's like but the wind blows his hair and his clothing yeah. as uh as doomcock was saying like he he admits you know light hits him you know, he, ref he reflects light, he's he's touching Leia, he has magical dice or whatever. Yeah, aren't those another... dice tangible? Yeah, they're all physical. They all have matter. And it's just and like, see, okay, he's a next-level wizard. That This is beyond our understanding that he can do this, this stuff. So what you just highlighted, right, is the process of they spot something logical that's really connected to the thing, and so they're like, this is great how logically amazing and, and blah 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 it is. Then you counter with a bunch of logical things that don't make sense, and what are they going to do? Space wizards, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> I feel like, oh, sorry, I didn't realize. <laughs> uh... Myth was confused by this part. This is the one thing I stumble onto. Is there, and I can't, maybe I missed it. I saw it twice. Was there a reason he physically 
couldn't be there? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's because he didn't want to get vaporized by lasers or sliced in half. Like, maybe it was like, like no, he can't get there. They explain whatever fuck. Uh, he knew that the, that exact scenario was on that planet at that time. He knew that everything had gone wrong with the plan. Just Luke knew everything that like was going on and made this conscious decision. That's the thing, too. It's like, well, he, he, I'm pretty sure he knew this was going to kill him, too. So, and everyone's saying, but he died anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he died anyway. So that's what I'm thinking. It's like he does the mind, he does that freaking, you know, clone Luke thing, but he doesn't he just, know that's gonna kill him? The, it's Wouldn't just he, funny, man. It's like chances? the whole reason he didn't go was because he knew he'd die, so instead he killed himself. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really having trouble following this, but <laughs> if I was in charge, I, I would have sent him there. Like, he would have been there in physical person. Yeah, if you were in charge. Right. Unless he had some kind of fo So if you make Whoa. something that you don't like once, you no longer- I mean, fuck it hell, dude. Have you never made a bad video on YouTube? That's never happened. Mm -mm. I mean, judging from today, I could say that <laughs> we've got confirmation <laughs> on whether or not that's true. Or S.H.I.E.L.D., the only way for Luke to distract Kylo long enough to help the Rebels escape was for him to not physically be there. Tell us, Kevin, what would you have done if you were in charge of this film? In that moment where all the fucking ships bear down and shoot him, they can't get him because he's a fucking Jedi Master. And he's just like, pew, 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 pew. Um, I would have loved it if he deflected each shot into all the fucking walkers until everyone was fucking dead except him and Kylo Ren. Really? So you'd want to see something so mindless and easy, and also kind of out of character if we're really just talking about the films here. I mean, he's deflected a couple of lasers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's done it before, but why would he do it again, though? It, it's well, out, of, it's out of character, and then he shows him doing it. What is yeah, he talking about? It's he's out of like, <laughs> Why would he defend like his loved ones? That's stupid. Yeah, he's, he's possibly got decades of experience now. He could he, his powers have probably grown to feats beyond what people have seen. Like now, he can reflect freaking AT lasers and everything. Like, yeah. I, you know, I believe that. Well, you could and, uh, tell he you can what, do that laser grabby thing that Kylo did only better somehow. You know? Yeah, not, I not actually the, did that in my rewrite. You know, the, the the prequels had when when Yoda is attacked by Dooku's lightning, he like it goes into his hands, and then he like he he like neutralizes it almost. What you could have had is. The AT-80s all fire on him, and like dust goes up, you can't quite see it, and then it all clears, and they're all just held in midair, and then Luke just yeah, dissipates them. all the lasers in midair. He doesn't fire he them back. No, them no, back. I'm, not, I'm, I'm gonna say, like, no crazy stuff, okay, all, all we're getting for is he holds them in midair, and then he dissipates them, and he just looks up, and you're like, he didn't even fire him back. That's how, that's, he's like, oof, what a, what a, what a stoic Jedi master, you know, and then, and then Kylo <laughs> could be like, fuck you, I'm gonna come kill you myself. Scene is fixed. There you go. There you go. Not hard. You could just, and if someone's like, oh, I don't like it, it's like, okay, well, I didn't like The Last Jedi, so. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I didn't like what we got, so. Here and there. Okay. This guy hasn't even had a lightsaber to train with for God knows how many years. And yet he does the fight with Kylo where he's fucking spinning around and matrixing his way through it, so. I know you could be like, that's a projection. It's like, oh, well, I'm assuming the projection was of things he could still do. No? Okay. Well, yeah, he was yeah. under the effect of gravity. I mean, he was, you know, doing things with, with force spinning his legs around and ducking the yeah. Lightsaber, so yeah, gravity was there. Why not? And in case you haven't noticed, he's old now. And Hang on. <laughs> oh my god, he did it! He did the fucking argument from that dude that me and Wolf argued with, like, seven months ago. He's old. So old. <laughs> hey guys, remind me, how old was Yoda? 
<laughs> was he 900 or something like that? Remind me. Palpatine was, was very young. He was a spring chicken, wasn't he? Oh, guy, he's bouncing like a spring chicken. Holy crap. He's spinning through the air. <laughs> like a top. Um, okay, you said something before that, though, that I was actually interested, but the fucking old comment completely cut me off. Um, had a lightsaber to train with for God knows how many years, and in case you haven't known- Yeah, he's using a deleted scene by there. You find that interesting? He's like, trying yeah. to portray something here with something that wasn't even in the film. It's like, I guess we agree on that, Lee, that this scene should have been in The Last Jedi. This is the scene where he mourns Han's death, which was cut because obviously who cares about that? Noticed. He's old now, and now that he is a ghost that can probably shoot lightning from the sky like Yoda did, maybe now he can hold up against Kylo. Oh, oh my no. god. Oh no. So Kylo's amazing, apparently. Major Lee is suggesting that we see a Luke Skywalker Force ghost using lightning on Kylo Ren in Episode Nine. Okay. That's gonna not create so many fucking questions as to how any of this works. <laughs> Jesus. Ever think of that? No. And even if they had to have him die and he gets killed by Kylo Ren, man, at least we would have seen Master Jedi, Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. This was our hero. We grew up with this. So in your version of the film, Luke is able to take down an army of walkers, but gets killed by Kylo Ren anyway? You Why write, not? You could write it so that he gives his life for him. Why He's not? trying he to change him back. Him. Yeah. Was Obi-Wan defeated by Darth Vader, or did he just allow him to kill him? Yeah. Or maybe he was using the Force so strongly to deflect those blasts that he was kind of tired, and Kylo took advantage of that. Yeah, I mean, or... that, but he could give Kylo a choice to spare him or kill him, and then Kylo be a dick and he kills him. So I was like, well, all right. Yeah, or, just, or Kylo does a cheap shot be... of some kind. Yeah. There's lots of things you can do. Don't just give up, man. Don't give up. You can always write. Writing's tough, I know, but it's that's what makes it so fun, is you get to work, you know, just... Hey. Oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. The fans totally wouldn't have a hard time accepting that. The whole point of this new trilogy is that Kylo and Rey are the most powerful characters now. Uh, I'm glad you agreed that that's the case, even though it makes no sense. I just, there, bro. We're almost there! For everybody, because I know that the people in my fanbase typically don't like this film, this is what it's like to enjoy the film. You just casually go, Rey is one of the most powerful people, yeah, that makes sense. And you're like, why though? And they go, well, because Rey is one of the most powerful people. And you're just like, oh, that's it? You, you're, you're cool with that? And they're like, it doesn't matter, it's Space Wizards. And you're like, oh. Well, he's not even, because this is the thing, considering these are counter-arguments and he hasn't even mentioned, like, a potential origin for a power, he's just sort of brushed over it. It's like, it doesn't bother them. People who like this film, they, they don't care. And it's like, okay. It's the kind of thing that really, really gets to a lot of people because it, kind of affects everything that she's more powerful than basically anybody. It's fine, turn your brain off. And Snoke cannot physically beat them. They both have to rely on mind tricks to manipulate their opponent. If you don't see how that's cooler than fighting moves, you're just a child. Uh, wait, 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 how can Snoke <laughs> not physically beat them? Yeah, Snoke is much he, better than Rey. He literally picks her up. Yeah, he holds her in the space. He's about to snap her neck. Like, what? Yeah, he's definitely more powerful than... <laughs> Snoke is easily the most powerful force user in the mainline episodes of Star Wars. No one right. is more powerful than that man. He's insanely powerful. <laughs> so, interesting take. Like, you know, he's like, oh, they have to manipulate them because I can't beat them normally. It's like, just play the scene where Snoke just fucks around with Rey without even trying. Remember, he flicks and, his finger. And he can make a, a Skype a Galactic Lightyear calls between two people. Uh, yeah, uh, transfers he can, material. He can do double what Luke did 
for the people, and it doesn't even seem to phase him. Right. So, yeah, he's he's definitely more powerful. But again, why is he more powerful? Who is he? Who cares? Who cares? Sorry. Right. Because you remember the scene with Yoda when, uh, what was it? I forgot the movie, but when, when Lotus, uh, Yoda starts kicking ass, he's like, moves that, and then he grabs his lightsaber, and he, amazing scene. The best scene out of the movie. All right, why the fuck am I watching your video, dude? I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of that scene myself, but... Yeah. It doesn't see like you know he's like why the fuck am I watching your video? It's like well I thought it was to counter his arguments, but you're not really. <laughs> I mean never mind. You're gonna bring up the single most made fun of corny as shit thing they've ever done. I don't know, man. The fight scene in the throne room is getting that shat was... on for all the terrible <laughs> choreography. Like, hey, my knife disappeared. Like <laughs> that is the single worst moment of choreography in the history of Star Wars. They actually CGI'd out a weapon to save the character's life. How do you get more <laughs> plot armor than that? <laughs> you make weapons disappear on command. Like that's amazing. Wish, I wish every people character who, I cared about could do that. People who love Yoda or love uh, these sorts of ideas have characters that are very tiny. Like Yoda is not physically strong, but you give him a lightsaber, he starts doing freaking cartwheels and backflips and. That's pretty amazing as a kid, if you see that scene. Oh, yeah, I definitely and, liked it when I was a kid. Yeah, I, I know people, uh, it was a Penny Arcade, like, they, they hated the, the, the prequels, but then they saw this scene, they were like, oh, my God, this, this made me so happy. So we can understand that lightsaber battles are part of Star Wars. We, that's a given. And if you don't give that to the fans, and you get a quasi-lightsaber battle that doesn't, isn't really one, you're going to piss people off. Mm. and if you can't realize that, then you don't... I, I hate to say this, but you don't get Star Wars, or you don't get Star Wars fan. I mean, he's because, already said that we don't get it, so... Yeah, I know. I guess we don't. <laughs> Remember, we're all insane. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the ultimate symbol of thoughtless CGI character-ruining fan service, and then... I don't agree that it ruins Yoda's character. I, I hate everything said that, too. I don't agree. I, what exactly about this counters something Yoda said? And people might be like, he said you never attack. It's like he's clearly defending Anakin and Obi-Wan here. So. Um, I think um, Plinkett actually had brought up what it is about, and he had said that, um, you know, it's not about, you know, how tall or strong you are. You can match somebody using only the Force. And then here's Yoda having to do all these weird flips and jumps in order to, like, match somebody. I can agree and that that's awkward, and that's part of why I don't like this, this moment, is looking at it seems really silly. But it doesn't mm -hmm. counter Yoda to me. Okay. He's still using the force, though. All those flips are not his his own body, you know, doing four half gainers. I mean, he's... And that, yeah, he's, that's he's actually... the other thing, by the way, is that this is Yoda before the fall of the Jedi. So to say, like, everything he said in the OT has to match him here, you could be like, well, he became that character in the OT, you know? Like, it is as a result of the prequels. Yeah, maybe it would have made more sense for him to, like, not actually be holding the lightsaber, jumping and doing flips, but, like, maybe telekinetically, like, swing it around and, like, slow walk toward... Palpatine and throwing more stuff, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that would probably even things out a little bit more rather than having him do flips and cartwheels and stuff to match his height, you know? Yeah, you know, I, I'm on board with the arguments. I just, uh, I want to hear more of them because I'm not convinced. Like I said, I don't, I have my own reasons for not really connecting to the scene. I happen to like the bit where they're using the force against each other. I think that, that works for me, you know, like mm -hmm. the electric and shit, but um, yeah, the, the jumping around stuff, I, I always, as an adult, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Not even remember the title of the movie 
and you're wearing a Star Wars shirt. You show the clip in your video. How do you not know the title? Well, you would have put that in, in post, dude. So You would have known it then. And, uh, yeah, I don't blame anybody for having a bit of a brain fart on certain names for things. I don't think... But th th what am I talking about? This guy's picked up on people for pronouncing things wrong, for having spit come out of their mouth when they speak fast. Like, calling people unhealthy and saints. It's like, well, there's no depth he won't reach. Right, oh, you're my done. bad. Earlier to I said see him. I meant to say Dooku. My bad. All right. <laughs> fucking just be like the equivalent of the Yoda fight in the prequels where Yoda takes on Doku and you're like, holy fucking shit. Ah, oh, Kevin, no. Just no. Not everybody hated the direction Luke was taken in. Many critics praised the surprisingly deep. <laughs> surprisingly deep. <laughs> surprisingly. I wasn't expecting it to be so, so uh, deep as a. Puddle, no, it's deep not only room. deep, it surprised those with how deep it got. It was, this is next level. This is beyond the pale. Next level depthitude. <laughs> depthitude. <laughs> ...that Luke went through. Even Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who plays one of the... What? Why does... What? What alien? Why does Joseph Gordon-Levitt... Like, why is okay? Aliens wrote a 2,000 word essay passionately defending the arc of Luke Skywalker in this film. Why does that matter, though? I could just say another actor didn't do that. Okay. Well written and perfectly articulates why it's well written and perfectly articulated. Well, of course it is, because you agree with it. No one is a perfect hero or a perfect villain. How about Darth Vader? Yeah, what was wrong with Darth Vader? And people always say, like, this is the first time we've explored, like, moral ambiguity, or characters that are both good and bad, and it's like, we did that. We, we really, we, that was, that was the first six episodes. It was a man who is not a, a specific hero at the beginning, nor is he a specific villain by the end. It's, we did that. Flawless characters feel thin. Oh, you mean, like, uh, Ray? Really? <laughs> Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, people are just saying, Mark Hamill. So does Mark Hamill's perspective matter to this? Probably not. This was really moving to a lot of people. And the biggest complaint against it is that he didn't do cooler fighting moves. Grow the fuck up. Wait a second. This is this is a, a film made for kids. Yeah. We want to see spaceships. Ooh, that's good, and man. And so, again, um, this is the guy who was showing spectacle his heart. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Star Wars is all about spectacle, so why aren't you showing a spectacle? I, I, just, I love those two quotes, though. The, uh, it's like, it's meant for children. Grow the fuck up. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> why do you care, then? In fairness, I don't think we've actually heard him say it's meant for children, but we know that fucking shit tons of other people who love this film say it's intended for children, so. Then we saw Ryan Johnson a few days ago actually try to pull out a non-canon book to try yeah. to explain Luke's force projection. I always found that funny. I was like, yeah. I could explain this thing that doesn't exist by this extra thing that never existed either. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> okay. At the end of The Last Jedi. Again, you really showing that this criticism getting to you. Yeah, or he was just showing you where he got the inspiration to do that awesome scene, since everyone had such a problem. No, it was literally, Ryan Johnson was like, it does make sense, stop saying it doesn't make sense, and then he showed that, and we were like, yeah, it still doesn't make sense, dude. ...problem with it, and made memes about Ryan pulling force powers out of his ass. Like, the more you explain these problems in the movie through other sources of media, the more you're admitting that there are major plot holes in this movie. It's really bad. It wasn't a plot hole that Luke learned how to force project. Wait, it was a when did he learn to do that? Yeah, that was, I was about, if he had left it as 
the fact that he can do it is okay, but the fact that he just highlighted, yeah, when did he learn to do that from the fucking books, I guess? Yeah, I've seen nobody else do this. The books that he admitted he didn't read? That aren't canon? <laughs> no, I'm talking about the books in the fucking temple, you know, when he was like... Oh, yeah. Yoda was like, have you read them? He was like, wah! By the way, that's dumb. Why the hell wouldn't Luke have read those? What the hell else is he gonna do on the island? Just drink milk? <laughs> Uh, a twist that you didn't appreciate because you wanted something else. It's really... There's a twist you, you did appreciate because it was precisely what you wanted. How are you any different? He literally confirmed wanted, to us yeah. it was his theory that got confirmed. All, all he wanted was for things to make sense. Like, that's, that's his whole point of, of what he's talking about, how Ryan Johnson has to explain things on Twitter by using an EU book that's yeah, discontinued which... or... Even if it was a part of whatever canon, it would still be a problem as well, because it'd be like, why did yeah. you have to pull out a book to make your film make sense? Yeah, put it in, the, put it in your film. Make your film Showing make sense. Showing how, like, the criticism's really getting to them. It's really bothering Lucasfilm and Disney. And that's absolutely true, by the way. Fucking Ryan Johnson is not happy about the amount of criticism the film has gotten. There's no, and I don't necessarily uh, blame him more so than anyone else because it's going to be tough to receive that amount of criticism. But absolutely true well, that it's bothered the crap out of him. When we watched that uh, episode, uh, what was it? The, the I think when he was making Brick, they did an interview with him, and he wants his movies to be loved and hated. Yeah, he wants fans and people who hate it. And it's like, well, you've got a whole lot of fans. You got a whole lot of people who hated it. The difference is the people who hate it are a lot more talkative, just say. Also, is, is he about to make the argument that the film made money, therefore criticism doesn't matter? Popularity, add popular. Awesome. It's really bothering Lucasfilm and Disney. Oh yeah, the criticism's really getting made money, therefore was not criticized. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Do you think Transformers is beloved? Like what the fuck is this <laughs> argument? Getting to them. And it's kind of embarrassing at this point, like, man. The only thing that's embarrassing is the f- The only thing embarrassing is you, ha <laughs> ha, you, you, you're lame, you don't understand <laughs> film, you're unhealthy, you're angry, you need to learn how to speak better, I'm better than you, get a microphone. What, what else is it gonna be, dude? <laughs> I am so montaging these later. <laughs> I love how he just zooms in all the time, always zooms in on all it's things. It's- Genuinely, it's a fucking lazy way of pretending like you've got video. <laughs> it's like <laughs> moving picture. Things explained to them, and now you're getting mad that they explained it. Okay. So it says the Star Wars: Last Jedi Galactic Guide, another book Look at you his room. sell us Disney. Mm. Do you even like Star Wars? You're pissed. Pretty sure he no? likes Star Wars. All those, yeah. those are movies and books behind him. I can tell. And that's a C-3PO behind him, but there. Yeah. There's yeah. all those and dolls some... on the side of the figurines. Yeah, he, he likes Star Wars. Yep. Maybe not all of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is. You know, I think I just realized why this is my new favorite Star Wars film. It's <laughs> for one simple reason. Because it pissed these people off. Here that doesn't we go. make you petty. Oh! That doesn't make you sad. <laughs> that's a great reason to... I, I love this piece of media because everyone else hates it. I watched this movie to own them. You don't want to admit that. That's not something you want to be caught saying is... Oof. <laughs> you, mm, mm, nope. Then it's not a good fucking plot. Like, man, stop. Fans of this franchise needed a serious kick in the nuts. And this movie got the job done. And we were proud to kick it right wow. back in the nuts, mate. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> and put it on the shelf. 
Oh yes, it's a spectacle and a lesson. I mean, this is the thing, the whole, the best teacher is failure. It's like, this film's failure should be able to teach a lot of aspiring screenwriters how not to make a fucking story. Yep. I mean, the that's amount good. of stupid theories. Yeah, that's... That's just this weird thing that you've got going throughout this video where you hate theories. I don't... <laughs> even though you make your own Man theories. Poison. <laughs> what's, what's with this guy? The fact that none of them came true, thank God. Maybe now those... Your theory came true, you retard. <laughs> <laughs> what's with you? People will get a life. Good. But I think the amount of time that people spent speculating really hurt their ability to enjoy and even comprehend the film normally. When in reality, everything in this film was good. You just everything. didn't appreciate it. Everything made sense. Everything. Just... Everything made sense. What it about the knife perfect. getting CGI'd out of existence? Did that make <laughs> sense? No, it's perfect. It's perfect. So yeah, everything perfect. was good and perfect. It made sense. <laughs> the best <laughs> argument in shut favor. Shut up and it pisses you off. But because of our speculation of what we were expecting for, to happen in the movie, we didn't have the mental capacity to see that. Do you guys know the, uh, the the joke from Scrubs where one of the characters, Elliot, is is literally digging a grave while she's trying to defend her position? It's like a literal joke. I don't know if you've seen Scrubs at all, but the, the joke is that she's done something wrong, and then she goes to apologize for it, but then she starts making it worse and trying to justify her position, and then it cuts to her in like a funeral, like a graveyard, and she's in a grave. Digging it as she makes her argument, and I'm just picturing Lee in a grave. Like, the Last Jedi is Shut perfect, up. flawless, amazing. While he's digging, and we're just like, dude, <laughs> you might want to jump out of there before it's too late. Didn't get it. All the changes were necessary. You necessary. What changes? <laughs> what is? Does he talk about the the script changes, or like from the first chapter? Like, what is he like? The changes. Okay. You're not following? It's THE changes. <laughs> I wish I were. The nebulous changes. <laughs> you just weren't ready for them. You weren't ready. <laughs> wait, you have to wait ten years. Then, then you can watch this movie. Everything was Star Warsy as shit. You just had a different definition in your head of what that meant. Uh, Why no, can't we just actually... say the exact same thing to you? <laughs> we have, like, several movies that we can re reference. Not only the previous one, that we were expecting things to happen from. Yeah, that's that's the response. It would be like, yeah, we thought it was like those other six movies, or whatever, but no, you're right. It was a completely different thing that we thought the it was. The dictionary definition of Star Warsy doesn't match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I can't believe it, guys. We actually, we got got two minutes left. We got to make well, we, can, we made it. We made it. We can do it. The perception of this movie really showed that Star Wars fans have a lot of issues, but more importantly, they really forgot how to sit and watch a film. Instead what? Of <laughs> that's your fucking takeaway, dude, really? We can't watch movies. We just don't know what we're doing. Later, I have a look at the women in the film. It's <laughs> Turn off your brain and look at the boobs. <laughs> I, you're, you're the one who hate women. I just treat them like I can, dude, but that's, that's positive. ...making a boring cash-grab film that just feels like a trip to the Star Wars museum. Yeah, because there's, there's no repeat, there's fucking Yoda, you literally showed Yoda the second after that, it's like... Yep, Yoda's in it, the Falcon is in it, doing Falcon things, the fucking X-Wings are back, TIE Fighters are back, everything that comes with Star Wars. Like, I don't know if you guys agree with this, but uh, ER said it, well, ER was the first person I heard it from, and I disagree. Everything past episode four is essentially fan service. Yeah.
And like, I don't actually definitively think fan service is bad. It it depends on how you do it. So like, I don't know. Having if if someone said like they only made Darth Vader Luke Skywalker's father to make the fans go ooh, I'd be like, well yeah, I guess. It's a pretty interesting <laughs> twist though. <laughs> it works. Well, the like, way that that Lucas put that scene together, he didn't tell anyone on the set, except aside from the the voice actor and I think the other writer. Yeah, and that was it. And Luke, and they said, if anyone finds out, we'll know it was you, because <laughs> nobody else is going to talk. But uh, yeah, it's and this thing the the first one was made like as a complete thing. Um, oh, did he ask say it was past eighty three? I could have sworn he said it was past episode four, but um. If he said it was past 83, fine. But the the idea is the first one was made completely because it was made. And then the second one was made when it was like, oh shit, we can make more of these. And it's not to say that it's bad. It's not to say fan service is bad. It's, uh, it's a complicated thing, but it's interesting. And just the idea that like any of these films are not fan service, like, come on. What, what do you think they're doing when they have Yoda turn up? This film had the balls to burn a few things down and make some changes, making the series feel fresh again. So you know when Force Awakens burned down the Republic and all of our heroes? How come he's not saying that was bold? How come Han, killed. Han Solo yeah, and Leia's Han marriage is destroyed, their son is insane and evil, Luke is gone, he's a recluse, like how, how are these not bold changes exactly? I think the most important aspect of the new trilogy would have to be Kylo. Like that that's be most original character. And he's not he's not incredibly original. He just people see him as a an offshoot of the the, the fanboy who can never get what he wants out of Star mm. Wars and what have you. Uh, the personification of that. Um but he works. He works for what he's worth. And he has, he's got a level of depth to him. Like, you know, he has desires. Yeah. He has emotions. He's conflicted. He has <laughs> he has emotions. This is the positives we can draw. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know he emotes things. He gets mad. Yeah. Is, is he a woman? Does he look like a woman? <laughs> <laughs> he loves his mommy. He can't kill her. But, uh, you know he's working True. on that. There are things. Is your point? That you can say about this character <laughs> compared to Ray, <laughs> where you can't say. I don't anything. have to. I don't have to describe his costume and his job to talk about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know if you guys wanted that, but that is what this series needed. My biggest problem now is that I actually think this is the end of the Star Wars universe. I think that this is actually where it's... I think that this is the end... I think people will cite The Last Jedi as where it all changed and turned. And if, yeah. if Star Wars is unable to make a profit down the line, it'll be from The Last Jedi. That's where it started to get... Like, that was the side of it falling apart, is what people will say. But to be honest, I can't see Star Wars dying for a while just because it's so fucking big. Like it's, right. You, you could make several Last Jedis and people will keep coming. Yeah. They're going to switch from a, a, a video to online streaming service. Maybe it deals with Netflix, whatever. And they're, they're going to make a lot of money still. But it will never be what it used to. It's, it's never going... like After Solo, um, I'm really not sure what the heck's going to happen with the franchise. I really can't speculate. Because... Mm. There was no setup for The Last Jedi. Uh, Solo just bombed. And they have to... I'm, I'm glad they, they made that announcement that they're not going to be making anymore. Or they're, they're slowing down production. Because they have to be very careful what they're doing. They're, they're spending hundreds of millions of dollars 
on marketing. Yeah, we know that they now know that they need to be careful, which is interesting because you'd think like, oh, you could just do whatever you want, you'll make money. It's like not quite actually. Funnily enough, not well, quite. If if you weren't a complete hack, yeah, I'd say you you could. If, I, if someone gave me a hundred million bucks, make the next Star Wars movie, I wouldn't. You know, I would play it extremely safe. I would not pull any like you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna start uh, you know telling a time travel story. Like no 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 no. Gonna do we're gonna get uh, see what works. Throw in some new characters. Throw in some new drama. Create some some fancy new weapons that you can sell or some ships that you can sell. Make it work. Make it work on a classic level. It's funny you say this because I know that if you wrote it though, you'd be like, right, we gotta make some good characters, make sure that people actually connect with these people. <laughs> if you're like, yeah, well now you're not a hack. <laughs> <laughs> some of us know how to write, it's true. Okay. <laughs> of where Star Wars can go. Yeah, for you maybe. You might not like the change, but it is inevitable to actually keep this series alive throughout the years. It did more damage to this series than any other iteration. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm afraid you, the facts don't line up with your hypothesis there. Because now, all the old characters are dead. We've reached the end of the Skywalker family, essentially. Now that the old characters are dead, they're not tied down to anything. They weren't tied down to anything in Episode Seven. They could have done whatever they wanted. The fact that Luke wasn't on screen in which he died does not mean you have to show it. You know? Like, you didn't have to carry on with the Skywalkers. You were free. They're always free. They could always jump to some other part of the galaxy at a different time. They, they could always do that. Yep. yep. They chose to do this. And it was awful. You can do whatever they want. There's only so much you can do with these Skywalker family characters before it starts becoming really corny. You know? Yeah, it should have ended with episode 6. <laughs> if you look at the EU, it's they have a huge family. It's oh yeah, yeah. It goes both ways. You could have had another 10,000 movies and they could have been good if you have the right people behind them. Not even kidding. <laughs> like, you could be ridiculous. Just keep the family going, keep changing everything up. Don't... not, not like Last Jedi change. Not that kind of change. Overdone. But now you get it. And it would take me five times the length of the film to really point out every single thing that I loved about it and why. Why didn't you do any of that in the 46 minutes you had? <laughs> Just called people names. It's it's good. It's perfect. This is all good. There's nothing. You don't understand wrong. film. <laughs> we don't There's even women deserve- in it. There is women in it. We did learn There's that. There's definitely women in it. Of an episode nine, after the ridiculous fanboy meltdown that went on as a result of this movie, we definitely don't deserve a whole trilogy from Ryan Johnson. We don't deserve- <laughs> You're right. We don't deserve that. Ryan what the hell Johnson did we do to deserve this? <laughs> Why punish us this way? What did we do? <laughs> <laughs> but I really hope he follows through, and if you get pissed off by it, then you probably deserve to be pissed off by it. What? Star Wars doesn't- <laughs> What the fuck does that mean? If you're gonna get angry, then you deserve to get angry. It's like, okay. Yes, I, I intend to. God. Like, <laughs> need the closed-minded fans, and those who don't appreciate actual- Closed-minded fans? You mean like, mm-hmm. that Major League guy? Or are you referring to someone else? Quality yeah. filmmaking. The series quality is moving on through the galaxy and evolving. Wait, are those two categories? <laughs> or is that the same category? What quality filmmaking? And as well as the the, the closed-minded fans. Which oh. one is it? Doesn't get more closed-minded than saying I what love is he this talking movie about? because you hate it. Is he saying himself and others, or just these two categories of people who are closed-minded and the other doesn't understand filmmaking? The, 
it's a very specific demographic that happens to absorb a huge amount of people that he hates. That's just the coincidence, okay? Oh. Without okay. you. the supreme leader. Ryan Johnson. And I'm down to give- Oh man, imagine unironically thinking that Ryan Johnson's like an amazing writer-director that you want to see, but oh. Oh. You know, I liked Brick. Brick was okay. It was... <laughs> it was... Oh. I, I wouldn't give him the, the reins of Star Wars, but I thought he was pretty cool in Brick. I mean, I'll say what I've said all along. If I was writing a movie and they were like, "Could you, you can hire Ryan Johnson for free, would you do it? I'd be like, I might make him director under supervision, but he can't touch the script. I don't mind his visual yeah. style. I think he's got an eye for some stuff there. Maybe it's about how much money he had as opposed to his, his eye, but God damn it, keep him away from the script. If he has a suggestion, you go, no, Ryan, stop it. Stop it. Sit down. And he's like, I'm sorry. Give <laughs> JJ another chance, too. I think together these two will have really carved out a solid trilogy. Oof. I love the idea of a third film, actually. Just anyone trying to make one in this trilogy. It's like, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you go from two? I just... <laughs> like, picture someone who has no connection to this whatsoever. They're just a good director. And someone goes, yeah, you're making the third film in a trilogy. You go, oh, okay. What, what's what's my setup here? What are we dealing with? And it's like, um, there's a galactic force that's running around trying to kill what remains of a good guy team. They're like rebels. And you go, okay, how many? And it's like, uh, there's 20 of them on a ship. You're like, okay, what else? Uh, one of the bad guys is the son of one of the good guys on the ship. You're like, okay, what else? Well, that's about it. And he's like, two two movies, and you, that's what I'm working with. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> you know, you can make something out of that. <laughs> Go like, anywhere if you like. And then the guy does what J.J. Abrams is going to do, which is time skip. I'm so ready to hear what the time skip's going to be. What, what do you guys have a, a bet on? I'm, there I'm going, has to be. I'm going there with five years. Be. No, that's too much. I think he's going to do five years. I'm, do, I'm going with it. Mm. I think he's going to have to do a significant jump to make everything restocked. <laughs> uh, considering the, the skip from the first movie was a day, um, and a lot got accomplished in two days, so I'd give it a year. See, because I think the time skips in the original trilogy were two to three years, right? Both between yeah. the films. I think that's what it was. The prequels was a ten-year jump in the first one, and then... I think something like five years in the second one, I'm not sure. But obviously the time skip between the first two and the sequel trilogy is possibly hours. Uh but I, I genuinely am like, fuck it, let's 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 I think one year's too too little, two years is too little, ten years is too much. Like I'm gonna go with five. I think maybe four. <laughs> I'm not sure. Just, <laughs> you need a you need a jump to be able to do stuff. <laughs> Jenna said can time skips go backwards? <laughs> uh, that's good and now I'll close with my absolute favorite line in the entire film they were nobody uh, okay okay why so cannibalism these... is underrated so Top 10 reasons why Daisy Ridley should date me oh my god um what <laughs> What are we watching now? <laughs> I mean, we're, we're good, I think. We did it. I'm, I'm more than we proud made of us it, for guys. doing that. And we have all of those unsourced uh, people to thank that he played for a good while. It's time for us to 
put ourselves in a therapy and uh, <laughs> go yep. take a film course so we can learn to watch movies. Yeah. And women. <laughs> and women in movies. Well, especially women in movies, yeah. Yeah. Pronounce women racists. Um, <laughs> Terraria, the truth about console 1.3 or a view. That's another thing he's got. The Truth About Fantasy Star Online, Factorio Underrated Game Review, the UFO Video Review of... What the hell? There's no consistency on his channel. He's got Motivation for 2017, and there's a picture of Alex Jones. <laughs> oh, he said that ukulele was underrated. I can join him in being controversial on that one. There you go. Oh, uh, will, he make, will he make decent points, though? Let's assume not. <laughs> <For safety. laughs> Ukulele is underrated because it's, it's, everyone it's, hates it. It's perfect. It's it's so good. I mean, I play it. It's. I mean, you suck. Yeah, we uh, we usually do the whole thing where we're like, so what do you think of the video overall? But it's like, I think you guys must have gotten the impression of what we think of this video throughout that. Like, what a mess. Yeah, he sh he showed his hand in the first three minutes. He was just slinging around insults and just kept calling people names and saying, it's good, it's great, shut up. That was that was it. I, I was thinking that he was going to, like, you know, come back to those points later, but he just he just kept going up until the end. You know, it, I think the first 10 minutes were the most nauseous. And uh, I did, again, I did watch the, the first five minutes months ago, and I just could not take anymore because it was so, I just, you had an idea of what this guy was going to do. And... It got better as the video went on just because his points were weaker and weaker. And you don't and you don't want this guy as your like poster child for defending the films when he's such an no. asshole. Like you don't want no. that. You, you want a just right, you want a guy yeah. who's actually sensible, but he has to have sensible points. Just right was like, well, this is what movies are. And you're like, dude, movies are a lot more than what you think a movie is. There's elements in this that you cannot just say you can't just wave away. And uh, he was reasonable, but he didn't actually, argue. he didn't establish facts that were objective. And even when he came on to your EFAP or whatever, the, before it was EFAP, I think, um, he at least had the opportunity to have a dialogue. So with this guy, it's impossible. Like you can't even talk to him. Yeah. Uh, even if you were to make a nice little letter and a nice, like, show oh, yourself. Yeah, I mean, hey, it goes without saying, he's welcome to ask to come on here and we would totally have him on, but. Judging from his attitude in both Twitter no, and here, yeah. he's going to say that he would never come on here because it's a waste of time we're all assholes. I'm pretty sure that's going to be the attitude. Yeah, I mean, I'm sometimes forgiving towards these people, but I mean, if you love something so much, you shouldn't have a problem defending it. You really shouldn't. You should be very proud and honest of liking a, a book or a story or anything and saying, hey, I'm going to be sensible. I'm going to be... And if your sensibility is, is a lack of, of intelligence, that's fine. That's fine. I love things so much. It's ooey goody gumdrops. It's it's so saccharine flavored. It's fantastic. Great. That's your excuse. That's that's a good enough reason, and and I'll I'll show you the points why that's unhealthy or why that's bad. That's that's a fair argument to have with anything. So and if they don't want to do that, then I can't say they're a fan because a fan is someone who sits sits down and says, "Listen, this is what I believe. This is what art is to me," and as ridiculous as it is, that's part of the charm. That's part of the element, whatever you're trying to say. And that's where these are the kinds of conversations I want to have. And it's very rare for people. And just because he's, he's, uh, he has the time and the video editing skills, zoom in, frames, spitting, 
is really a shame. And uh, I, I wasn't expecting him to go that low. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of insults he threw that are just kind of like, oh man, that's just cruel. Stop it, you know? Like, you, you, it feels a bit awkward watching him do it, because you're just like, why? Yeah, if you can just do surface-level observation, great. Okay, I like this because it's pretty. Okay. You like it because it's a spectacle. Okay. Then that's it. You cannot say the exact opposite. There's so much depth here. If you don't even know what depth is, if you don't know what subtlety is, or you don't know what what characterizations is these things like he's just throwing words around okay, like saying the guy was mentally unfit and then pausing when a, a bit of saliva came out of his mouth it's the kind of shit we just like wow okay <laughs> making fun of how they say words yeah it's you don't you do that in arguments and especially the art popular comment about it making money was like okay it's not a and this is the thing like, like, again, it'll make your argument look weaker if you have to go after stuff like that, typically. Yeah, you, know, like, you just attack people's spelling or typos, and they're like... Yeah, that's why when you look at Just Right or Patrick, you're like, okay, they're coming at it from a writing slash medium perspective, so it's a movie, so you have to treat it as a movie. How does that work uh, as, a, as a watcher seeing this going, okay, I now have to think along these lines. He, obviously, he has his own lens to, to shape that, that movie viewing experience, but we still have to get that lens from 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 just right and say okay what am i am i watching it right now do i turn this part of my brain off like what what should i be doing here cuz some movies you have to do that or some pieces of media yeah uh, they're not all emotional they're not all intellectual there's a certain aspect of intelligence you have to use as opposed to others but you still have to suspend your disbelief you still have to keep that you know as crazy or as it gets as a as a ghost story or as a, a slasher flick as the, as the rules of that slasher flick become available, you can't just start breaking the lore and changing things around and expect me to, to follow along. It's not going to happen. So when there's changes to lore, which he didn't even talk about in, uh, obviously he's not because the movie's perfect, in Last Jedi, <laughs> I mean, that has to be addressed. And if, and if they cannot agree on that, then there's no point in having this conversation with these people. And that's what I really wanted to hear from Just Right. It was like, listen, I was going to say, like, the, 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 I, I can't see a conversation with this guy going to a place that's not toxic. Like, <laughs> you know, we try and we go, so what about this? And you'd just be like, that doesn't need explaining, you idiot. You'd be like, okay. <laughs> and this is the thing, right? In a video that's scripted, I wouldn't mind the insults if only they came at the end of an argument, as in, like, someone goes 2 plus 2 is 5, and he goes 2 plus 2 is 4, stupid. You'd be like, okay. Yes. Instead yes, of I do that. playing out their argument and then just going, you're an idiot. Like, okay. <laughs> you're an idiot only after I've proven you're an idiot. Not, yeah. is there something wrong with you? I'm worried. You should see a counselor. It's like, come on, dude. This is, I, this is ridiculous. And I am going to, I'll start reading out these stupid chats. It's going to be round two. Uh, Millennium yeah. Falalcon. Sounds like a hipster kebab. I, this is how far <laughs> back we are. Holy shit. Uh, according to IMDb, <laughs> Phasma has about four minutes total, as in both films combined, but we relate to her through her actions and her character, right? It's funny. I actually know that because it's in my script for the uh, new series, I'm going to point that out, because it's hilarious. She has four minutes in total of screen time. Of both films. It's like, fuck it up. Uh, Poe shot and killed from what I assume to be Finn's friend, which leads to Finn defecting. Oops. Uh, also, I appreciate these EFAPs take care. That, I'm not sure what that was related to, the detail, but yes, that's true. 
Uh, who talks first? I talk, you talk, five seconds later, village is slaughtered. What film's tone's supposed to be, JJ? Yeah, that's definitely a fair criticism. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't matter how the bombs work, they aren't real. What matters is the fact that the writers didn't know how they worked when they made the film. Um, it's just, you just need enough for the audience to follow along. The fact that so many people across the world went, how are those bombs dropping in space? Was enough for them to realize as filmmakers they may need to have something to help us along with that one, you know? Because of course, you know, can I believe that there's technology that would propel these bombs down? I'd be like, oh yeah, I, I can believe that. Just might need a bit of dialogue or something, because, man. Um, as in JJ did the same thing in the scene as Roundhead did in TLJ in regards to joke to serious and, and vice versa. Yeah, a tonal whiplash, yeah, absolutely. Oh, ooh, I've been sent really far forward, damn it. Um, <laughs> oh, there we are. Watch Ivan Ortega's re-edit trailer for this film. I actually did see the trailer. <clears throat> it was actually pretty neat. Have, have you guys... Do you know anything about that? Yes, I saw it. When, uh, it when okay. Luke, Luke turns on the saber, just greed, I was like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Well, he, uh, he uh, they reversed the, sh the shot where he hands the... Yeah, which is genuinely what I think is a fix. Just That just yep. makes the scene so much better. Uh, this guy defends Battlefront 2, opinion discarded, low IQ corporate shill detected. Well... This is the thing, you do not want to get caught defending that game because of how predatory it was. You just just don't. It doesn't matter what the mechanics are, like how good the game was built. It's just gouging people's wallets. Yep. Um, Han said it's Luke's map in TFA, though. Does he actually say that? I, I have covered the film a lot recently. I don't remember Han saying it's Luke's map. I know that I'm he's... I'm going to have to go back and look now. Yeah, I'd have to check the dialogue. Uh, Stupidity shields are failing. Reroute all power to critical thinking now. <laughs> Very good. Uh, tries to argue against sexism by being sexist. I mean, yeah, that's it was really awkward. It's like <laughs> pretty much the women are eye candy really guys. Bad. It's like ooh, don't you want to look at women? What's wrong with you? Aren't you are you gay? <laughs> I'm worried about you, man. He yeah, got, you should go to therapy. He got demoted to third in command when Leia was out of commission. He becomes de facto second in command. It makes zero sense that he doesn't know the plan. Agreed. COD is a better Star Wars movie than The Last Jedi, of course. Moral of this video, The Last Jedi would have been a lot better if Leia had just gone to every character and said, shut the fuck up, do what I say, or you get the airlock. <laughs> yes, because she knew the plan as well, apparently. Maybe I'm insane, but at least I'm not a Mary Sue. Fair enough. When do you, uh, when you think that everyone to wakes up to how bad The Last Jedi is, people turn against the prequels, why not this dumpster fire? There's more hatred for this film at its point in release compared to The Phantom Menace had. Like, The Last Jedi is probably the most controversial and hated Star Wars film in existence. I, I would... I would argue... I think some people would argue that the reason being is because there weren't, like, you know, internet criticism didn't, like, really blow up back then as it does now. Yeah. Like, I know the internet was around, but I think, like, YouTube was a far lesser beast than it but, was before, and people weren't able to talk about it quite as in-depth. The takeaway needs to be that there are a lot of people who still think the prequels are the best films in the entire saga. There's still people, there will always be people who think The Last Jedi is amazing, but there's a shit ton of people who hate this film. Like, it's not a small amount. Well, hundreds of thousands at least just on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Mm -hmm. I was so angry JJ didn't even give a quick answer for her to expand on instead of the stupid porn offline she gave us. I'm not 100% sure of what that's referring to. Um, like Goodwill Hunting, it's not your fault. Damn it, I'm not sure who that's referring to either. <laughs> is it JJ? Uh, Jar Jar Biggs has more development than any character in the sequel trilogy. 
in a oh, way. Man, was it 99? Jesus. All right. Yeah. The video gamer said uh, Phantom Menace was 1999. There was no YouTube yet. He's absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. There's, there's, the Phantom Menace would have been shredded faster had it yeah. come out at a time The Last Jedi did. God, and I, I totally I, forgot it was 99. I'm blown I, away. I think they would have actually altered, uh, or Lucas would have listened to fans and he would have altered things. He did cut Jar Jar significantly past Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's in both. It was in First and South Park. I think season seven episode title was Aspen. Fair enough. Uh, Swords fighting expert said duels in PT better. I mean, I'd, I'd if that's true, that's interesting. I'd like to hear the uh, the perspective. Wait. Uh, say wait. Say that again. I think the the message was that a sword expert said that the duels in PT were better. Um, I mean, the fact that the choreography is so balked in the Kylo Ray fight. I could believe that. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, glad to have someone finally caught one of these live, and glad to see we're witnessing Olympic-level mental gymnastics. Yes, uh, they deepened the story with Canto Bite by the level of a kiddie pool. I don't mind themes being added, but it needs to be done well. It's just so on the nose. And this is the thing, I've never been a fan of the theme uh, in The Last Jedi for all the reasons of contradictions, but the fact that Yoda actually says the theme is really awkward to me. Like, it's, it's, you don't do that in movies. You do not spell things out as if your your fan base or your your audience is completely stupid yeah the theme is is the general content the overall like the the major theme is like i suppose for us to, to talk about instead of going remember the scene where he said that wasn't that true <laughs> it's yeah. like oh there we are that yeah uh ryan you're doing something wrong yeah Ryan's script is so freaking contrived, and this twerp is defending that. Wow, this guy's a complete dolt. I like the guy who went off on socialism. <laughs> <laughs> freaking millennials. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Millennial Falcon is, is gonna Millennial stick with Falcon. Me. <laughs> uh, Luke is like a drunk biker. That's why Ray Ray won. I mean, he's, he's definitely off his game. Uh, Yoda was high. That's why he burned the tree. <laughs> I was at a wedding, someone, this film was good, I may have exploded and caused a scene. Oh, someone said it was good at a wedding. I mean, I was on the Drunken Peasants podcast two days ago, and Billy the Fridge said that it's, like, a really good film, but if you don't enjoy it, it's more than likely because you don't get it. And I was just like, I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> like, you carry on, man. Um, they got rid of the mask because the actor hated it. I didn't know that he hated it, that could be true, but I, I remember reading or watching a clip where Ryan Johnson said one of the first things he wanted to do was get rid of the mask. That's that's a really lame excuse if that's the truth, because there's yeah. plenty of extras in that film who have way more prosthetics and makeup. And I mean, dude, you're getting you're you're a top ticket actor doing a main role. And didn't you do Mark whatever Hamill the hell. hate the direction Luke was going, so why didn't they uh, let him get what he wanted? Uh. Oh, and yeah, and someone, uh, Windfaller pointed out, so you know he's at that point in the video where he's like, um, what did you want, Luke to get his head chopped off? It's like, well, didn't Obi-Wan die by, quote-unquote, getting his head chopped off? Like, you know, just the lightsaber goes through and then the cloak goes down. We don't need to see his head actually get chopped off and blood go everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the death took away Luke's chance for redemption. I agree with that. Uh, the Last Jedi had a Chekhov's gun scenario with Luke's ship. Yeah, it showed us it and then decided against it. Almost like they had a plan, but then they gave us and do it. I don't know. Um, everything made sense, like phasma teleporting. Yeah, well, like I said, the one you cannot deny is the fact that the knife disappears. It's not a thing you can defend. This film is my new favorite movie because it pissed other people off. Yeah, go and spit on Mark Hamill's ideals and wishes a little bit more. Well, mysteriously, that wasn't in this video. 
you know, acknowledgement of Mark Hamill's comments. Mm -hmm. It would have been awkward. After Looper, a lot of people go to it too. So, yeah, that's true. After Looper, I was hopeful because I detest JJ. Well, <laughs> uh, the angry guy of the car that blamed millennials for the movie is a good, entertaining YouTuber. His channel is Worth a Buy. Everyone should check him out. Well, there you go, guys. If you want to check him out, he's called Worth a Buy. Apparently, hmm. try that and Star Wars. You might be able to find him. I guess. Uh, real quick, super chat. Sorry, any opinions on Deracine? Yeah, that's uh, it's a PS4 VR game. Oh. Uh, I've not played it. Nor do I, I don't know what it is. PSVR. It's a it's an adventure game. It's a, you know if you're gonna do an adventure title, pretty pretty cool. So uh, you I just like have it. to yeah, take, it's a really cool video. Just check it out. Then you got these TLJ videos have literally gotten worse and worse. Just right. I hate everything. Jonathan McIntosh, Patrick Williams, Movie Bob, Major Lee, Steady Decline. Um, I guess I don't know how I would order them honestly. I think the yeah. the best oh, one out of What's all of them. Run? I was about to, but who's the best one? It'd be like probably just right because it sounded like he was really trying to make it make sense in the I, Yeah, not the points he was making, but the way because he, he was a lot he's the most rational. Like we can take him seriously. It seems sincere. Whereas, <laughs> yeah. Like he he that, really did it. actually make an attempt to change people's mm. mind calmly and then as for worst uh oh boy Jonathan this McIntosh was pretty, was pretty bad because he basically sold well, it as like yeah that he's like i'm gonna talk about sexism because that's his thing yeah mm -hmm. so we we expect that from him but patrick's was pretty bad this was worse i this was yeah, this one was really bad. I don't know, man. This is, it's interesting to think about who's got like, the shittiest DLC. Wasn't Patrick Studio shorter? Yeah, Movie Bob was really dumb. It was just gobbledygook. Yeah. And this one was just stupid. Patrick's was... video was shorter, right? Yes. Yeah. That's so. a plus, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Less of it. But yeah, um, that is... I think we can wrap up there, but first of all... You know, thank you both very much for keeping me company while we got through the rest of this horror show. Uh, first up, I mean, smart boy, do you wanna do you wanna give give a shout out to yourself in terms of what what is it you offer and why should these people subscribe? I'm actually doing a Kotor plot analysis of the first Knights uh, of the Old Republic video game, and uh, halfway done. Uh, if you ever are disenchanted by by uh, Star Wars or you really love Star Wars. Give my channel a view. We're doing that till the end of December, so hopefully it's all done before Christmas. And I'll be doing some super chats with uh, whomever wants to come on. I, got, I think I've got some some budding new YouTubers, and if Mahler wants to come on in for any kind of reason we can come up with, we'll be sure to get him on. Yeah, I actually I did a stream with you recently, so if, if you only want to see stuff in relation to me with him, then you can actually go find that on his channel. So there you go. Great. Uh, go check it out. And then I guess, I don't know, um, if you want to say anything, Gavin, <laughs> what is, what, it's completely up to you. You have the microphone. Yeah. So uh, my channel is known as Death Bullshit. I'm not actually a critic of any type or anybody who's particularly like made a name for himself as an analytical person. I do like Gary's Mod Animations, or at least I did years ago. And if, I'm go and if you're asking whether or not you should subscribe to me, no, you should not, because <laughs> I haven't uploaded anything in a couple of years now, and I feel really shitty about it. And I feel like if you're really going to subscribe to me, and if you, if you like Gmod stuff, uh, wait until I actually upload something. Then you can subscribe if you really want to. But right now, I don't really feel like I deserve it until I get my ass in gear, and it's it's kind of it's been rough. So, well, um, 
I mean, you've been you've been great today. You'll be dragged back on if as, oh, absolutely. As this, is, this has been fun. fun. See, th this has actually been a lot of fun for me. I've always wanted to show up onto um, this because it's you know I've I've really taken a liking to this sort of thing. It's a nice little hobby, um, and so um, lost my train of thought there. <laughs> but um, yeah. It, but it's great. It's it, this was fun. This was this was a good time. You, you, the timing was really great though because I haven't actually had a day off in a couple of weeks now. It's been it, it's been kind of rough, but I just managed to secure myself enough free time to make it on, and it's been great. Mm. So uh, next time you make another show, I will make time to do it again. Hopefully. I mean, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's been so like majorly. Thank you so much for your video. It was endlessly funny, uh, and just so great to just experience what it's like to be so vehemently in defense of The Last Jedi because you have to forego logic. Logic is just such a horrific enemy to you. It's like this encroaching monster that you have to get away from because it's just so annoying. Like, um, would have come from the school of Patrick Williams, I imagine. But of course, if you want to jump on this podcast and correct the record and say that, you know, we you, you want to get your, your piece done, you're always welcome to come on. It would be wonderful, I'm sure. Um... If you guys want to catch this podcast in full, it's going to be re-uploaded to my second channel, which is called Moolah. You can find it that way, or I'll just spam it in chat so you guys can subscribe to that if you want to see this and it comes out. And obviously, thanks to Rags and Doomcock, they were they were they were wonderful as well. But they they, they don't have the stamina to make it to eight, you know, five hours. Let's just be honest. It's amazing that you guys managed to do that. But uh, we'll gladly have. Um, Doomcock back on hopefully in future he was, uh, he was a lot of fun too but um, yeah that's about it is there anything you guys would like to say uh, thanks for having me guys I appreciate it this was great I had fun well thank you both and uh, thank you chat thank you for the generous donations from everybody hope you enjoyed and we will see you next time yes